Tottenham get battered everywhere they go. Tottenham get battered everywhere they go. Welcome to the Top Ball Podcast. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. We're going to be sharing the love of our of our of our football clubs here tonight. But before we do get into that, I am joined by Oscar, the world club champion, the Chelsea reigning, guy. defending, <laughs> undisputed. Heavyweight champions of the world, Chelsea Football Club. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> I'm joined by Rubinho, a PSG and Manchester United fan. Obviously, tomorrow, Alele Blues, let's go. But one person said on a certain player that if you start that player, you start 1 0 down. Ladies and gentlemen, mm. when you start Harry Maguire, you start <laughs> 1 0 <nil> down. <laughs> He's not one nil down. You've arrived. So that, that is what I'm going to say. That. Is that quote for Moreno? It was for Moreno. But I'm going to use it for the same thing. So, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Moreno. Yeah. Man. I'm joined by David, an Arsenal fan. We can't keep 11 men on the pitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> Chelsea have now gone one. I have to do with Oscar winning all the trophies there is to win. All the trophies. Um, Talking to the club, the, 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 the Stan Kroenke Stan Kroenke has gone and won the Super Bowl. Let's go. And, and then, and then uh, today's Valentine's Day, and I'm seeing everyone with their girlfriends at work, bro. Why am I still single, bro? <laughs> <laughs> like, with yeah, their girlfriends not, at work. I'm seeing everyone with their girlfriends. And it's just bare roses, and that. I'm just like, oh, this is just a long day. Cause, but yeah, I'm oh, good. I- I saw hella roses today. I'm not gonna lie. I've seen bare roses on road. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't. I can't lie. I'm. I'm a bit surprised that some of you have turned up to the pod. Ah, easy. You, you guys. You guys are in are in long term relationships with some. Listen, with some listen, hey, listen, hey, tell them again, Oscar. With tell some high class women, but you're you're listen. here. You're gonna talk yeah. about Zuma's cat when you could be. <laughs> You could be with your beautiful women. I don't understand it. Dude, I'm married. I'm married. I'm married to the game, bro. I'm married to the game. Look at that. That That is what we are talking about. That is well classed right there. Big up to Ethan, who is here. Evan, sorry, Ethan. Evan, who is here, a Liverpool fan, all the way from California, who is still feeling the confetti of the Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. Liverpool fan, Evan. Happy birthday as well. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, man. It feels great to be here. I'm equally annoyed that it's Valentine's Day, though, because I got I to gotta share my big day with the rest of the world. You know, it's bullshit. You know, I'm, 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 not, in, I'm not into that. I'm not into that. But but the Rams won the Super Bowl last night. I'm feeling good. I'm also a Rams fan. Cronky in. Cronky in, officially. Absolutely. Stan Cronky Stan holding the, the most uh, important trophy in his cabinet. Feels feels great. Feels great. Uh, so quick, quick question on that. Is that, um, that's the Ram, is that the Rams' first Super Bowl in your lifetime? In my yeah, in my lifetime since they've been oh, in LA, yes. Quick, 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 quick to you. What, have you have you been around since was it in, in St. Louis as well, or was it just when they both in LA both times? I I started following American football when I was in LA, so I was just like support my local. I guess I guess I'm a Rams fan. <laughs> so. right I mean, it kind of yeah. works. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I, I got in at the right time. You know what I mean? It, it's worked out in my favor. So yeah. Look, it could have been the Chargers, mate. You're you're good oh, to go. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Before, before we get started, I want to big up the people in the comments already. Big up David. He says, big up top four. Big up SW6. Completion. What's like Endo says, big big dog. Where? Wagwan. Huh? 
The big, the big dog, dog is dog. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's the big dog. Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> love to Baraka always and every time. C1, Baraka. you're a legend. Um, what's he say? Harry Maguire as Pastor, Pastor Davidson. A wise man once said, you're not that guy. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> not, bro. E-class is champions of the world. SW6 said, uh, dedication to the pod, Oscar. Dedication. Yeah, man. I, I read it. I read it. The guys, the guys are there. They they struggled. They did struggle, but they made it. So hats off to Chelsea. Third, yeah, third, third English team to do it. Yeah, oh, we, so, go straight, we go straight in. We go straight only, in. It's only right that we begin there. I think, you know, yeah. Chelsea getting a, an, you know, winning two games in the, what, three, four days, winning the FIFA Club yeah. World Cup. Oscar, you have, you have done it all. You have done it all. Done it all. Um, I, I feel like um, I feel like I've lived the dream, man. I've lived the dream. Like honestly, I started supporting Chelsea before the Abramovich era, when we were just a club that was we were trying things. We were trying things. Finishing sixth, seventh. I wasn't there for the dark, dark days of the early nineties and the eighties, but late, late nineties, we was all right. We won a, a few FA Cups, you know, here and there. But um, I honestly, I honestly like, I never thought we'd win everything this soon but then when the money came in i thought it would happen within like 10 years so it kind of went it kind of took longer than i thought but shorter than i thought at the same time so yeah man this is my football journey has been amazing i've seen my club go from strength to strength to strength and i always have to be grateful and grounded and reminded of the times when we weren't that club do you know what i mean because i I consider chelsea a big club now we weren't a big club before Baraka says world champs the world is blue there was a time when i couldn't even say london is blue you know what i mean I couldn't even claim West London confidently. You never knew what was gonna what was gonna be around the corner. So um, yeah, in terms of that winning the Club World Cup, that was that was amazing. In terms of where Chelsea are right now as a team, my goodness, it was a struggle. My goodness, it was. Like I, I, I did, I did think, hmm, I'm Palmero. They brought but up even, on no, But even that, like, Robin, uh, no disrespect to Palmeiras, no disrespect to Al Hilal. These teams that we faced, yeah, they're good teams, but. We were we were poor, like we were really really bad. And the fact that this was a game where we could win a trophy meant at the end of it, I didn't I didn't want to focus on the poor performance, but it was really really poor. It was really really poor. I'm just happy that we've reached a peak and reached a pinnacle and hit a trophy that we failed to reach in 2012. But yeah, did any of you guys see the game? What were your thoughts? I uh, I missed the game, but I can I can vouch that the Club World Cup is not easy because you're you're going up against teams that just play so doggedly. Like those Brazilian teams just leave everything out there. I remember a few years ago when we were in the final, we, we were up against Flamengo and, and they're out here singing songs about how they beat us in 1985. You know, these are some serious fans who show <laughs> up. And to them, the Club World Cup, it's everything. You know, to us, you know, Premier League, Champions League, it's a bit more of that focus. But yeah. and these teams, they just leave everything out there. And it's tough to win because they're asking you to go mid-season when your head might be elsewhere, you know, Chelsea's, you know, they still got the league to worry about. They still got the Champions League to worry about. So it's, you know, it's not as straightforward as uh, the rest of these teams that are kind of hating from outside the club to try to try to make it out to be, you know what I mean? But, There's a couple of haters, man. There's a, a couple yeah, of haters. Yeah. No, do you know what? It's, it's pure jealousy from my standpoint. I mean, I, I, as Oscar mentioned at the beginning, he supported the club when, you know, a couple of FA Cups, you know, kind of like a if they get a good cup run decent season right and mm. to watch this football club like beside me sort of from behind and then overtake us by a long you know by a long long stretch 
And at the time, like for me, it's come so quick. I know to you, Oscar, you're probably thinking, you know what, you wanted it in 10 years. Yeah, blah, both. Blah. Quick and but long like, at the same time. To, to think like, you know, certain years go fast. Let me put it that way. Like it's been a lot of years, mm-hmm. but the years do go quick. And it's just a bit like, you know, Roman Abramovich came here with one with one thing in mind, one agenda in mind was to win it all. And he's now officially done so. Um, and yeah, of course, the Club World Cup. For me, I think it's, it's I would love to win that tournament. I, I know there's a lot of criticism about it. I know a lot of European teams or, you know, European fans don't really even give it that much attention. But I'm sorry, like, if you're playing the, the Champions Leagues of each continent and then, you know, the winner of that wins, I'm, that's that's huge. That's massive. So for me, I'm just like, look, I mean, look at that. It's just decoration. Do you know what I mean? That's just decoration. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you know, I'm, 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 you, you can barely even see the Champions Leagues. They're just hid, they're not even hidden, but it's like you, what you're seeing is that FIFA World Cup one, the Premier League titles, and then the FA Cups in that front row. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable, man. And look at the managers you've had as well. Top class managers, all of those. Yeah, for real. For real. It, it, it's easy to say that Chelsea are firmly... Uh, the third biggest team in England, like wow, in terms of history in, in terms of history and transfers. Yes, by now, besides wow. Liverpool, Manchester United, I'll say now they are. I'm I'm not gonna lie. There was a there was a Twitter space today that I saw, and it was uh, Chelsea versus Arsenal. Who's the bigger team? And I went in and said Arsenal is the bigger team. I still think Arsenal are, are a bigger club than Chelsea. I think I still po- think popularity wise, yeah. But when you get to this point. You just have to actually ask this question. My my like brother, the, the football is Chelsea. Yo yo, bro. Once you get you got two Champions League, bro. We ain't got one, bro. I'm sorry, bro. Yeah, but you know, at the, at uh, the end of the uh, day, yeah, yeah. Frame for me, titles is a lot. Yeah, I don't know how many Chelsea have got, but no. bro. Yeah, Oscar. Do you know how many titles Chelsea have in total? We've got six, so there's there's five on your screen right now. That's in the no. Roman era, but we won one league title before that. Not league titles, sorry. I mean trophies altogether. Because what, oh, what's, what's given the reason why Man United and, and Liverpool are normally obviously the top two? They've Liverpool have actually won the most trophies in England, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So yeah. they, they, there's a massive argument there, whereby you'd say actually Liverpool's number one over Manchester United, even though United have 20 league titles and Liverpool have what 19. 19, yeah. But Liverpool have five Champions Leagues. Was it six now even? So, you know, so I, I, I argue that Liverpool is a bigger club than Manchester United. That would be my argument because, A, they've got more trophies and then they've got more European trophies to boot. Okay, they're one league title behind. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Yeah. Am, I, am I just going to wait one year? I still think Arsenal is bigger than Chelsea simply because Arsenal have more trophies collectively. I know those European ones, though. I can't ignore those. I mean, four European titles and then one world title. I mean, it's... It's hard well, to argue okay. against. It's let me hard. let me let me go to some of the comments real quick. Boss Landis says uh, Arsenal are thirty one, Chelsea are now on twenty seven. Um, welcome, welcome Lola. She says if it's purely based on the cabinet, it's Chelsea. If you don't have a Champions League, it's long. Um, Arsenal have more overall trophies, but Chelsea have the European big boy. Uh, Boss Landis, just says, stop there for a second, just for a second, because uh, you know people like Villa, Nottingham Forest, Celtic, they've all won Champions Leagues. Well, called different names back then, but they've won the big European. Yeah, cups. the European Cup. Yeah, you wouldn't no. say you would never put those any of those clubs bigger than Chelsea or well bigger than Arsenal, who've never won the Champions League or even the Europa League. We've only won like the cup with like, the European Cup Winners Cup mm. and and the Fairs Trophy and stuff like that. So you would. How never many put, times? How many times have you won the Cup Winners Cup? Ooh, it's a great question. I've, I only know of one time. 
Chelsea have won that twice. I think you got to find like a, a difference in terminology. So you say who's a bigger team. When I think of that, I just think of like a sheer numbers in the fan base. Maybe yeah. you could say that Chelsea are the greater team than Arsenal in history. Maybe just in recent history of winning things where Arsenal are undoubtedly okay. the bigger team. Oh, actually, no. Sorry, sorry. A, a better thing would be to say is Liverpool, when you just look at sheer numbers of trophies, they might be the greater team than United. But even I can sit here and tell you that United have a bigger fan base than Liverpool um, globally. Mm. It's in that, not by a huge amount, but it, it's significant enough to say it, I think. See, um, for me, I, I don't take the fan base as, as part of it, in, in okay. all honesty. I, I, just because fan sizes change over time who knows what it was like mm-hmm. when Forrest were winning the league and yeah. whatever else like mm-hmm. that could have been a big thing and it's the, it's the fact that you know fans can change sides at any moment in time the trophies remain it stays yeah. there and, and so, I think so go on, I think go on, what, sorry what works in Chelsea's favour in terms of that fan size thing is Chelsea are, are our success has come in the age of the internet so more people just have access to our success. When Arsenal were winning their first four or five league titles, it wasn't a worldwide event. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we are we are naturally going to gain more fans now than you would have back yeah. then. I think I think and, it, I think, and I and I think Peter to to back up on your trophy thing. I think it depends on the trophies as well because we can say, for example, uh, Villa and Nottingham Forest they both won Champions League. but the actual trophy cabinet in terms of that is not com- it's not comparable. To everything. So when you add everything together, it doesn't amount to what a Chelsea does or what an Arsenal does. Even though being in the Champions League is a big thing, the mm. big thing. Um, since then, between seventies and now, that's a good 30, 40 years, and no big things since then. I think you have to include that as well. I think a big a big part of Chelsea's uh, recent success and just becoming a bigger club is that their recent success has coincided with the internet era. And sure. uh, and the the global reach of the Premier League, like just in my lifetime, I just turned twenty six. I've watched the Premier League come from something that was kind of a niche interest in the U.S. sports viewership, and now it's huge. Mm. Now now it's huge. I, I could count on one hand how many people I knew when I was ten years old that watched the Premier League. Now I know at least fifty people in real life that are into it. And of course, Chelsea being a, a having their best period ever as a club during this global boom yeah. of the premier league that's huge and i can tell you right now in the u.s market chelsea are a top three team undoubtedly it's it's wow. it's it's liverpool united chelsea arsenal a bit close behind that i just know quite a few chelsea fans and the that's support's cr- big that, that, i mean it, it makes sense but it's, it's just kind of crazy for me to hear because you always kind of frame it by what you knew to be big when you were a child yeah. So mm. you, when, you know, I grew up when Arsenal were the third mm. biggest team and it wasn't even close. So to hear that, it's like, it shows how far we've come as a, as mm-hmm. a team. But some of the some of the comments have got things to say. C1 says, Chelsea have the European heritage. Taha says, they Chelsea do. have the African fan base. All the African kings come from Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> that is just funny. Uh, oh, we had Carnu in it. We had Carnu. Come on. <laughs> says uh, the type of trophy does play a part in the conversation. Um, For sure. Yeah, I didn't realize the margin was that close, twenty-seven to thirty-one. I still thought you lot were way back, but bloody hell! Because yeah, we've fallen it, it, asleep at the world, bro. Right? Yeah, we have caught up very, very quickly. The thing is, though, what you know, the the bit. There's a bitterness in my tongue whereby, you know, I look at Chelsea and I just think, for goodness sake, like, you know, we brought it all kind of thing. And, you know, when yeah. we're 
rock up, you know, and just start winning league titles. And I'm sure Man United are thinking, hang on a minute, what's going on over here? Newcastle is next. So the, so the people who, who are like 18 and 20 years of age who are watching Newcastle being relegation fodder um, every other year, all of a sudden in, in five years, 10 years time, they're going to be looking at that team like we're looking at Man City, you know, three, three or four years ago. So it's just, it's football is such a strange one. I agree that it's definitely the type of trophies for sure, but 13 titles and the most FA Cups, I don't think it's anything you can shirk. Um, um, Lola says, put it this way there was a time when Spurs had the most FA Cups. I've never heard Spurs being lauded as a big cup <laughs> until Poch came. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's, that's such a good point. That's an outside the club type club. If you, if, you, if you get what I mean, you know, it's super interesting though, because some guy in the athletic just made a case that Spurs have are the most valuable club in England right now because of the success of their new stadium. I found that so hard to believe, but apparently mm. the, the argument was like mathematically sound. It's the business side of football. Is so strange. I don't understand. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous. I think we would, we would, you know, Arsenal in 2009, 10, we're up there with Madrid and Barcelona in terms of oh, value oh. because the Emirates was was like still newish at that time. Yeah. Oh yeah, and we're talking about a, you know we're talking about a billion pound stadium at Spurs. You know, no doubt, no doubt. And, that's, that's, that's that's and on the flip side, uh, in 0910, Liverpool were going to administration and they were bought essentially for yes. free. So yes. they, you know, it's crazy yeah. how fast things change. I you mean, yeah, even even yeah. Chelsea bought for a pound. Crazy exactly. times. Do you know what I hate about crazy. that? Own- what I hate about that 09 sort of 2010 era is that because when when Chelsea came and started becoming this, you know, this big juggernaut, it was at the time where the likes of Arsenal had to sell everyone at stake just in order to stay afloat. And then Man City came out of nowhere as well. And so we were we used to just fight between us and Man United, which was doable. But then to fight against Man United, Chelsea and City, we just thought this is a joke. And then Liverpool, you know, they, they got it together. They just started using their brain. Because they've always had that, you know what I mean? They just started to use their brain, and then all of a sudden, nice. You know, now they're good to go. Um, I, I just want to touch on Evan's point, because you mentioned about uh, Tottenham Stadium, and obviously Arsenal have redone their stadium. I think what's a big reminder for me of who Chelsea are is the fact that when I, when I first started supporting Chelsea, I went to Stamford Bridge. I go to Stamford Bridge now, and it's the same place. Like, it's the, mm-hmm. everything at Chelsea has changed. We are exponentially a, a way bigger club than we were before. Our players cost way more. We're a better team. But Stamford Bridge still looks as it did when I went there and I saw Eidegger Johnson starting up front. Do you know what I mean? So, so is it, as someone who's never been there, like, is it kind of like Old Trafford in the sense that it needs a fresh coat of paint or is it just old? Like, is that is that just... Stamford Bridge, um, Stamford it's, Bridge for me, it's old. It, it, it's old and it's tiny. Like, oh, so is it just is it just small? It's like it's not. It's, it's small. Okay, it's not. It's not it's super small. old because it, because the stands were redone in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, they get they get updated. Yeah, they got but, updated. Yeah. So it's, it doesn't feel like you're in some old relic of a place, but it's really small. It's cramped. Like if you oh, go right. in the upper tiers, the where you go to get a drink, I send Peter a picture every week when I'm at Stamford Bridge. <laughs> so I'm like, I you can't move. You're like in, you know, like you're in the, the train at rush hour. It's like that, getting a drink oh, at Stamford sure. Bridge. But then when I go to the Emirates, it's like tons of space. It's like a new thing. I'm like, I, I, I've heard the me. Emirates and the Tottenham Stadium are just incredibly comfortable. Like they're, it's just like space age stuff. Like I, I, I would you know really what? love to go there. 
you don't you as somebody who went to the Emirates more so as a as a fan beforehand, like you don't you take for granted because when you go to away grounds and then I realize hey, what is this? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, like, I, I will stand at a like, ground and I'll be like, I used to say it to Chelsea. Actually, I used to say it to Oscar when we used yeah. to go Chelsea, like Arsenal Chelsea games, like at Stamford Bridge. I'll be like, this is not. I, I can't believe this. This is Chelsea's stadium. Yeah. No chance. Yeah. Do you, Do you know, know what, what I mean? Me, so uh, earlier in the year, in that, that famous FA Cup game, me and Peter went to Nottingham for Arsenal versus Nottingham. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and we're in this stadium. Like, this is a '90s stadium. Like, this is a '90s Premier League ground. They've got Brian Clough memorabilia all on the walls, and I'm thinking, what? Like, how is this still existed in 2022? It's like it's crazy. Yeah. We, we were proper stepping in like historic patches. But you know what? Man- Manchester City, let me ask you this. They've got 28 trophies in total, right? So more than Chelsea. However, I don't know if there's any European sort of glory. Yeah, but to, they, to they won division. Sure. How many times they win division one? Like, what is that? <laughs> 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 they went down and came back up so many times. Sure. No, sure they dominated sure, sure. the championship, man. Come on. I'm not, yeah, but, I'm not having it. They won the LVD Vans trophy. Yeah, remember it, it is, say that the type of trophy always matters. Is there is there any impetus to expand Stamford Bridge or build a new stadium given yeah. the backing? Listen, they they they've tried. What do you mean, you mean given Stamford the backing? Bridge. Chelsea yeah, tried. No, they, they, they've, here, they've been trying to leave Stamford the, Bridge for the a reason. Minute. I feel like the reason Arsenal felt. Arsenal felt a pressure to build the Emirates because they had to capitalize on the golden era of their club and because they didn't have an insanely wealthy backing. So they had to, like Spurs, create, try to turn themselves into a big market team by creating a big market in a stadium. You know? And to be honest, I, I debate whether they should have built the Emirates or not. Um, it's, uh, but for Chelsea, there's no real... You can become a big market team just by continuing to increase your valuation of a club due to the backing. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. If, if, if Arsenal... If Arsenal had Abramovich, they could have hung out at Highbury for a lot longer. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, there's less... I I say this. It's because, from my point of view, because I don't live as too far from Stratford Bridge, it's the area. There is no space. That is one of the biggest... Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, it's... it's, First of all, London... no space. Yeah, go ahead, David. And it's a little bit political still. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A little bit. For Chelsea... Yeah, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think the UK want Roman building in England. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's a big deal a bit about, you know, giving up that land and stuff like that. But in terms of just the club in general, I feel like Arsenal needed to move. Like, yeah. Chelsea had a bigger stadium than Arsenal. Like, Arsenal have always been yeah. a bigger club than Chelsea. But Stamford Bridge was bigger than Highbury in... That, that was that's crazy. These guys went invincible, and the, we had a bigger stadium than them. Why? The catalyst, like, the catalyst for the Emirates move, by the way, was because in the Champions League, our our, our stadium capacity got reduced because I think it's to wow. do with advertising boards. So we used to lose like the first five or ten rows on each stand, so that ad boards could be you know very well displayed. So we went from a thirty-eight thousand stadium to like I think it was like I think it was around um, early thir- like low thirties. Um, late twenties, sort of numbers. That's crazy. So and you're then, t- you're taking an L on match day revenue for the games that should have the biggest. That's crazy to think about. Wow. Comfortable. Yeah. And then and, and then remember we, when you so moved we the games a, to Wembley. That was yeah. Horrible. We did a so we did it so we did a year at Wembley to see if we could afford to have that many fans at a stadium. And we used to sell Wembley, which was I think ninety one at that time. I think it was like eighty four in the old Wembley. 
And once yeah. we knew we could sell 84,000 tickets a game for a Champions League, then they said, right, bang. Because they built, they started building Emirates, don't forget, in 2001. One. Yeah, 2001. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're talking before Invincible, before the double in 2002. But the problem was, in order to pay for that stadium and to build that stadium, we, we, it was a sacrifice to winning football matches, which is, you know, so <laughs> where do I stand with the Emirates Stadium? I t- I, honestly, I'm torn. I'm torn in terms really? of should we have stayed at Highbury? Yeah, very torn. Because it's easy to say, every Arsenal fan will say we should have stayed at Highbury. Literally 99% of them will say we should have stayed at Highbury because they cared about the trophies and winning, you know, winning trophies. But then at the same time, we would not be half of, like you look at Arsenal now, it's still a huge club globally. Massive, massive and it institution. Doesn't, and, it, and it's not winning league titles. It's not winning European titles. So you can imagine if we only we did do this, if only we started winning, God, where would we be? You know, yeah. so... Where, um, Chelsea's, wanna... Chelsea, sorry, Evan, just to, lastly, Chelsea's issue with building a new stadium is, A, where they can, where can they do it? They've tried a few places and they're not getting planning permission. And they're having to yeah. move and, to different areas like, outside of, like, kind of their local um, their local hub. And they can build on top of their current stadium, but what they want to do with it doesn't, doesn't equate to the space. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we can't we can't build where we are because of the train tracks. So there's not yeah, train so I obviously I don't have any knowledge of the surrounding area, so that so it's so it's either a full relocation or nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, okay. and and the reason the reason the relocation is such a big issue is because of Taha's comment right there. He said uh, he said because of the waste man picture owners. Personally, I don't think they're waste men, but there's a group of people when Chelsea was going under. Um, what's the word? Where you going under? Administration. Administration. Administ- administration was not the word I was thinking Bank- of. Bankruptation. Like that same thing. We won't begin with R. Ah, it's yeah. going to come. It's going to come. Okay. But yeah, when Chelsea were, were in the mud and we're about to go under, uh, <laughs> they were looking for opportunities to save the club and the fans bought the pitch. So the fans clubbed together mm. and spent money into the club to buy the pitch. So there is a group of people who are Chelsea pitch owners and mm. they own the name Chelsea. So Chelsea Football Club is owned is owned by the Chelsea pitch owners, and obviously, if we move stadium, they will no longer be pitch owners. So Roman has to either strike a deal with them where they're okay with it, in order for us to say that we are Chelsea Football Club in the long term, basically. Mm, so they'd have to sell that. But those people were being stubborn. They were just like, no, we're not selling. We don't want to. We don't want to move from Stamford Bridge. Reminds, it kind of reminds me of when, like, uh, a third party owned Carlos Tevez's contract when he was at West mm. Ham. Remember that? Mm. It's kind of weird. <laughs> that is interesting. Um, but, yeah, to, to build over Stamford Bridge, yeah, you would have to talk to, like, the tube. No, it's, it's, it's like... That trade under. They, they can't, like yeah. That. It's long. It's impossible. It's, it's, um, Arsenal, by the way, Evan, Arsenal created a whole new ground, like, in terms of, like, just a place where they just yeah. got rid of all this industrial area and then just put a stadium on top of it, literally. So, oh, it's, so it, it wasn't like an empty lot or anything. It, yeah, no, they had no, to no, bulldoze. No. Okay, wow. A whole okay. lot. And, Evan, you know, have you been to have, London, Evan? Uh, I've just flown in and out. There's I've, literally okay. no space anywhere. <laughs> so, so you, you, you're you're either you're either building your stadium on the outskirts in a place that isn't technically London or you're bulldozing stuff that's already there. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. That's yeah. that's expensive. Yeah. And if you're bulldozing stuff, it costs you an arm and a leg. And the local um, the local politics, you have the civil engineers of the city that says it's not in the best interest of the city to have a ninety thousand yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that's a that's a and that's a problem here in the states, as you can imagine. It, it, like like yeah. so many so many teams, you know what I mean? Like the San Francisco 49ers, they don't play in San Francisco. They play in Santa Clara. Where's Santa Clara? You ask. Of course, you don't know where that is. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> guess what? There's no space. There's no space in San Francisco. Yeah. They can't build a stadium there. So the it, it's the same problems out here. You know. I don't know. Yeah. You know what's funny? Because I was, I was talking I, I, with somebody that, um, you know, the New York Jets and the Giants don't play in New York City. And I was, like, where, I was like, dude, where would they play in New York City? Like, where in, you know, where yeah. in Manhattan do you just decide we're going to plot? Yankee Stadium. You're going to get rid of knock down Yankee Stadium. <laughs> Go again. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? It's, it's, you know it's, it's mental it's like, and, and it's you know Liverpool I think Liverpool that's why Liverpool just said we're going to extend our stand because again Liverpool it's right in residential areas like yeah, it's literally I, 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 in the middle of houses like if they if they build any more they're going to have to buy people out of their homes so really Liverpool can only like they can only build into the Mersey Park or they can only yes. like build up they can't build in like 75% of the surrounding area it, they it, it's really it's weird the same thing in Manchester, so at Old Trafford, the issues are there's a giant train track next to the station that actually has mm. a station next to it. So you can't go that way. And then the other way, um, you technically can, but then you lose all parking. So where are the fans going to park? Where are the people going to go? Uh, you're going to have yeah. to get rid of the parking, man. You're gonna have to no, I was going to say, no, do you know what? Old there. Trafford's got a lot of land around it. Like, you can, do you remember talking about Manchester but, United well? You need to understand. <laughs> A lot of people drive to Old Trafford. I don't know why, but because we've got trams going left, right, and left. But yeah, but, don't I mean, take that away. but, but yeah, you, that you, away. Just, you just deal with it. You just deal with it. I think. Don't you take that away? Don't you have that stupid hotel okay with this That that is owned by Gary Neville. That's not owned by Mike. Gary Neville. Oh Jesus! So Gary Neville has a hotel. Actually, yeah, great. He has a hotel. That's him and him and Giggs, right? It's him and Giggs' hotel, isn't it? And Skull. Class of 93 is a disease, bro. Get him out. What the hell is that? They got hotels around the stadium. They yeah, they, they, they choose who the next manager is. Oh, it's, it's uh, Get him out. Gosh, we, will, we will talk about Man United a little bit later, man. I'm excited. But, um, yeah, no, we've just been talking about this for quite a while, so I do want to get to the comments. You know what? This has been a great conversation. It's I'm not going to lie. Conversation. It's, been, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been fluid, man. Big up Brandon Nelson. He's out here. Hey. Uh, Pete, he's asking you if you think uh, the Cronkay Super Team had one of the highest median salaries of 218 million winning the Super Bowl. Maybe he'll put some money into Arsenal. Listen, uh, we'll we'll get to Arsenal soon. We'll get to Arsenal soon. I'm hoping. I'm I'm hoping he was drinking, drinking that success. He, (laughs) yo, I need this elsewhere. He threw so much money into the team midseason. For those of you who don't know, he made two huge midseason moves. It was insane. Mind you, though, that that, that signing. Mind you, the signing of um, what's the coach called that they took from at the time Washington's team? Sean McVay. McVay, right? When they took him, I was like, okay, this is a because I watched the All or Nothing documentary when they just got him in. And I remember thinking, like, man. And by the way, that stadium that they used to play in was oh. rubbish. I mean, it's just. But awful. this new stadium is Dude. the nicest stadium in the country. It What's is the name insane. SoFi. SoFi. It's in a nice location in L. I've been there. It's Inglewood. SoFi Stadium. Did they did they have a WrestleMania in the stadium? Uh, they, they, they have everything year? in the stadium. You could have a war in the stadium. So nice. <laughs> next year. Next, next year. year is at SoFi Stadium. 
Yep, yes. I'm pretty sure I've heard them talk about that. I the the rumor has it the United States obviously has the 2026 World Cup. W- rumor has it World Cup's final is going to be at SoFi. Wait, wait, uh, wait! Wow. You, you you what? United States has the World Cup? Yeah, United States, Mexico, and Canada. Must yeah, North 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 America. North America yeah. has the World Cup. So apparently, this is this is where the World Cup final is going to be. Hey, that's, yeah. that's a great, that's a great we, do, you remember, do you remember when they announced it and I said to you, dude, we are going to Canada, America, and Mexico. Nah, dude, happening. come to California, bro. Yeah, you don't want to go to Toronto for a game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do, man. Nah, come on, dude. Come, come, to, come to the beach, bro. You can go to the beach before the game. It's nice. Where are they playing? They're playing in like... That giant Mexico arena that's like high in the mountains that has thin air. Dude, yeah, like, how does that work? It's gonna, that? Dude, it's, gonna, it's gonna be a fuckery because, like, like you said, the <laughs> elevation is so crazy. And I remember when Mexico had the World Cup last time, my dad actually went and he said he was walking around with all these British people who have never put sunscreen on before in their life, and they are just the most sunscreen. They're the most sunburnt people he had ever seen in his life. You know, all these, yeah, all these like early '90s English fans. Yeah, and those English fans back then, but yeah. They and by the way, like nice by the way, people. listen, black people, put some sunscreen on, okay? Oh, if you're for real. That will come, for real. Do, do, do me a favor. Ask California and it. Mexico. Don't think you can, you can, you can out black this. Don't think you can. <laughs> you can, you can BLM your way through Oscar. the sun. <laughs> like I'm, so, I'm, I'm so black. The sun? Come on, man. Get out. Of Oscar, I got sunburned in France, blood. In France, yeah, I remember, blood. I remember you, know you got sunburned, bro. There's, uh, there's, there's holes in the ozone layer above Mexico. The sun rays oh. are different, bro. It's like different. Like, <laughs> don't, don't, don't mess around. Um, uh, yeah, Lola's annoyed that we even made the connection. She said there's <laughs> oh, no link God. to the Rams and the Arsenal except Arsenal funding the Rams. Can, can I, I just say, say that? I, 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 said, I said it in the group chat yesterday. I said, oh, that Arsenal money, where it's gone, looks fantastic. I, yeah. love, I love how Arsenal fans are just like, hopefully he'll reinvest. It's like, how much money did you spend last summer? Like, remind me how much money was spent? It's a lot. Oh. Evan, thank you. Thank you very much for that comment. They they like to think they're on this FSG level of ownership. First of all, <laughs> it's different. It's different. I watched how much money you just spent. It's your fault if you spend it wrong. I'm sorry. Yes. Guys, you got to sell it. By the way, we... say we spunk <laughs> money, blood. Like, since 2017... It's been a it's been a laughing stock. We're a, we're in the three hundred million of transfer money. So it's not it's my, not even the transfer money that's the biggest crime. It's the contracts you hand out. That oh for me God. is the biggest crime. I mean, I that's mean, the biggest crime at Arsenal. I know what though. I, I, uh, they're rectifying it slowly. Yeah. Oscar, no, no. Here's the thing. No, we're not really because in in all honesty, can, all I, contracts... can I just clarify? We have now moved to the Arsenal portion of the show. Okay, yeah, let's fine. just let's fine. just go yeah. straight in there. Fine. But what I was going to say is that, um, you know, we're still terminating contracts because people cannot be paying those wages that we were paying them. Whenever we're giving, uh, you know, Kalasinac contracts are getting terminated for crying out loud. Kalasinac. So we're not, we're not, I don't know what it is. And I I don't know whether Arsenal are just, are the first team to be going for it and whether everybody else, because I think Premier League wages are definitely unmatched. So like, if, for example, if, if Chelsea... If, say Chelsea need to get rid of Alonso in the summer, and say we he's can't. still got a two-year contract. It's going to be bloody difficult to get rid of him. We can't. We can't. We his... can't get rid of Bakayoko, Alonso, Barkley. They're all on wages that no other club in any other country is willing to pay. 
Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so I, I, I genuinely that. think when I because when somebody was rinsing me about Arsenal's wage bill, and I said, Look, it's not good, but I don't think we're the only ones that are going to go through this. We're just the first acid test because I mean, I mean we, guys, we have had a we had a few 300 you know grand contracts going out there, don't get me wrong, but you know, you look at people. No clubs are going to be making money off their players like they used to. I mean, Chelsea was number one and, and Liverpool are brilliant at doing it. But the United's, Arsenal's, cities they're not going to be getting big peas for their players. They're definitely not going to be because those yeah, wages are going to be yeah, serious. Yeah. But, but listen, yeah, Man City is owned by country, yeah? And I warned man them about Newcastle. If they stay out, bruv, it's a wrap. We're done out here. But yeah. let's, stay with, let's stay with the Arsenal. We'll get there because they're staying out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bruv? Okay, we won the game. What are we to, what are we discussing, bro? Well, yeah, we, let's, 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 let's talk about this. Well, just before we go there, Lola's got a comment about the previous thing. She said Arsenal spent money. Sorry, Arsenal money spent is money Arsenal earned. Are people forgetting that Arsenal are the only club without owner investment? Please, please, don't pretend these owners are good. That, that, that's not that's not what I was saying, by the way. And to be honest, the, the Rams earn their money too. The, the LA sports market. Is huge. I was gonna say it is Rams, huge. It's bigger Rams. than London sports market by a significant Correct. margin. Yeah. So, the so Rams, are you saying are you saying that Kroenke just doesn't care about anyone? Uh, I'm I'm saying if if you think Kroenke is only investing in the Rams and not Arsenal, you're wrong. I think it, I think it, if you look at the numbers, it's pretty equal. And the the Rams earn money too. That is that is not an artificially inflated Kroenke project. They have the best stadium in the country that they consistently sell out. The ticket prices are insane. They make an insane amount of money. The LA sports Did market see? is obscene. Like, it's, yeah. You get to, you get to keep you, the cup. You get to keep the cup. Yeah, I see you too. Uh, you get to take the cup home. I don't buy it. I want, I I want buy the aluminium sofa. No, no, you see that stadium, yeah? You see, like, where I've got where pitch level. Bro, there's mm. seats. There's a special box area, bruh. Yeah, bro. All around the, t- bruv. Can you imagine, bro? It is Being the number the one stadium in the world. It's number one in the no, world. No, yeah, I, I have never been so to a stadium. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't think yeah. there's a better stadium in the world. Wow, I, I had no, no, no idea. No, no, that, that, I had no, no that idea. Fake. That it, it's it, it, it insane. Showing, they were showing tweets of people off the roof. I said, what is this? Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's book those fights, man. Next year, oh, Kelly, let's go. Let's go. I'm coming, man. I'm coming. Oh, dear. The thing is, yeah, like when, when, oh, I'm dead ass. The thing is, yeah, like when, when, when stadiums are built and whatever, I think America's got one of the best like infrastructures in terms of like architectural buildings and whatnot. So when you look at a place like Tottenham and you look at a place like say Arsenal and whatever new grounds are there, maybe those two. You're, you're you're quite wowed by it. You're like, wow, this is an amazing stadium. London Stadium as well. But then you go to America, like Dallas, you look at the frigging Cowboy Stadium and you look at Atlanta Falcon Stadium. Then you look at the frigging Rams. Yeah, it's man. a joke. Brandon, These guys Brandon, are pissing on us. I will go on record and say that the most of the best college football stadiums in the United oh States yeah. Ab- absolutely shit on... Clear. I mean, yeah. Oh, my God. The, so oh, many of the college stadiums are nicer than like the NFL stadiums. It's crazy. You know what? I've got a colleague at work. So me and this guy, he's he, he's, he watches like Tennessee college football. And we literally just salivate because we work in like the facilities department kind of thing at our, at our job. And we just salivate at training um, arenas, like your facilities, your your different, whatever it may be. And we look, we, we don't even care about the NFL. We are knee deep in the college stuff. And we're like, how can they have such a big 
you know, uh, big facilities over here for a college team. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Bro, You're absolutely got, right. Uh, they, got, they got them man there that um, alumni is, bro. But they, the whole... They the whole the please, bro. They're spending But you have to think about how NFL works, really. The whole thing is from childhood all the way up. Like, they invest in everything yeah. to make sure that college football, that you can go straight into professional teams and get studies. So it's all ingrained in the whole culture of America. But I wouldn't say that the stadiums that they're building out there, so mm-hmm. if you look at two prime examples, Real Madrid and Barcelona, their new stadium, when it's done, my gosh, it'll, it'll compete with them. Completely oh, I'm well. not sure. I'm not sure. Have I'm you seen Madrid's stadium at the end? Bro, I couldn't Madrid, believe that. Madrid is literally just building on what they have. They need to not... Have you been to Madrid, by the way? Have you been no, to Real Madrid but the stadium? thing is, have you seen Dude, the progress They not. They're not. They knocked they need, half of it down. They need, well, That's why they Guess what they need to do? Take the whole well, lot off. Because that stadium But have you seen the finished garbage. product? I'm just have saying... You seen the finished product? What I'm saying is, they need to do what yeah. Tottenham did. They I flatten think... White Hart Lane and then rebuild. Because the burn That's what they pretty much guys, did. Have they, though? Have they, I look at the Look at the finished product. Like, that stadium said to be made. Uh, the yeah. When I was... Uh... When I was talking to Liverpool fans who went to the Champions League final in 2019, the year we won, so many, so many of them said uh, the Metropolitano at Letty's Stadium was better than the Bernabeu. A oh, lot of them, the wonder, uh, the wonder, it, 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 the it, it was, it was newer. It was more comfortable. There was more space. It wasn't claustrophobic. Yeah. If you're sitting high up, you don't feel like you're about to. If you take one wrong step, you're falling down to the pitch. Like and that's the they thing. Said the Bernabeu, the Bernabeu was so yeah, steep in the upper tier. It is a steep then, stadium. But the, but the wonder, the Metropolitana, what is lovely. I, I was there for the Europa League semi-final when we went out. But yes, it <laughs> was a, it, I think it's, it's, in fact it was the same year you went to the final. The same year you went to the Champions League final. Wait, what? So we, we played Atletico in it, but and you remember when I showed you the um the trophy cabinet of Real Madrid because I went for a tour at the Bernabeu, then went no, to the game that night. To, oh, so you went to okay, yeah, okay, right? That makes as, sense. As, yeah, as, no, as actually, I'll always I, do. <laughs> do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I'll, I'll always go to whatever Crazy. ground is near me and I'll go for a tour there because yeah, Madrid but, had just had just lost to Bayern Munich then that night and we went for a tour the next day. And then Metropolitana was the other one. Was the mm. next was the day, literally the day after. Real Madrid beautiful stadium. stadium is going to be brazy, says uh, SW6. Adrian <laughs> says uh, Camp Nou is like 90k right now. Yeah, but the Camp Nou is old. Camp Nou is old, man. Camp Nou is old. When you go in there, you're to like... Rebuild it. They're trying to rebuild it as well. 100k at a football stadium. It's, I, it's I can't a, imagine that. It's silly, though. <laughs> like, you, you, when you get to... When, once you get over 70,000, it gets silly. Like, what are you really like, seeing? I can't see. I think I think OT is an exception in terms of what you can see because you can see wherever you sit. Where? And it's still over 70k. Yeah, the old trap. You can see what you can see. Chris. Thing is, yeah, you've you, you been San Siro, right? You've been San Siro. Oh, and, and, yeah, I've been San Siro. But San Siro. Like that's what you said. 70, it's over 74. No, what I'm, I've, I've, yeah, but like San, no, yeah, San Siro is like eighty, right? And I'm eighty k. You can see, I can see clear. I was not. Right? Listen, we were in the gods yeah, when we played AC Milan in the Europa League. And I, honestly, <laughs> gods, we bro, and we were walking and walking for hours just to get to our seat. It was just, it was. Uh, just you, did, you, you did, you did, the, you did the spiral oh. thing. Yeah, to then find out there's a lift. <laughs> I was like, oh, for goodness sake. Yeah, it's an absolute stinker. Um, Baraka says, Oscar, come down to UGA for the game day experience. It's crazy lit. What does UGA stand for? What's UGA? University of Atlanta? Bulldogs, oh, UGA. baby. 
Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Yeah, Georgia, bro. Oh, Georgia. Okay, okay. Yeah, man. Next time I'm in the States, man, I'm coming. We need to do a top four States tour, man. No, this is... See, American American sports, the culture is different. It's just like vibes, you know? Let's go tailgate. The tailgate is vibes. Oh, my God. Where's the Premier League? The Premier League. Let me tell you, when I'm watching the Premier League, I'm about to have a heart attack. I'm away at Turf Moor, and I'm shitting bricks where's where's american sports i'm like this is vibey it's not the postseason yet this game doesn't matter go warriors you know what i mean yeah. it's just so no, yeah it's, Evan, it's way chiller it's way chiller and it's probably every better weekend me. every me, weekend me, uh, me and peter were in dc weekend. and we went to see dc united play and then we, like our family were like yo we're gonna go to the tailgate first so we went to this tailgate, and we're like, this is almost better than the game. Like, you, you, went to, you went to an MLS tailgate, and it was better. Than, yeah, that's insane. I'm sorry. That's jokes. Listen, that's, uh, that's, how, that's how you know. No, so, the tailgate was lit. The tailgate was amazing. It was crazy. It was I'm, waiting crazy. For, I'm waiting for an NFL one. It is pure vibes, though. Yeah. Good um, time. The thing is, I think I don't know how you find it, but I always find it. You thought you meant Uganda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I did. Oh, I did. <laughs> Yes, bro, <laughs> so when he said UGA, only, I was like, yo, you got The only yeah, reason what, I know it is because Barack is always tweeting about UGA, so I assumed uh, it, yeah, was, he's, he's it was... from cool. he's from Georgia. Hey, speaking of great stadiums, uh, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in, in ATL Ooh. is a close second for best Fantastic. stadium in, in the States. Fantastic. I mean, I, I, I said second. two top three. I literally said the top three. SoFi, Dallas, and, and, and Mercedes. Literally, those are your top three. Um, uh, Brandon says, check out Northwestern University football practice facility. It's amazing. Oh, and and that's, not, that's not one of the biggest close football teams. I can't wait. Listen, I'm knee deep in these facilities. Thing, what's it called? These videos on YouTube. I'm knee deep in those. So yeah. the more the merrier. Northwestern. Yeah, man. Yeah, Northwestern. Right yeah. up down there. Check it out. Uh, speaking uh, of Northwest, uh, speaking of Northwest, we need to head Northwest. Oh, we're not done with Arsenal. We still haven't really... We, still I mean, really, we, didn't, we didn't even really talk check, Arsenal. We didn't check yeah. on, <laughs> on Arsenal yet. Um, guys, I just want to ask a quick question. When you get a yellow card, how you, how soon are you expecting to get the next year? <laughs> 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 hey, Mike Oliver was on smoke, blood. I couldn't... Guys, guys, guys. I watched this game. I watched this game with my dad, yeah? And you know I love Martinelli. You know Martinelli's my guy, yeah? Mm. So I see him hit the player, yeah? And then my dad's like, ooh. And he runs and takes out the second player. And I said, dad, that is so smart. He says, why? I said, because he's only going to get one yellow card. And I was like, what do you... He said, he said, what do you mean? I said, well... He's just hit him twice. It's all happened in one move. He's going to get a yellow card, whereas he would have got two. The, the next thing no. I know, the ref pulls out the second yellow. I couldn't believe what I Man, saw. I'm going to be honest. That's a great call. That's a great call. <laughs> I'm sorry. He, he, I'm no, sorry. Just... It's a great call. It's Lola, a great call. Says, Lola says, let's talk on Oliver. Let's talk about it. That's great refereeing, Lola. The, 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 on, there's, there's, listen, I, went, I went and I looked online to see if Oliver was bending the rules into some weird gray area. He's not. He's completely within his rights to call. give a player two yellow cards just because they happen in one flowing move. Like on, it's, it's the right call because just because the ref's playing advantage because it ended up being a good throw-in does not mean Martinelli is protected from getting a second yellow if he commits a second yellow offense. Like, and there's absolutely nothing in the rule book that prevents two yellow cards in a short span like that. Nothing. I don't think anyone can even argue that they're both yellows. Yeah. They're both clearly yeah. yellow card offenses, right? 
but it was just yeah, red. Yeah, both yellows. Mine just went papa <laughs> and red, bro. Now, now to, to, to be honest, I only watched the highlights for the game, so uh, Lilo's exact, talking about Oliver's performance in general. I can't speak about that, but just on the incident, it's a great call. Like, what can you say? Yeah, she the said right they call. talk about it being two yellows because it's the letter of the law. How many tackles in that game were yellow cards did he not give? So I guess it's the consistency rather mm, than the, mm. the decision. Oh, this is Mike Oliver for you, bro. The, the only thing I would say, though, is this. I think Mike Oliver made the... the he, what he was doing, he was being like a job smith, if that makes sense. Like, it was like, this is job my job, smith. this is what I do. Yeah, like, you know, like, <laughs> to the T, right, of what he needs to do. And the thing is, though, if, if something is a yellow card, right, the referee plays on if he thinks there's an advantage to the, to the team that's been fouled. And I don't know about you guys, I didn't really think there was an advantage as such. It was just a break, right? Um, but... You know, it was one of those where if, if Martinelli knows he's getting a yellow card in the first instance, he doesn't make that second one. And I think it's the, it's the idea that cause what you said, Oscar, like, you know, dad, he's not going to get a second yellow. There's no way. He's yeah, gonna, I thought it was smart. One. And so and I think that's what Martinelli probably thought as well. Like, yo. you know what? Fine. I'll take the hit. Let me just. Guys, I was down. I was like, yo, AD chess. I was like, yo, that's a big play. I would have I said the same thing because Martinelli <laughs> is banking on a gray area interpretation of the rule book. Sure. That's what that's what he's doing. He's banking that Michael Oliver is not going to be literal letter of the law right now. But he was and he's absolutely in his rights, especially if yeah. it's so egregious. You're literally pushing someone taking a throw and then it's yeah. the most professional of professional fouls three seconds later. Yeah. So what do you, yeah. Yeah, it, it was straight out of the um, the Guardiola school book of, of bring, said just bring man down. You know what I mean? Just make a professional yeah. foul for you on a break. And the truth is like, you know, here's the truth of the matter. Arsenal need to get their <laughs> discipline in order. They need to get it in order because this is getting farcical. So I said, then Ola Wellington, I'm playing chess too. <laughs> you know, the, know, the truth is, we need to get a grip, okay? Because what is it? Five yellow cards, uh, five reds now in, in, in 2020, 2022, right? And Mr. Mr. Arteta has got 16 red cards. At the end of the day, we have a disciplinary issue. We do. Whether we like it or not, I'm so sorry. We have 16 red cards. And our coach is meant to be what? And our coach is meant to be what, Peter? A disciplinarian. But he's from the school of he's from the he's from the school of Guardiola, who is, by the way, this is this is classic Barcelona Busquets in his day. This is classic Fernandinho in his day. This is classic wherever you want to take it. Every I think even on the All or Nothing documentary of Man City, I remember Guardiola saying, like, you know, if we have to bring him down, bring him down. So it's, was it's it like that in Bayern? I'm trying to think. I don't know. I mean, Bayern, he probably he won the league in March. I, I doubt that was the case. You know, he, mm. this, this, uh, by the way, the Bundesliga, this is a, this is an unpopular opinion, is a joke football league. But we'll move on from there anyway. Um, <laughs> Peter, is there a PGMA conspiracy? I think he means PGMO. No, there isn't. There isn't. We, we, we went unbeaten, by the way, with these with referees, with referees in England who were still not that great. You know, David Ellery, Uriah Rennie and all these people. Right. We went we went unbeaten. At the end of the day, the destiny is in your hands, as a as a team, as a player, and whatever else. I'm a sh I'm just a sh um, I'm just shocked that we're not addressing this problem, you know. Um, and how many times have you noticed us playing with ten men? I how many how many of the how level. many of the red cards have been controversial? Because I'm thinking about that one. Yes, uh, the other day, I do, I think that's a great call from Oliver. I like I said, I'm I'm thinking about Jaka against Liverpool, uh, and Partey against Liverpool. 
Those are clear, yeah. clear double um, yellow and clear red card offenses. Lola I, I says so. Arsenal definitely have poor tackling, tackling discipline problem. But I need you, man, to look at the actual fouls Arsenal get red for. Um, Lola, give us some examples because she says that Xhaka has never been sent off for two yellows. By the way, it's always right. So yeah, Lola, give us some examples of ones that were dubious because all the, the ones one, I'm thinking of this season are blatant. Were, were fine. Blatant. Yeah. The one um, that ang- the one that angered me was Gabriel kicking the penalty spot because I thought to myself, that's you're just being anal. Do you, you catch my drift? <laughs> yeah, the, the the Gabriel one when he when he when he brings a man down on the halfway line, a yellow card. Okay, fair enough, I understand it. Mm. But the penalty one, I thought, come on, obviously, you know, Zaha missed so, a, missed a penalty the other day, right? From yeah. from like a, a terrible penalty spot against Norwich City, right? And the real question that has to be asked is, what the hell is the pitch not not you know it's not in good top condition no, there? Someone Why? scuffed it. Someone's blatantly scuffed it, right? And I'm I not know. saying that those are not yellow cards, in my opinion. I, and I, as I, said, oh, as I, to, as I told you on, but as I told you on that day, he was bait, Brank. Yeah, he was. He was too. He was bait. Don't be bait about it. Don't, Don't be, be bait, man. Um, Lola says, "I remember Eddie got a red card, uh, a VAR red card for a tackle, and the same tackle happened in more than one game, and those reds were not given. Was that was that the Burnley game? It was no, no, no. It was the it was, I think it was. I think it was Leicester." I think it was Leicester. He goes into he oh, goes in horrible. straight into someone's shin. Literally, he's come off the bench yeah, and he's been sent off. Two seconds, two seconds on, on and off. Literally, I think, I I think it was Leicester. The, the, the collection of players that are getting reds is so crazy. Like he's talking about Eddie and Ketia, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's just exactly. random. Martinelli, that's random. Jaka, yeah. you would expect. Partey, you would mm-hmm. expect because they're expected to put feet in as as midfielders. But these yeah. are random players to get reds. Like, I can't lie. Yeah. Gabby, Gabby just moved mad. Yeah, no, S- SW6 agrees with you, man. He says, mm-hmm. you got to ask why Gabriel's kicking it so obviously. But yeah. I mean, we, we can we can speak about this all day. But the other issue, sorry, just lastly, what I'm noticing is we, we're getting quick. You know, obviously, Martinelli's case, he didn't even know he had a first yellow. But when we get one yellow, the second one is at a lightning bolt pace. When Xhaka got booked, I just sat there like, oh, for flip's sake, come on now. And Partey got booked. And, as, and, and even Gabriel got booked at Wolves, right? So we're picking up yellow cards by the dozens as well, by the way. And it's just a bit like, oh, to, to, get, to get these, like, grab them by the neck, hold them in the dressing room, and to just stop messing about. Yeah, when, they're going to cost yeah. us points. When Partey got sent off against Liverpool, he'd been on the pitch for ten minutes. He was a sub, right? Oh. He got sent off in the space of fifteen minutes, no, like, no, right? No, 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 no. He was a sub. Yeah, he was uh, subbed on. Yeah, because he was he was coming back from Afcon. He was like yeah. a seventy fifth minute sub, and he got two yellows in fifteen minutes. He, he landed two hours before he the, before he oh, That's just shocking. Why is he playing? I'm Why sorry. Is he playing? Um, Dude. L- Lola and, says, and uh, by the way, by the way, we we got rid of three. How many midfielders did we get rid of in the, in January? Yeah, we need insane. them. Um, yeah, the the comments are going to lead us back to where I want to go. Lola says, "I've seen Oba being pulled back from a run on goal and got a uh, centre back got a yellow, but then uh, I'm sure Gabby did the same thing and got a red." Um, but 100%, Arteta needs to get this team to be better at the dark arts. They're currently not good at it. However, switching back to the football, um, SW6 says. Big, big win against Wolves, though. Um, but, but my takeaway is we're not getting top um, top four unless our striker is striking, bro. And and Lola tells us that lack of booty is us. We're not doing <laughs> it, bro. His miss. Where, by where, the way. Is, where are our goals gonna uh, come from? I wanted to throw something at the, at the screen uh, because when he missed Peter. that chance one on one, I mean, and the thing is, nobody had nobody had any money on him scoring. Nobody. Mm. Nobody had any no, money on him scoring. You didn't believe it, did you? 
No. Why did you not throw the brick? Because even I was annoyed. Because you know what? Do you know why I didn't throw the brick, Robbie? <laughs> the honest truth is, is because at the end of the day, Arsenal have a plan. They want to get a striker in the summer. They were trying to get him in January. It didn't work out and they didn't gamble. Now, <laughs> what Liverpool did with Van Dijk when they tried to get him in the summer, they said, listen, we're not going to go for another defender. This is the man we want. We're going to go for him in six months' time. And then they went and got him and the rest is history. At the end of the day, if Arsenal have got a plan in terms of what kind of players they want to recruit, I'm happy to wait and see that plan come to fruition. I don't want um, them panic buying players. I don't want them yeah. doing anything ridiculously stupid. Because by the way, we are known for panic buys. Now, Adrian, you need to slow your roll. Adrian <laughs> believes in Arteta, guys. Adrian he does. believes, man. He does. He's, he's a big he's, Arteta he's, guy. He's an Arsenal fan. He's an Arsenal fan. He, he it's his team in London, isn't it? It's his uh, team in London. I, I like Arteta too, for the record. You do, yeah. Anything. I, I listen. What is it? What is it you like? Is what, it, maybe what it's a him? Liverpool thing. You and Adrian are just. Uh, no, no, I'm not trolling. I actually do like him. I think you know, although Arsenal got smoked at Anfield again, uh, the the difference Thanks. in Art when Arteta took over versus the difference when they came to Anfield this season, I'd say. It's substantial. Like Arsenal physically matched us for 45 minutes, and it was difficult to play against them. As as, as difficult of 45 minutes as we've had. So I, I on the pitch, I, I see the uh, I, I see the improvements, and I just think when I look at Arsenal's squad, it's so haphazard. It, it, it's the players signed by three different sporting directors in four years. There's three different managers recruitment still in that squad. I think if you stick with Arteta long enough and let him have the first and final say on everything transfer-wise, inevitably you will get better and more consistent. It's just kind of how it works. You, like, you know what? I feel that way about, you know, like when I look at United and Tottenham, I feel like, do you know what? They need, they need to go through the same surgery that we're going through. At the end of the day, we're going through surgery and there's going to be like moments where we're going to go up, we're going to go down. If Arsenal don't make the top four, I'm not mad. I know the gap is wide open. And I know like United are doing everything they can to throw it away. Tottenham Hotspur, again, the, the same. Mm. And I don't think uh, Wolves or West Ham are good enough to make the top four. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? We're in our, we're in our own lane, but everybody's trying to drag us into everybody else's lane. And I just feel mm -hmm. like, look, let's just, let's just roll. I told people at the start of the season, get your seatbelt on. We're in for a ride. So, you know, and it's, um, to, to, to go between now and the end of the season with the squad that we have is madness to me to a degree. And especially the strikers that we're talking about here, the strikers we've got. I mean, my goodness. And Mill Smith throws our top goal scorer this season. I don't know how many 90 minutes he's done um, this season at all. So we're going to need people like the midfielders, the wingers. They're going to have to be scoring goals for fun because Lacazette and Nketiah, they will not get t 10 goals between them between now and the end of the season. They People play. forget how difficult it is to get into the top four in this league. And guess what? It, it, it only, it's only going in that direction. It's only getting harder. Newcastle, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. West Ham emerging as a force to be reckoned with. Like, it's only getting more difficult. But, you know, I'm sure we'll get to people's chances on the top four in a second. But I just want to say it's hard. People forget that. It's difficult. Yo, someone's microphone Mad. is mm. Mad. Who's business. It? Hey, hey, um, hey, that's not me. I'm on mute, bro. <laughs> it, it, it's gone now. It's gone now. I don't know who it was, but it's gone. Um, Lola says, Eddie still hasn't gotten a prem goal. Laka still has less goals than Aubameyang. It's fine to wait for the striker you want. When your options are this shocking. Uh, yeah, look. It, Lola, well, hold, hold up here. Lola in the summer was, was turning her nose up at Tammy Abraham. 
She's now <laughs> dying for a striker. I can't help but laugh. I he's can't. good, right? I just I don't get it. Tanya he's good. He's good. <laughs> Um, on my life, I'll be shocked if Laka scores more than three goals this season. He has handsome tax, but even then, that can't help him. Be gone. <laughs> I was going to get into that. Is he handsome? I mean, I thought I he, he's it. a good-looking guy. Yeah, I think so, man. I think he's got the. Uh... <laughs> okay, Gabriel is a level is level on goals with Laka. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Like it's gonna. I, I kid you not. For us to make the top four, even at this stage, even with what's going on, we need a miracle. We need a miracle. David, um, what's your thoughts yeah. on, 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 on the Arsenal, the Wolves game? Um, we've got Brentford on the weekend and Wolves next Thursday. So what are your thoughts? I don't know, bruv. It's prayer and hope, isn't it? Hit and hope that we get enough goals. We've still got to play Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham. Oof. I don't know, mate. Those are our games in hand. <laughs> That's the thing. When we talk about games in hand... Uh, it's Liverpool, away at Stamford Bridge, and away at Tottenham. Not good. Not good. And then... How do you say that? We've not played you yet. No, we played you. Oh, we still got Man United. Ah, oh, for flip. Not That's the Emirates. We haven't I said, played it. I said games in hand. I said our games oh, okay, in hand. Okay, 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 okay. I think I was like, I've not played most of the By the way, not, Robin, Robin, we will dispatch you at the Emirates this season. Let's make no mistake about it. When you look come mm. over to North mm. London... They'll be sweating Ronaldo. This is, what? this is why, this Gosh, is why Peter, you get too gas, bro. People love okay, ruining. We, they love you. ruining our season, bro. I'll see, David, I'll see you. I'll see you. Don't when worry. Are we playing Man United? I think in April. I'll see No, in May. I'll see you in May. Don't this, worry. Peter, <laughs> don't worry. I'll season, see you in May. You have not learned. Your, I mean, I learned my lesson, bro. Amazon Prime, all or nothing is coming. It's primed for Arsenal for me to get let down. <laughs> oh, jeez. I forgot about that. Yes. Oh wow! David, Arsenal are not losing to Manchester United at home this season. Not this Manchester United. All right, they're not. All right, I, I, I wouldn't be so confident. Lola, that. Lola, you're my witness. I've warned him. I don't want to see him huffing and puffing. <laughs> the, the, Lola says, "PR, you love making these statements. Can you leave it, please?" You guys are all my witnesses. I've tried to warn him. I, I, I've watched Manchester United draw with Southampton, draw with Burnley, which, by the way, I predicted both times. We have it on record. We have it on wax. I predicted two draws for Man United. The truth of the matter is this, though, yeah? Anything can happen. It is football. I agree. But listen, I'm going to stick my neck on the line. I'm going to tell you guys, this is how confident I feel against playing against that lot anyway. But I didn't say we're going to make top four. I'm just saying. Anyway, um... Anything else on Arsenal, David, before we move on? I literally Cronky, said anything else Cronky, on Arsenal. Cronky, Cronky is not going to invest in this team. He spent too much money in LA. He spent almost a billion pounds paying off St. Louis because they sued him for thing. No money's coming anytime soon. David, we're going to spend the bag in the summer. Remember right. I told you. Okay. Where are we? February 14th, Valentine's Day, yeah? Mark it. We're going to spend the bag in the summer. Valentine's you watch. Um... Where where do we want to go next? Can we go to Old Trafford since we were talking about Manchester United? I don't yeah. have an issue with that. Hey, talk Another draw. Okay. Talk to you. Oh, oh, can I can I can I ask Robin a question or make a statement at least? Oh, um, Robin, on this podcast, yeah. yeah? I've noticed yeah. something. I've noticed something. I did, I did a bit of research in my mind about the stuff that's happening in the past year. I've noticed, yeah? When it comes to other teams, 
Robin has a lot of vim, a lot of energy, and his points are straightforward. Yeah, cool. he, told us, he told us. He told us Newcastle United are not staying in this league this season. He told mm-hmm. us that, right? No one asked. He just gave okay, us that information. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm still going. Oscar, I'm still going. Oscar, I'm still going. Let, me go, let me go. Let me go. Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. I'll allow you to respond. I promise. I promise. Mm-hmm. He told us Chelsea are losing the Club World Cup. No one asked him. He just volunteered that information. Yeah. He told us that, um, well, he put players on watch. Some of them have been right. Some of them have been wrong. You know, the, the Jack the Jack Grealish one. I thought it was a bit contentious, but you know, it's come, you, you're very forthcoming with your opinions on other teams. However, when it comes to the mighty Manchester United, if I ask you, are they making top four? You're, you're stuttering. You're, you're, you're sitting on the fence said, and you can't make a decision. I so I need you to tell God's me. Grace. I said it oh, twice now. Was it by no, God's, God's grace now? But, but it was Newcastle. It wasn't I, God's grace. This guy, Peter, you've asked me two weeks now. Have I not said by God's grace? Robin, <laughs> listen to what Oscar just said to you. Listen to what Oscar just said to you. I'm going to respond to Oscar. I'm going to also, Oscar. And also, by the way, in terms Robin. of Newcastle, no, wait, Peter. In terms of Newcastle, you, you were talking to me. Screen. What's the matter with this guy? Put, you put me on the big screen for Newcastle. You want big oh, screen? Well, we're going to talk screen. about Newcastle later. Do you want to talk about? You want to dive into it now? I was no, because you responded. So I say I might as well talk about it now. I mean, okay, fair enough. Cool. Cool, cool. In terms of Newcastle. I tweeted, I may have to concede, um, what do you call it, regarding them going to down this season. Now, I, the top four, whoever, whoever was on the top four count said, with the, the asterisk, an apology. I like it because I was like, ah, 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 So, ladies and gentlemen, Ooh. me, Ooh. Robin, Manchester United fan, is here to apologise. And he's wearing to PSG. Absolutely nobody. I'm not allowing <laughs> anyone today. Are you crazy? Let's not sit here like we all thought suddenly because they spent money that they're now going to stay up, which they are. They I spent the money at the very end that did. However, when I kept saying Newcastle were going down, look at the drop that they were given left, right, and center. Even Peter conceded towards the end before they spent the money because they weren't spending the money let's not talk about let's not talk about like let's let's, let's not sit here and say like I was speaking something that was trash against Newcastle I wasn't I'm speaking the truth they were garbage they spent money they spent money and now and now they're better than Norwich they're better than Watford and they're better than Burnley fair enough I concede that they're not going to say that Am I going to apologize for what I said? Yes, Hell you have no. to. I, I, Hell I told you. no. I told you I'm that. Not I'm not doing that. I ain't apologizing for nobody. I ain't apologizing for that. And that is that on Newcastle. So you, uh, you, you, you need to help. You this is Newcastle. Can I just go back to the beginning? My point was not about Newcastle or the individual. No, no, you can say you can say Newcastle are going to go down. I ain't got an issue with you saying he's wrong. My point is, look, but we all be wrong, David. We all get things wrong on this podcast. Yeah, and I apologize. We all come on the thing and apologize. My point was, my point was. The energy that you have in making predictions for all these other clubs, I would love for you to make a prediction about your club. When when Abdi is coming on here, where is Abdi? I need Abdi here now. When Abdi is in the comments, when Abdi's in the comments, Man United are going to win this game. Man United are going to win this game. We've got Southampton, Burnley, and Middlesbrough. We're going to win all three. You refuse to make a statement. 
But when it comes to Newcastle or Chelsea, you're you're free with the statements about this team's gonna lose, that team's gonna lose. I just wanna I just wanna know your stance. Are Manchester United making top four this season? Yes or no? I don't want a fence. I don't want I don't want a god. I don't want a scripture. I don't want, you don't want a god or a scripture. As ah. from you right now. From oh, you right now. This is worse. Don't give me a proverb. Don't give me uh, <laughs> don't give me none of that. I wanna know. Are Manchester United making top four? Yes or no? Hey. He's got splinters <laughs> on his bum. I'm telling you guys, he's got. No, I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking at. The, I'm looking at the table. I'm just looking at the table. Who's <laughs> there? Who's got one? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it is still by God's grace, and I'll stick by that. <sighs> however, <sighs> however, <sighs> they won't make it okay. unless it's a miracle. <laughs> They won't make it unless it's the absolute. Who, who's making it, Robin? In your opinion, none of you deserve to make it. That's my actual point. That's not the question. <laughs> By the way, whoever finishes top four deserves to be there. Let's not do this. Thirty-eight games. If you finish fourth, you deserve to be there. Yeah. However, yeah. Yeah. who is but making anyway, it? In your opinion, I think we are out of all of you. Wait a minute. What? Think, you just you just said. <laughs> He's confused. He's confused. But like I said, like that's what I mean. When it comes I to Man United, Robin's head now, is now listen, Robin listen to Boris Johnson. That's Oscar, what he is. Oscar, now listen to what I said. Your head is scattered when it comes said, to Man United. Unless, unless there's no miracles, unless there's no miracles, we're not making top four. Oh, oh my I'm God. a man who believes in miracles. Oh, miracles. So... This is a guy here. Whenever man, a, a madness happens, he goes missing, bro. You're not getting a straight statement. We're, like we're in different guy. kits. Oh, we're guys, in different guys, kits and that. He, he told us in November Newcastle were going down. Yeah? He told us yeah. last week Chelsea were losing the Club World Cup final. But when I ask you about Man United, I, I never think... get a straight answer. I never uh, get a straight uh, answer. You know, you know what's crazy, Oscar, is, is you asked for a yes or no, and we got the longest maybe I've ever heard. Yeah, SWC said it. Yeah, that's a politician's answer right there. Did you have yeah. a party? Yes or no? <laughs> Did I have a party? <laughs> I wish I had Robin a party. Said, Robin, said if, Robin said by a miracle they will make the top four. And then when I asked who would then make the top four in that case, you said none of us deserve it. Out of us, it's Manchester because, United. What's no, going no, on here? Because, you know yes. why, Peter? Because I looked at who was in the top four and I was like, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. You're not make it. I just don't know if Dan says. I don't know who's going to make the top four. That is true. I, mean, I, I can't sit here. I can't sit here and say Arsenal's going to make the top four. I don't think they will. I don't think Tottenham's going to make the top four. Yeah. I don't think West Ham's going to make. But I honestly do not know. Okay. Okay. Well, let's so, yeah. let's let's get back to the football because it's clear. Anyway, I can talk about Man United because I've been playing this team. Yes, I've been midweek, playing this team for weeks draw, now. We can draw. Um, so, what are you drawing games? Oi, if you guys saw the group chat last week, you remember when I said I need to find ways of getting rid of Mike Dean. That guy annoyed me. The right, referee. The, first the refereeing. You know when I sat there, I said we should be 3-0 up. And I tweeted it. I said, no, we should be 3-0 up here. And it's going to be 1-1 and it's going to cost us. Lo and behold, Harold Maguire um, has costed us that old three games. I now, I sat I there and I was like, you know what? I'm really annoyed you, Maguire, but you're not the reason, we're not the reason that we draw the game. 
Yes. Because let's be honest. No, I'm saying the referee for that specific game is reason. It was a perfectly fine header from Varane. Pogba's goal went in. Fair enough. And excuse me, since when does an own goal become an offside? Since when does that happen? A clear own goal has become was an offside. An own goal? It was an own goal. It was a clear own goal. Yeah, it was chalked out because someone else was offside when they weren't. So I'm thinking, we should be free and up right now. And knowing us, and I said at the beginning, if you start Harry Maguire, you start 1-0 down. Because lo and behold, not only in the Burnley game, he got twisted up throughout the whole of Southampton game, it cost us so many points. Don't you, don't you just have to be affecting the play in some way, shape, or form to be considered offsides? Isn't that the only barometer for offsides? Right. So we could be offside. It depends on what the situation is, really. Well, yeah, it's, it's all situational. But 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 yeah. if 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 he's affecting the play, then it's offside. It doesn't matter if it's an own goal. No, but he wasn't. That's the key thing. For the own goal side, that was just completely he, the own player. I can't remember the Burnley player kicked into his own net, and we all flagged up offside, even though no one else was near by him and no one touched the ball. Listen, anyway, I'm a, I was I'm a, that. that. I'm Maguire real quick. I do have to say, people love to say that like the Neymar transfer has like completely screwed the market and inflated everything. Harry no, Maguire, ha- Harry Maguire for, for 80 million British pounds has completely messed up the British center back game. Like Tyrone Mings is a four- Tyrone Mings is a forty million dollar center back in, in the in this in this market that Harry Maguire has created. Like that's insane. Joe Gomez apparently wants wants to come wants to leave <laughs> Liverpool this that. summer. Look Joe Gomez that. Joe Gomez, a guy who hasn't really played for Liverpool at all this season, coming off one of the worst injuries that the Liverpool medical department has ever seen, I'm not coming to the table for less than 50 million because of the Harry Maguire transfer. Like, I'm sorry. Like, look at how much Ben no, White went no. for. Evan, like, you know what? And Evan, Every- I agree with you. I, Evan, I agree with you. I said, I literally sat there on Saturday. I said, you know what? We have to do an Arsenal and just cut our losses. Just cut it. Because it's just an L. It is Robin. a major L. Major, major L. There's Evan. nothing you can do and think that we've we've spent 80 million on probably one of the worst defenders we've ever seen. And not alone worst defenders. He is our captain. He will go down on the history book as a captain of Manchester United, whether we like it or not. And that is one of the biggest L's this club has ever taken. What do we do about it? We just have to cut our losses, take the L and move on. There's nothing else we can do there. Robin, your your football club is pathetic. It's as simple as pathetic. that. It's a stupid, <laughs> stupid, <laughs> pathetic club. Perfect. And Evan, yeah. Evan, by the way, Manchester United always do this. In transfers, they're the ones who kick the market off and Pogba. everybody's getting bumped. Everyone gets bumped for players. They you get know, right, their yeah. right back costs 50 million. Their left back costs 30 million. The centre half you're talking about costs 85 million quid. Paul Pogba, who they had in their academy, who they got, who they let go for free... Bought for 90 million quid, and guess what? He's going for free yet again, okay? I don't want to hear talk about Neymar transfer because I look at Man United every single time and I say, you absolute farce. You always keep bumping these stupid transfer windows because as soon as Man United spend dumb on a player, like you said, Tyrone Mings. First of all, where does Villa have 40 million to waste on Tyrone Mings? That's the first question. You know, honestly... I I, I just don't get it because I got... When United got Maguire... I got cooked on Twitter for saying Joe Gomez and Joel Matip were both significantly better than Harry Maguire. I got cooked for saying that. Now it's common knowledge. Now, now it's like the, the most obvious blatant statement you could make. Yeah, and I'm sorry, this, this is the peril of buying center backs from further down the table. 
Like Harry Maguire pinged a few passes, pinged a few 50 yarders for Leicester, headed the ball out 12 times a game, and he's an 80 million pound player. Come on. The Come day on. Manchester like, United signed him, I was on here on top four podcast rinsing it. Yeah, you rinsing were. it. You day were. one. Because I said, what on earth? Because because he came from Hull and Leicester. Oh, we've got another Andy Robertson on our hands. No, no, no. Andy Robertson, first of all, cost seven million quid to Liverpool. He's so free. A big, a, oh, was he free? Here's here's what here's the crazy thing about Andy Robertson. Two days after we bought Andy Robertson for seven and a half million, we sent Kevin Stewart to Hull in the other direction for seven million. Who's Kevin Stewart? I don't know. I forget. I couldn't even tell you. I, I don't remember what his face looks like. But he was basically free. So. Yeah. It, it, uh, day, listen, day one, I remember because even people like Ernest was trying to say, you know what? Like, let's see in it. Let's see. He's not bad. He's not a bad defender. Let's have a look. He is utter garbage. He was not good enough. <laughs> he was not good enough. To, that's the thing, in it? Like, in my head, when I look at Oscar, you see me, yeah? I'm very harsh when it comes to the Chelsea's, the Man United's, um, and whoever else of this world. Liverpool and, and City always do a good job, so I have nothing really bad to say about them. But when I look at Chelsea, when I look at, uh, yeah, Chelsea and Manchester United, I look at in disgust because I'm like, hang on a minute. You guys are like, the real deal you're supposed to be, but you're never behaving like it, right? Mm. And Man United have are now going five years. They were talking about five years without a trophy. Never mind the league. Forget about the league situation because next year is ten years. Next year is mm-hmm. ten years that they haven't won the Premier League title. It's it's I honestly. But the thing is, we can't keep singing and dancing about how Paul Maguire is. Who keeps picking him? Why do they keep picking him? Fair enough, you bought him, and then somebody walks in and it's like, look. It weren't me that bought that player. Why are you picking him? Why is it your because, captain? Why we couldn't pick him now? Because our defenders aren't available. Listen, I, get, they, go, go to Carrington. Yeah, the you, lot big up. you lot big up Carrington so much. Go bring another centre-half from there. Uh, how? 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 When was the last time I talked about defenders from Carrington? Let, let, let me know, just say, how, players talk about how their play, their, yeah. their youth system, and whatever else is the best. They got the most players playing in the Premier. Oh, give a damn. Anyway. Go bring it. Go bring me the centre half. Oh, bring him over. Anyway. Give it, give it, uh, anyway. given the given the quality of centre back that's currently at Manchester United, how Axel Twanzebe just spends time out on loan when they'd be better off just trying to develop him than trying to make Harry Maguire work. It's gotten to that point. No, yeah. that was Anyways, a, that was a crazy I, thing to I, say a few I, years I, ago. I will be very annoyed if he, if he starts tomorrow because I've given the benefit of the doubt that he has to play again. Uh, Lindelof, Lindelof, and Bailey aren't there. Lindelof just came back, and now Bailey's back. I said, "Listen, he needs to not be back on the pitch. It is fairly simple." But yeah, um, Peter, your, I can tell you the, the, fr- the frustration. Your freelancer manager. What about him then? Because he's not gonna, he's not gonna listen to what you're saying, even though every every man and his dog knows that he shouldn't be in the in the starting eleven. But he's gonna pick him. And it's one of the very. Do you know what? Though? With him, I don't get it because he he does some things. I'm like, you know what? I back it. And then he does things. I'm just like, why? Mm. So it's just like why? It's a, it's an annoying thing, annoying little things. But yeah. United United is a mess. Do you know what the, it is a man, you know and that's when I keep. That's when like, when you can keep asking me how I feel about can make top four. I look at it and I'm like, we can, but will we? I can't. I can't confidently say yes, we're gonna make top four, but I can't say that we're out of the running. So that's why I can't give you like a full on answer just yet. It's I mean, even, by even, if, even if you say another mm. club, if you, even if you say another club, it doesn't mean that you're out of the running. But yeah. the thing is, though, when Man United recruited Ralph Ranick, what did you recruit? You rec- what you're getting is exactly you, what it says you, on the tin. You, 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 you recruited the someone. Here's the thing: as soon as Oli got fired, 
the aim was to control damage limitation. That was the overall aim because it was already a mess and trying to control that mess all the way until the end of the season was not going to be hard. It wasn't going to be hard. It was going to be hard for any manager because we are an absolute mess. There's so much dross and so much drama that's going around the club that to try and damage limitate that is going to be a hard job. And I won't say that he hasn't done anything or he has done something. There is some sort of things happening. But it's too late, if that makes sense. It's way too late. It's the to, wrong appointment, Robin. He's the wrong man. Why can't we just say this as it is? Why are we... This is the thing I can't stand about teams like Manchester United because it's all slow and dull and it's just... We're going around mm-hmm. in circles and we realise, by the way, you've got... This is your third interim manager since Sir Alex. It's your third mm-hmm. interim manager. Ralph Rannick is not the right appointment. Oli Gunnar Solskjaer was not the right appointment. And guess what? We are going to watch and see why he's not the right appointment. Why can't they get this right? Why can't I, they actually use their heads? I think I think I think I have an answer. To, to, to be fair, I, I think what we're seeing. I think what we're seeing is the perils of letting a manager be your be all and end all at your football club. Like Wenger and uh, Sir Alex managed everything: transfers, recruitment, training, team selections. They were the biggest and one of the only voices in the room. And great, if you if you have someone who's has that magnetic force to them and they can do that, fair enough, let them do it. But this is the peril of not having any type of checks and balances. Like, for example, Klopp had to be talked into signing Mosala. Like there, there's that type of there's there's a healthy balance you can have at a club where your sporting director is just as important as the manager. So I think when when someone like Wenger or Sir Alex leaves, you're left with this gigantic chasm because they were running everything. Forget that they were really good at their jobs. They were in charge <laughs> of so many things that like people like, like I think of Liverpool as a bunch of cogs working in this like pulling in the same direction. When I think of like Sir Alex and Wenger at Arsenal, I think of one giant gear spinning the entire thing. You know what I mean? It's yeah, so yeah. hard because United and Arsenal are having to rebuild their recruitment. They're, they're having to rebuild everything from the from the ground up, and so that that's the peril of having someone that big. And I just that don't big. think you. I think I think United, to be honest, I think they're they're a franchise. They're not really a football club, but they're kind of just like a, a brand. You know what I mean? Like it's very commercial. And that's mm. I think that's what Sir Alex was saying towards the end. Like he got the he got the feeling that the the Glazers' leadership was headed that way. So it's tough. And the thing is, right? Like you're spot on with everything you've said there. What yeah. I can't understand is why is it all of us in this room can select better managers? Each each of Manchester United's appointments, really and truly, you could turn around and say, okay, we could have done better with this guy. We could have done better with that guy. Like every time. They recruited a new manager. Somebody else that was available was better at that time. And actually, I, I, you know, I commended the Jose appointment because I thought they finally got it together. They got their heads screwed on. They've got somebody who's a serial winner. And if you, the thing with Mourinho, I, I always argue is that you have to, one has to bow. Either he bows to the club or you bow to him. And if he doesn't do that, then you're going to end up in cahoots like the way they did. And at the end of the day, people like Mourinho will look, you know, we look back at his time, for example, finishing second. And you're just like, okay, is he is he was he right all along? And that shouldn't be the question we should be asking. We shouldn't be here. How how United didn't throw the bag at Potch? I have no idea. For oh, me, oh, for, by the way, he's he's not good enough, Evan. Don't worry, he will be there in the summer. He's not good enough. Well, my, my maybe word. maybe there was a time where he was good enough and he was in his groove, in his bag as a never, manager. Never in Peter's mind, though. 
I treat Poch the way I treat Brendan Rodgers, for example, in the okay. sense that when they're at the clubs that are a bit lower, they do well to overachieve with those kind of teams. You then put them in the deep end, they don't swim. They don't mm. swim at all. I mean, Poch lost the French League title. We cannot let this go. He lost the French League <laughs> title to Lille last season. Off the season though. He came in November, Oscar. I, th- I think I think the PSG job, to be fair, I think that's a bit of a poison chalice. I mean, to be fair, Tuchel flopped by their standards there too. You know what I mean? Like, like, I mean, it, it, like listen, it is, I, mean, it is, yeah. I mean, Tuchel firsthand, you know, the sporting director, it's toxic. The players run the club. It's clicky. These, these are things that are like widely accepted as fact. So that, that job's a, a poison chalice. It's like, it's like the Harlem Globetrotters, you know what I mean? It's not a real team. It's nothing. <laughs> not, not a, it's not a team yeah, going on over there, you know what yeah. I mean? It's. But then I, you, I, but then, I rate Poch, but I think Poch is just represents one of those options, like you said, Peter. Of everyone can see that there was better options. What like, makes what what makes Poch? You know, with Manchester, you know, PSG is a poison chalice. I'm sorry, Man United are, <laughs> are rotting in that direction. So surely, Maybe, uh, what he's doing, mm-hmm. what he, you know, it might not even be Poch's fault. In all honesty. But mm-hmm. if he goes to Manchester United, look at what he's had to do, what he's going to have to deal with. No, I think the, the 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 time and place for that move to happen has come and gone by three or four oh. years. Don't get okay. me wrong. It, okay. it would be an outdated move at this point because you could argue Poch has lost his groove and United have descended further into whatever the hell they are. So, yeah, I see I, I'm I saying see that at the time... Poch would have been better than Ole. Poch would have been better than Mourinho. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Hindsight 2020 and all that. Um, Abdi <laughs> says, Oi, keep Hopscotch Poch away from my club. Exotic Brendan Rodgers. <laughs> if he comes, I'm done with this club. Oh, he would be the best manager you've had since Ferguson. Behave. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a Poch advocate. I don't care. Really? Uh, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big advocate. Poch advocate. Do you know what's funny? I, I, I turned into you, a Mourinho advocate, and yeah, I think yeah. he's the best manager they've had since Fergie, and and, and he's got the trophies to. to he I mean, has he's, got a couple trophies. he's he's definitely the highest. He's he's the biggest name that they've had in there for they, sure. They got, they got a European trophy and a League Cup. Even at the time, you could say Mourinho's a bit of a the shelf life on Mourinho had expired a bit at that point. You know what I mean? There there was that argument at the time. But, Do you know what? I would have agreed with you. It's, it's just for me, when he came back to Chelsea the second time, I thought, okay, this is here, here we, here's the beginning of the end. And he won the league the second season. I said, nah, hang on. I can't, you know, but, you know I had to, put, says, some res- I had to uh, put some respect on his name. I just similar, had to. similar to what you said about um, you give him the money, he, he knows what he wants and he can go and get it. But he did want Harry Maguire for Manchester United. So there's this and that. We don't know. Uh, wait yeah. there. Before you carry on there, Oscar, wait there. Now, listen, Maguire and John Terry can never be compared. Never at all. The thing with Maguire, no. though... as I in compare them. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. As in, the thing is, when, 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 um, when Mourinho had, like, slow defenders, for example, defenders that didn't have pace necessarily, and we see, you know, Maguire turns like an 18-wheeler, right? The difference is, like, for example, somebody like John Terry could tackle to, for his country... You know what I'm saying? He was one of the best defenders, if not the best, the Premier League has ever seen. And I think with the likes of Maguire, remember what he had before Maguire, though? Remember what Manchester United centre-halves were? One always had a broken arm. Marcus Rojo. A a ravaged Marcus Rojo. And a a guy who couldn't couldn't stop having arm injuries. How many casts did Eric Bailly have on his hand? God knows what he was getting. No, no, remember, it was Smalling. Smalling. Mike Smalling. Mike Smalling. (laughs) Oh dear, but yeah. Anyway, he hasn't again anyway. I feel their best manager since um, Fergie for yeah, me is Mourinho. 
Abdi says uh, the best manager is LVG. He doesn't care what anyone says. If he'd stayed for another four years, he might have done something. Um, LVG had Paddy McNair, Tyler Blackett in the man. He won an FA Cup, got us top four. The only problem was the style of football. Yeah, but he also had Van Persie, Rooney, Falcao, Di Maria. And it yeah, wasn't. I respected. I respected it, like, he was front loaded. He was definitely front loaded. Three, three, three of those four players were finished at the time, to be fair. Um, Rooney, yeah. that's that's, Rooney. that's an that, that's a expired Rooney. I mean, the, the for me the for Sir Alex's biggest. Let me, let me biggest... cook, Evan. Evan, let me cook. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Let me. Now I'm joking. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. The, I think one of Ferguson's biggest uh, accomplishments as manager is winning the league by like eight or nine points in 2012, 2013, and then within six the months that that, that that squad looked washed within six months like that that's the crazy is, like we were arguing i remember i think i was saying it to Ernest. like how have man united won the league in 2013 i was like how have they won it this year i will never forget that season we oh, that season was a joke livid because we were like this team is just not good it's just not <laughs> yeah, a good they team s- they suck and uh, no, was it 81 was it 81 points was it 81 81 oh. points, guys come on and the they dominated first... the league <laughs> yeah that that ferguson's just insane <laughs> insane I don't want to neglect the comments because they're talking about a couple of players. Um, before before there was a lot of talk about a certain man who's, who's moved on loan to Everton, Donny van der Beek. They're talking about why why Ralph never really took to him. Um, right now, SW6 is talking about um, Rashford slander. Uh, see what, sorry, Lola said uh, Rashford has been shameful. I, I'm watching the Manchester United versus Southampton game. I put in the group chat. Guys, Marcus Rashford, we need to talk because he had a horrible game and it feels like he hasn't played well all season. Um, his decision-making is, is atrocious. He gets into positions where he has the opportunity to to decide something, to, to take the game in his direction. And he just he goes for the same little punt every single time. Like the knuckleball cross in towards yeah. Ronaldo. Yeah, <laughs> he's not making the right choices, and he's not—he's not tracking back either. It's hey, Oscar. It's scary. Can I can I can I plug something? It's scary. Now, just because um, Rashford's been brought up, can I plug something very quickly? Tomorrow night on the Top Four podcast, we've got the Premier League stats. There's something interesting on Marcus Rashford. That's all I will say. Okay. Okay. What time? Six is that p.m. Dropping? Let's let's do six p.m. What time do you, what, what time do you make it drop? What time do you want it to drop? It's ready. You it's might want you might want you might want you might want to drop it at some because annoyingly we're actually playing tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah, drop it, drop it, drop it at five p.m. Mm-hmm. If, if it's already if it's already five p.m. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's loading yeah, into the de- into the database as we talk. Okay, so yeah, new content for you guys tomorrow. Five p.m. Um, tomorrow. But yeah, uh, the Marcus Rashford thing, it, it's getting yo, to the David, point. David, 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 yo, 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 yo. Oh, he's got his headphones off, so he can't hear us. David is the sound. Yeah, he's the sound technician of this podcast. He doesn't have a clue what's going on sound right. Lola, he unmuted himself to make noise. Why did he... Lola, Lola... You, we you can know. hear you, bro. He says what? Whatever you're doing is making you're rubbing your mic. So I had to pick it everything up. My headphones, my headphones died, cuz. Sorry, bro. Um, Lola says, see R. Kelly out here crying on the pitches if he's starving. The brother's missing chances of blaming everyone. I don't know about all that. I don't know. Oscar, question. Uh, every everybody. In fact, a, a, a question for oh everybody here gosh. and in the comments uh, and in the that comments, comments section. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> how su- are you surprised that Manchester United have the highest xG this season in the league? Peter, I preached it last week. Put no. the ball in the net. 
We no. created, we created chances. How different would we be looking at United this season? How, how different would we be looking at it in this situation? Because I'm very, I'm flabbergasted. I, 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 to be honest, I don't. It doesn't change my opinion of them. They, they were a top-heavy team at the start of the season. How, how they've justified going for Ronaldo and paying him that when they so clearly needed a holding midfielder is just insane to me. That's just absolutely insane. I mean, well, the amount of times we could be here all day. We could the, 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 the amount of the amount of times Man City have pump faked United into making stupid purchases is truly impressive. It's fantastic. It's like it's like Man City are like, oh, we're going for Fred. Oh, we're not. And United swooped in. Oh, we're going for Maguire. Oh, no, we're not. I swear, Man City do this intentionally. I swear they're pump faking <laughs> United into making stupid purchases. Uh, yeah. But, even yeah. even the um, Ronaldo one, isn't it? <laughs> the the, the, the one, Ronaldo one is is the ultimate example of that because honestly, United would have been better off caving to whatever West Ham wanted for Declan Rice. They would have been much better off. They can you know, afford it. They can afford it. I, I think they'll go for him in the summer. I think they'll just look at the name and just go for it. I I I, 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 I don't think that's happening personally. I think West Ham are just going to price out everyone. I think I think Declan Rice. No, wants Chelsea. here's the thing: Manchester United will pay over the odds and again ruin the transfer market. I guarantee you that. Right, Rice wants Chelsea. I think he, he prefers. He, he, Chelsea he's for dying sure. for Chelsea. He's, yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he was, he was, I, and I, th- I think I think Chelsea want Rice as well. To be honest, yeah, they do, they do, they do. I, I think I think Chelsea want Rice. But I think what time's the issue? Uh, I think what time's the issue that transfer? No. But I don't know. Chelsea and Manchester United, if they want to get Rice, he's there. Trust yeah. me, West Ham have nothing to say on this. I'm with, you, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I'm with Chelsea you. will pay. He's, you, he's not. He's not signing pay. a new. De- he's not signing a new deal at West Ham. They need to get rid of him this summer to get the most money for him. It, yeah, exactly. it's it's going to be an auction. Right. It, there's. I'll be also an say this though. I'll also say this as well. In terms of most XG, guess who's made the most saves in the league this season? David De Gea. David De Gea. So it's this is a real weird Manchester United side because on one hand you could think, well, they could have a hundred goals by now. I mean, their first half FC, we all know this. But then also, Peter. they could concede 100 goals right now. Peter, no, you're, I mean, you're, 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 saying, you're saying the same things I've said for the last week. Put the ball in the net and stop playing the bloody captain. By the way, um, what, very whilst, simple. whilst we're on the topic of Rice, like you know how um, Harry Kane did that interview and everybody went really, really mad. Um, C1 says Rice is doing up prime Nicki Minaj for Chelsea. He did his interview with... Um, with Harry, oh, Gary Neville. With Gary Neville. Yeah. Harry Neville. How funny is that? Um, but yeah, he's just, he's, I love the overlap, by the way. You watched it. Fantastic. You watched it. Fantastic. I, I, I didn't fantastic. watch the full thing. I watched the 21 questions thing. Oh, it's fantastic. He just, he just, oh, he blatantly is just like, look, I grew up supporting Chelsea. I loved it. My family's Chelsea. Like, everyone's Chelsea. He said, I'm a Chelsea fan. I, my idol is John Terry. Like, mm. he's, he's coming to Chelsea, man. I mean, well, you know, look, let's... <laughs> We can't, we can't, because he got a lot of stick for it. And I thought, well, hang on a minute. We like footballers being honest and open and saying what they, you know, what they thought. He used to say he, he wanted the 26 on his shirt and then went for the 41. And so, you know, like he, he, he's just living dreams that us man would live if we were playing football. If I was, you know, Liverpool's goalkeeper, right? I'll, I'll let them know. Oh, by the way, I, I, I'm a diehard Arsenal fan and grew up that way. Paul Merson's a Chelsea fan. And yeah. he's been a Chelsea fan his whole life, but nobody. He's, was, he still is now. It's not. Still, oh, he is. He, he got, he's a season ticket holder at Chelsea. Yeah, but yeah, he's. You know, it, but everybody still respects and yeah, loves him yeah. because you know when he played for his club, he bled for that club, regardless who they were. Mm-hmm. You understand? And and Declan Rice is doing exactly that, and he's at a pivotal moment in his career, where the next move. This is a big move for him. So 
Mm-hmm. He could either sign that he can sign the thing at West Ham, but then he's looking at if Chelsea ever knock my door, my God, d- just don't even tell me how much the money is. I, I'll just sign. Just tell me where to sign. I think I think the, the the appeal of Rice for Chelsea is I think Chelsea are sort of weighing up the numbers and what we're, yeah, there's going to be there, 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 there's going to be an auction for Rice but there's also going to be an auction for Shuameni and I think they're saying mm. I think the auction for Shuameni could easily get up into Rice money that it we will. would have to pay so mm. let let's get the dude who's an established Premier League player there's there's there wouldn't be any sort of like cultural like integration that would have to happen like I, I think rice is actually a more appealing option for chelsea than shuomeni he was from your academy oscar wasn't he yeah he was an academy let him go. Chelsea. we let him go at 14 um 80 million for uncooked um, rice are yeah, you serious SV, SV, well, <laughs> the, amongst chelsea fans it's a real polarizing topic why what's polarizing he's really good there's no no but, but here, here's here's what i've learned about playing playing rice right, you know Here's what I've learned about Chelsea since uh, I started talking to Chelsea fans this summer. I've never seen a more divided fan base in my life. Half half, half of their fan base, half of their fan base thinks that their top three Ballon d'Or podium finisher should be playing in Serie B. Like it's it's insane. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. Like, I wish I wish they, I wish you see I wish you saw our fan base. It's a war zone. No 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 it's no. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. Don't, don't get Chelsea's worse. No, Chelsea. Here's the thing. I, I, in in this group chat that we have, we have a pretty fair representation of all fan bases, and I've never seen anything like Chelsea. It's it's absolutely insane. Like half half of them think Jorginho should be playing for Crotone. Like it's 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 no no no. That's that's the thing. And they're Uh, dead serious. They're dead serious. The thing with with the thing thing with United (laughs) fan base. Yeah, facts. The thing with Man United and say Arsenal's fan base, they are all arguing grey situations, right? Like grey areas. Whereas a Chelsea fan will say Jorginho should be in Serie B. I'm sorry. We, we, somebody needs to get their heads checked in because that's one thing I yeah. learned about being like on some spaces and I heard Chelsea fans talk or when Oscar goes on like certain live streams with Chelsea fans and I sit there in disbelief when I, what, I'm, what I'm hearing about Callum Hudson-Odoi what I'm hearing about um, uh, you know Jorginho what I'm hearing about some players I sit there like you guys don't know your 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 bumpy elbow. I don't want to touch on Chelsea for too long, but you have to understand we are a club in which last season our top goal scorer was our deep lying midfielder with seven goals, all yeah. of them from the penalty spot. We don't know what to believe. Yeah, Hilarious. we are lost at every angle. So when it comes to midfield, like we can't score goals, and people blame the attackers, but people also blame the midfielders for the fact that we can't score goals. So. Yeah, I don't want to go back into Chelsea right now, but um, yeah, um, big up Matt. He says uh, Chelsea fans are the only ones who think Jorginho didn't deserve the top three balance. I, I also don't think he deserved the top three balance. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> it sounds all good. Uh, who should have been in top three, Evan? Uh, not that guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're putting me on the spot. Um, let, yeah, let me tell I'm you born. who shouldn't be there. In hindsight, I don't. I, I'm not angry. About him being top three, I'm not angry about it, but you know, um, at the time I was. But like, we talked oh. about it. How 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 awards work anyway? If you win the trophy, the big trophy. Uh, but he was in 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 in, in, in in both of those. I mean, what well, you know, Euros and yeah, but, Champions but, League. But but then but then if, if, England, if, England, if England won the Euros, would Mount have been number three? No, no like I said pivotal. I said I said pivotal. Like Jorginho was a main was a was a pivotal part in in Italy's team. Mount is. You know, Mount was replaceable in in with all due respect. In, and, and in, I, in England, in the England side, yeah, in the England yeah. side, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Whereas, Thank you. you know, 
by the way, Italy was sensational in the Euros. I think you know it's easy to forget their group games. No, they they they, they were they were deserved champion. Deserved. Oh, they were, they were, they were um, delicious to watch. Guys, uh, where where should we go next? Because I feel like we're we're in this top four um, malaise. Before, but before, before we move on, um, actually, I was going to talk about Champions League, but we're next week, so. I would yeah, say that yeah. for next part. Chelsea but yeah. Well. So basically, oh, basically, so we're still The first leg of the 16s are two weeks. Le- uh, Liverpool yeah. Got, yeah. got Inter on Liverpool Wednesday. got Inter Milan. They got Inter on Wednesday. Yeah, Come we're, on. We're, the narrow we're, movie. It's a never a time I want you to win. It's a fast, man. It's a time I want Inter to win. I need Inter to win. What the hell is the Champions League first leg over two weeks for? I think it's better. It's been like that. I think oh, it's better. Been like that. Come on. It's been like that for years. Like Robin, 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 what we have to remember. It's not is been like that for decades. Let's, let's calm down. It's not. It's not. It's, it's, when we were in it, it wasn't the case. Exactly. Two weeks. Two weeks. So Liverpool's, yeah. Liverpool's second leg against Inter won't be until early March. Right, yeah. Yeah. it's over two weeks. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm into that either. Imagine in Why? March I'm we're talking, we're playing still, we're still playing last sixteen no, in March. But what it what Come it on. means what it means is there's more eyes on the games rather than having oh, four okay. games on one night. You've now yeah, got two yeah, games yeah. on one night. It, it's what, a money thing. It's, it's a money they never, thing. They, never, they didn't think I'm about just, that at the group stage. <laughs> the group stage, they yeah, had about thirty-two games on. Yeah, because they can't be. I think when um when because honestly when this when this thing happened, I saw that PSG versus Real Madrid was on a Tuesday, and I said, oh no. Chelsea's playing on the Tuesday. That means I'm not going to be able to watch Real Madrid. Luckily, I found out they're on opposing weeks, so I can watch both games and enjoy it. And it puts more eyes on the on the teams. It makes everything bigger and better. I don't think there's an issue with it. Personally. I just don't like I don't like tournaments being too long. There's no need. It's far. There's it's just the no same need. Same amount of games, PR. It's the same games. I said length, but length of time, dude. dude come on, like come oh, on. so far, um, doesn't really matter. But we'll talk about Champions League later. I mean, I don't know why we're talking about it now. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Um, yeah. Since we're in the top four malaise... Let's move quickly, yeah. Can we go to the toilet bowl? That is uh, Tottenham Hotspur, ladies can I, can I speak to Can I speak to Abdi? Because I don't know if he's still in the comments there, if he's still watching. Okay, Abdi, you can Abdi. Abdi, Abdi told me that um, when Tottenham... When Tottenham... <laughs> Win their games in hand, they will now be above Chelsea. He also told me that when Manchester United win their easy run of games, they will now be level on points with Chelsea. Neither of those things have happened. So, hey, Abdi, talk to me, bruv. I, 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 I don't understand. Listen, I don't understand why people get carried away with teams like Spurs. I don't say statements. No, no, but you do say statements about everyone but your own team. That was my issue. Because you say that, statements that, about everyone. Because look at this. Look what Andy says. I don't agree with Andy. That's what we're at. No, do you know what? Okay, in fairness, in fairness to Abdi, I'll back him on this. Oh. Tottenham are playing Wolves at home and Southampton at home. Yeah. And they yeah. lost both of those games. I, I, I'm said, actually, it, I said what happened. I'm, I said what happened. Did you? You said the Tottenham will lose two home games? You see what I mean? Yeah. You see when Robin's ready to say what happens when it's when it's no. Spurs. But when no, it's no, 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 Peter. You say you say this every single year because he's beginning to the podcast. This is Spurs. No matter who they have, no matter who yes. they have, I, it, they have a mare in there. Um, I, did any of you guys watch these games? I watched the South I watched them game. Both. It was oh, Bruno Large. It was Bruno Large. I'm on the. Peter converted me. No, 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 no. You stay over there. Stay over there. Stay no, over there with, with your Nuno Espirito yeah. Santo, yeah? Stay <laughs> over there. No, no, no. It's Bruno. Yeah, okay, yeah. No, I'm on the Bruno. What, what's, what's, what's Nuno doing right now? Did he get another job or is he just chilling? <laughs> no, he, he's chilling. He's chilling. He, 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 he forgot. 
I think I think he's I think he's next in line for the Portuguese national team job. Nuno. Joyce, he's one of these Portuguese managers. They end up managing a team in Saudi Arabia, and we're just like, what? Why did you do that? And then and then bounce into the Portuguese national team. Absolutely. Yeah, we can't I mean. we can't see him in the Premier League anymore. <laughs> he has to go. He may have to go back to Portugal and Ab- run it, run the show. Abdi, 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 Oscar, Oscar. I'm sorry, my former team let me down. I was right to believe United would touch Chelsea because of our run of fixtures. Still, by you, you weren't right. I told you at the time, you weren't right. Wait, wait, Oscar, my former team. Yeah, he's he's claiming that he doesn't support Man United anymore, but he'll be back when they win. So I'm not oh, okay. I thought you were saying Tottenham was his former team. I was going to say you've gone from Tottenham to Manchester United. No, because he did it with it. both teams, both both Tottenham and United. He told me they would be above Chelsea when they win their games in hand, and I'm just like, how uh, how uh, um, but, but yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm Antonio Conte. Mm-hmm. No, just oh, you know, I'm seriously concerned because here's the thing, though. I don't think Why? I don't think Conte walks. <laughs> Conte doesn't walk. I, I genuinely think like think- again. Again, long game. Wait into the summer because when he gets his players, then everybody's going to pay attention. I think this year, it's safe to say Tottenham should write it off, and 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 because Conte is saying the same thing every week. In fact, now I think he's even changed his tune. He he came. He had the nerve to say that um, they were the better side against Southampton. Southampton had about what thirty shots on goal against their eight. You know what I'm saying? They're the home side. Conte, I'm I'm starting to question in terms of just his men, his mentality. Do you know what I mean? Like, not even his mentality, just his brain. Because when he realized what this, you know, he said when when we lost to Mura, I I then started to understand the situation, right? And I'm like, what did, what were they telling you out there in Italy about Tottenham Hotspur? What is the whole world knowing about Tottenham Hotspur that we us who are watching Tottenham week in week out don't see? I, I guess the Champions League final and Poch in the heyday, maybe that's brought. Tottenham in such a level that it's like, whoa. And Robin, you're right. It is Tottenham. They're definitely going to fail. No, no doubt about it. But even at th- like at this point, I did not even see this. I didn't see this happening. Mm. I thought he would That's be steady. He'll get them fifth or fourth place. Because I think they're, if it's not Man United, my second favourite would be Tottenham Hotspur. But what I'm watching these last couple of weeks, you know, three defeats in a row in the league. I can't remember. Who was the other defeat to um, before these two? They lost last week. Who did they lose to we last week? We can find out. They yeah, lost. Have, have so, Southampton, they lost 3-2. Was, they beat Brighton 3-1 and they lost to Chelsea. Okay, so they lost to Chelsea. Okay. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I guess, yeah, but, you know, it's, it's one of those where I'm like, this Tottenham side, again, you can't make them up. One week they'll lose. They'll go They'll go for a winning um, period again and they'll be, again, the favourite for the top four. Like, And, and, happen, and they've, got, the they've got City next. They've got City next. Su- I, so, yeah. See the city game now. It looked blatantly obvious, but that's where pop. That's where pop. That's where Pep Guardiola gets me nervous because it, it, it's a banker. This is a home banker. City at home to Tottenham. They should decimate them. They should decimate them. But I will not be surprised if Tottenham get a result at the Etihad this weekend. It would not surprise me. Um, but yeah, Conte in the summer. Don't worry. Listen, T- Conte in the summer. He will get his players. This Tottenham side will be. A force to reckon with once once Conte gets Yeah, prepared. I agree with Lola. I think he's um, he yeah, Lola's saying that he won't resign. Um, SW6 is saying Daniel Levy and Conte is not a good mix. I only add one way. I'm in, I'm in agreement with that. I just don't see a happy ending for Conte and Spurs Dude, I together. I do not see a happy ending. I, 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 one I, 
Also, Spurs are for sale, guys. I don't know if you saw that in the Athletic. Daniel Daniel yeah. Levy and the ownership group he represents are looking to sell. Um, I think they've had enough. So tough times. And that's, well, that's that's a worry because if say they get somebody who's actually going to be serious with Tottenham Hotspur. Oh yeah, and, if they again, get bought by a country, then yeah, it's curtains. By the way, <laughs> by the way, you know, as much as I watch Chelsea and I'm like jealous and bitter and everything else about Chelsea and their success, thank God Roman did not stop at White Hart Lane because he was going there. And then he, he just thought, this is a shower of crap. Where's yeah. Get me to the next spot. You know what I mean? Find me something shiny. And he looked at Chelsea and thank God he's not at Tottenham because I, I don't know how I would survive. I don't know. Um, I guess I guess we kind of need to move on swiftly because our, our stadium... Oh, what was stadium... that comment? Sorry, what was that comment? No, it was just he said, Oscar, oh. uh, um, I'm seeing flashbacks from Conte's second season at Chelsea. You you guys, I've told you at length about how I feel about Conte, man. That second season, he put us through hell. He put us through hell. When he realised it wasn't going to work, he he really did throw it all away. So. I, I I didn't realise how much time we burned talking about the geopolitical impacts of building yep. stadiums. That, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun, it though. Was, it was a great <laughs> conversation, but it's meant we have less time to talk but about yeah, before, before before we move so, on from Tottenham, um, big up Wolves. Good, good win, away win. So yeah, make sure that they just keep doing well. Yeah, Bruno medium, well done to him. This guy, Bruno, Bruno medium. How dare you? How yeah, dare you? <laughs> yeah, Tottenham Hotspur, man, they're in the mud. Wolverhampton Wanderers. Question to you guys: Where will they finish in the league this year? Because they're definitely in the top four race. Fifth. Exactly, exactly, exactly Fifth. where they are right now. Fifth. Where, so, where are they right now? Really they're seventh. Really yeah, yeah, seven. they'll be they'll be seventh at the at, they'll be eighth. They're seventh and they got two games no, in no, hand they, on, they, on West Ham and fourth, just and only four points off. Hey, guys, that, that seventh is not looking like a seventh anymore. No, no, but Oscar, Oscar, Oscar if, you, if you look at it, no, listen, if you look at the form table for the last five games for all these teams that are supposedly in the top four race, Wolves are in the best form. They're, they're in better the form than team. Arsenal. Yeah. They're in better form than Man United. They're in better form than West Ham. They're in better form than Tottenham. They are the informed team in the race right now. And we're we're in the meat of the season, so you can't write them off. I, you have I, to give I, them a respectable prediction. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I can give them a respectable position. They're not in the top four race, though. They're four, points, they're, 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 they're four <laughs> points off fourth. Oscar, they are four points off fourth with two nah, games in yeah, hand yeah, on the yeah. team in fourth. The thing is, the thing is though, the thing guys, is, though we, can, we, we commend them, but rules are not making no, I don't no, think said it in the I, race. I, I, I said fifth. Race. I, I said they're finishing fifth. Yeah, I didn't they're, say they're, they're, they're fighting. They're fighting for the Europa. Are they, are they going Europa? I'm just thinking, are they going Europa? Because by the way, if they finish fifth, that's that's a that's, that's a that's, that's a, a grenade. That's a grenade yeah. in the middle of that pack. No, 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 no. no I, I I think I think it's Arsenal and uh, West Ham uh, in contention for fourth right now. Yeah, but when I'm when I'm downplaying Wolves, I'm not saying they haven't done well so far. I'm just saying like I don't see this being being kept up to this level. I don't see it. Like, the other teams agree, in the I, that I do agree with. Yeah. Uh, like, Wolves are not, like... Uh, where are their goals coming from, guys? Listen, they're not, scoring, they're not scoring goals at the moment, right? <laughs> guys, that's, that's yeah, guys, 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 they, guys. They've they they scored 21 best. goals in 23 appearances this season. But we, we can ask that same... <laughs> we, we, we just got done asking where Arsenal's goal is going to come from, exactly. and yet we consider them firmly in the race. Arsenal West, have scored West West Arsenal, Arsenal have scored 13 more goals in one less game. Sure. That's true. But they, Oscar, they have, like, they have the second I, I, best I, I don't see it. They have the second best defense. I mean, that's why they are where they are, which is facts. You know, at the end of the day, like they've tightened up at the back, 
They yeah. may get better going forward. But look, you look at look at everybody's striker situation. Arsenal don't have one. West Ham barely have one. And they'll they'll do barely. well to if if, <laughs> if if they stay in the you know, they're in the Europa League, right? Knee deep yeah. in it, right? right guys, yeah, there's no knee way knee deep in it. They're so there's no way West Ham should have more goals than Arsenal, bro. Ten the thing is that, do, you know, do you know why do you know why I feel West Ham aren't in top four? Because they're gonna take that Europa League. Very seriously, I think that will be their way or their attempt to get into the Champions League. I think. I think, I think very when serious. you when you look at it on paper, yeah. and I know you you can bring up how many goals Wolves have scored. If you bring it up on paper, Wolves have the best striker out of any of the teams in the race. Raul Jimenez. Yeah, but, but but it's not it's not working though. It's not, <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. It's not, not it's not, not working. Yeah, not I know. But That's I'm saying fair. on I'm saying on paper. He is on the paper. best striker out of all these teams that are in the in the race. I know he is. I, I, Oscar, Oscar, I, I, that's I'm not fair you. because that's but, not fair because obviously since his injury, that's when it's he has his goals have dried up since the injury. But and also, he, that's that's not that's not entirely true if we're doing all that because on, so, on paper the best striker is Harry Kane. So are they in the well, race? Did, did we consider them in the race at this point? Because because out of all the teams in the race, they're the lowest placed and they're in the worst form. And yeah, Oscar's saying but they're, they're, they're in the race. No, but they're the lowest place because they're in the worst form. They also have a game in hand on Wolves, which takes them above them. Yeah, so, it, there, it, there were two games in hand against them. I don't, don't, don't want to be, I don't be games, games in hand FC. I don't want to. I just don't see Wolves as long-term contenders for top four. No, they're, 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 right now. They're, they're not. They're not, but I said fifth. I said fifth, which fifth, I, I, I'm with it. I'm with it. You, Europa League spots, I'm with it. Yeah, I, I think Arsenal will pip them to fifth. I think they will do that. I think Lola's correct. We're both good defensively, but going forward is where is where we'll struggle to, to win games. Um, but we're, we're brilliant defensively, which is... Oh, and and West Ham's equal, at the very least. Arsenal are West Ham's equal. Yeah, man. But when you added West Ham, it's just throwing a cat amongst the pigeons. Uh, I see, but Whoa. West Ham have played. West Ham have played the <laughs> West Ham have played the most amount of games out of anybody in the race, and they're only they only have a one point cushion. Yeah. Yo, West Ham have 13 games left of the season. Where the, where the, what's going on? I can't believe that. 13 games. But they like, have 13. And, and, and on the flip side, Arsenal have 15. Tottenham have 15. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's been a weird scheduling for... I mean, COVID and all that. You Do you know, know what? Um, I think Wolves finish above West Ham. Really? Dang. Just because what, West, Ham, West, think, Ham, West Ham are out of Europe? No, I think they win the Europa League. Don't worry about that. No, 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 no. Oh, West, West, West Ham. West Ham have a significantly better goal because difference than these teams around them. By the way, my my personal. Well, when we get to actual Europe, because of Europe back week, I will tell you who my actual Europe League winner is. It better not be Barcelona or Dortmund. Dortmund in the Europa League? I actually forgot about yeah. Dortmund are in the Europa League. I actually forgot about them. Don't forget to play Napoli on Thursday. What well, game? Oh, that's great! That's that's great news for West Ham. <laughs> yeah, that's great, great news. news. Great news for West Ham. They, but, they've gone straight, um, and don't forget, West Ham are straight into the last sixteen, whereas they're playing in the round of thirty-two. Hi, yeah. Okay. Should we move on? Yes. Yes. Can I, can I, in, in the interest of moving on, can I point out how depressing I'm? I'm now realizing it is that uh, we've scored the same amount of goals as Man City, us, Liverpool, but we've conceded five more, and we're nine points behind them. <laughs> This city team is just, oh, bro. Evan, tell these people. Evan, tell these people because I said I spoke up on here the other day, literally saying, "Guys, we're watching something unbelievable with Manchester City." No, here, here, 
it, it, it is unbelievable, Peter, but we've become desensitized to it. That that's the thing. We saw we saw them do that 17-18 season and that 18-19 season back to back, and we were like, whoa, and now it's just become boring. Let's be honest. It is a bit yeah. boring. Yeah. Uh, honest it's crazy because I'm such a fan of the game. I'm a Premier League junkie. I've watched zero Manchester City games this season. Because <laughs> it's boring. It's boring. How many cutbacks and tap-ins from the back post do I need to see? You know what I mean? Like yeah. I they they maul teams and as a Liverpool fan, that 18-19 title race destroyed me. I, I cannot sure. watch Man City games. I swear, I would turn the Man City game on and Sergio Aguero would score inside 60 seconds. It was so yeah. annoying ha- yeah. praying that Man City would drop points. I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it. My head's in your head at this point. There is one person in Man City that we all like on the Top 4 podcast, and that name is Raheem Sterling. He got another hatchet on the weekend. Are you, are you sure this top four podcast likes him? Because it seems to be I'm the only one waving his flag. Not West. Do you know what? I, is? We, we all like him as a person. Past uh, past beef aside, because obviously there's some history there, course, Sterling yes. and stuff. I think he would be unreal for this Klopp team. I think he would be insane. Oh yeah, yeah you would. No. He, he would cook. He would cook in this Klopp team. Oh, Guys, he days. he is Manchester City's top goal scorer this season. And it's crazy because we all thought of him as. Passed it, or Guardiola didn't fancy him anymore like six months not ago. Not me. Remember? Not me. I'll I tell you right now, Evan. Not me. I've been well, waving he, at He, he was like out of Asian. fashion at Man City. He, he was, <laughs> was kind of, of becoming out of fashion. He was. Man City have flavor of the mumps. You know, it's good yeah. one at one point. Mm-hmm. It's Bernardo <laughs> Silva cooking. We've got, well, by the way, Kevin De Bruyne has come off the bench. And you know what I mean? What? Like, hey, yeah, no, Guardiola gets a spell out of everybody once per season. You know what I mean? And it's and that's enough. It's called man management. Yeah, it is. When you see someone slacking off, hey, dude, go sit on that bench, blood. Then, okay, then he decides to wake up. All right, now you're back in the team, bro. Okay. Guardiola won his 550th. Guardiola won his 550th game in management. Okay, at Carroll Road. This this comment that y'all have highlighted here. Yeah, yeah. I still think Liverpool have a chance. They just can't drop a single point. Liverpool... They cannot. Liverpool, they the, the, the maximum amount of points Liverpool can get from now until the rest of the season is 96 points, and there's a good chance that won't be good enough. <laughs> this league no, is a joke. This, no, here's no, the here's, thing. Here's, I watched Liverpool have get 97 points in 18-19. That was the most amount of points any team had ever accumulated ever. apart from Man City the year before, and Liverpool mm. did not win the league. How imagine if we had imagine if we had bottled the final against Spurs? Oh, what a horrible! Year. That, imagine if that had happened. Yeah. Like, oh my god, yeah. So the you city team, I don't need I to take, be. I don't need I to be you? educated on Man City. They are just. You know, yeah, I listen, I understand when you're in the title race fighting against Man City and the rest of the rivals. I totally understand where you're coming from. I think obviously me sitting from far, right, where, where, where I'm not even invested, but I don't want to see Liverpool, Chelsea, or Man United win anything. I want, I'd, in fact, it goes City first, then it goes Liverpool, then it goes Chelsea, then United in that order. So when I'm watching this, what I'm now seeing, so you know how you said people become desensitized to City, uh, you know, their greatness at the moment. I find new ways to enjoy this. So there's no striker for the second year running. And what we're looking at is that they're going to be better than what they did last season. 
Okay, and it's like to me, I'm just like, no, no, no. We need to drink this in. I remember when they beat Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. I always go back to it, and I said, there is the league title wrapped. This is and, and you know mathematically everything was still muddled and squashed and whatever else. Chelsea were probably even in the league uh, in the lead at the time in terms of the, of the table. But from then, when I saw these guys go away from home to these teams and be, and not lose games, I just said, nah. I said, Pep yeah, Guardiola is, is a, no, a freak. I, I... I think, you know, Abdi says these deluded pool fans believe they're in the title race. I, I think it's over for what it's worth, and I think I can speak for most fans when they say that. The only reason there there is still a chance is because Liverpool have a game in hand and they have to go to the Etihad. And as you can imagine, if Liverpool win their game in hand and at the Etihad, it's a three-point race. And then, by, by definition, the title race is still on. So that's the only reason it is. But that being yeah. said, ever since we had our... Uh, a rough sort of end to December. My head's been in Europe fully. That's all I'm thinking about. Yeah, like, I feel yeah. you, man. But the, the, those points that you just made there, and the fact that you know you've got you've got Thiago coming back into the side, Elliot's coming back, and now um, obviously the new signing, Luis Diaz, is adding oh, a bit more man. strength and depth to oh, love him to your squad. I, I, him. me and Adrian, like I've been, me and him have been DMing each other every time Liverpool played. I'm like, bro. I think he's still on, you know. I've convinced no, it, him. I've convinced him. You know what, though? It's a One thing it's I will say about Liverpool, and my biggest... I think he's the biggest unsung hero out of all Liverpool is their goalkeeper. Oh, The yeah. amount of points... Is he unsung? No. I think listen, he's unsung compared to other players. He's, he's in the best keeper in, in, in the league. Some would no, say he, he, I, th- I think I see where you're, he's going with this, though, because I think just in terms the of... of po- uh, points yeah, stayed. exactly. The amount of points that he, he's bailed us out more this season than any other time. And I've seen him keep us in Champions League ties, by the way. The the amount of points, the only reason there's still some semblance of a title race to talk about is because of Allison. And listen, I know I've lived through some great keepers in this league. Czech, Czech, Czech's peak was absolutely insane. Uh, mm-hmm. Van der Sar was great. Um, in my lifetime, I think Allison and Manuel Neuer are the most complete complete goalkeepers i've seen they just don't have a weakness they're great with their feet they command the box well they're insane shot stoppers good in one-on-one situations you know obviously check has probably had the highest peak in the premier league that i've seen but in terms of just having no weaknesses in their game i think allison is up there with neuer for me i it's just insane um bostak endo uh I'll go with his first comment. He says, um, we're not winning at the Etihad. Uh, we never win there. There's too many variables, variables uh, I, I, in the league. I, I watched us beat a better Man City team at the Etihad, like 4-1 in the Champions League. So. <laughs> he said like 4-1. Um, SW6 <laughs> said, yes, Oscar is still on. Yo, it's still on. Uh, it's still on. Listen, li- listen, I, Aye, I, listen. I, 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 do think, I do think Liverpool and Fabinho is a big part of it. Uh, Liverpool's record when Thiago and Fabinho have started together is like 17 wins in one draw. That, that That's pretty wow. insane. But obviously due to injuries and things in COVID and things like that, you'd expect them to have played more than 18 games in midfield together at this point in their Liverpool careers. But I, I the, the reason I think the Champions League is still on, because when you look at the amount of games left in Europe, there's only seven games between Liverpool and their seventh Champions League title. And how many of those games realistically do you have to win? Like four or five? You just have to avoid a heavy defeat and win the You final. know what, yeah? So yeah, I'm actually yeah. surprised that AC Milan have held on to the second spot for ages in terms of most Champions League. Like, there was such a huge gap between 
Madrid and AC Milan. And between AC Milan and the rest, it's still huge. Like, seven Champions League. It's not a joke. So, so if Liverpool win another yeah. one, they're level with, with AC Milan. Yeah, they're yeah. level with AC Milan. That would give us level with Milan. And here, I also... Let me know if this is a stretch. I was thinking this the other day. I also think it makes, with the exception of Madrid, it makes Liverpool's Champions League collection the most balanced because you have a bunch of like the old school ones when the tournament was different. You have a mid two thousands one, and you have two in like modern times. Mm. Whereas like sometimes people like point to Madrid's like six in a row in the fifties, and they're like, "Come on, yeah. what's that?" You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but, like, but, I can't lie. Is a joke. Yeah, fourteen to seven. What was it? Fifteen to eighteen, Madrid. Was unreal. Oh uh, no, yeah, obviously it's probably I, unreal. I'm sure I, I'm, I'm like, it might, it might just be me, but yeah, I was going with you. <laughs> I, I feel like, I feel like our when when all of us have children and grandkids, they're gonna be like, yo, Madrid won it back to back. Like they're gonna be like, to that back. was crazy. But, to back, to back, to back. but me watching it, I'm like, I know Madrid weren't the best team in the world at that time. That's crazy. I'm sorry. In it my won. opinion, I'm, I'm right there with you guys. I'm sorry. Zidane practiced black magic to get to the final. Like, <laughs> the, 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 calls, the calls they got. Like, do you, you guys remember that Arturo Vidal double yellow at the mm. Bernabeu? For that Suspect. tackle on Isco. For that Suspect. tackle on it. Bro, I mean, and obviously uh, Ronaldo offsides five times against Juve in three years. I'm yeah. sorry. Like, come on. Like, it's... Yeah. Nah, it's Salah dislocated shoulder in the final, concussed that or serious, dropping two goals into the... Hey, 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 come man. on, it, bro. It is what it is, man. It is, it is what it is. Man. It is it by the way, in my era, I think Barcelona, I just... When you watch Barcelona win those Champions Leagues, they 100%. were unbelievable. 100%. Like, they were a joke. I mean, 2011 Barcelona, I never thought you could get better you than that. Remind 2015, me of that. 2015, they were uh, a 2015 joke. Barcelona was, was a joke. Nah, I, that, that 2015 Barca team is the best attack I've ever seen. But yeah, you're right. When, when we talk to our kids and our grandkids about this era, they're going to be like, wow, dad, how, how good was yeah. that Madrid team? I'm like, son, let me tell you about Man City 1819. <laughs> let me tell you, let me talk to you about Pep Guardiola and Man City from 2017 to 2019. You get what we're saying. Like they obviously they're not, know, don't, don't, wrong, don't, 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 don't get me wrong. There, there is there is a thing of what they actually the best team. It's like, I it's can't like, lie. Yeah, go on. That Madrid in Europe, like you no one wants to play them for a good reason. They're not like they're all bad people. Nah, man. Nah, man. Nah, nah, nah. nah, 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 nah. It ain't that. It ain't that. It ain't that. We're just trying to. We're, we're going down on this. Like, it didn't just creepy. I'm sorry. It just wasn't fun to watch. Like it literally Madrid yeah, from that literally, literally, literally Madrid from that time period was it was Ronaldo sulking in the box waiting for someone to give him a tap in. Like that that's literally that Madrid for me, team. For me, the biggest thing is they weren't even winning their league all of those three years. No, that's exactly. <laughs> how, can, how can you come to me and be like, yo, this like this like me saying this Chelsea team from last season is, you know, one of the best teams in, in the world. We weren't even top three in the world last year. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Oscar, we weren't that Bar- good. We just Bar- won Barcelona, the Champions League. Barcelona's Champions League victories, they won trebles in those years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bayern <laughs> Munich trebles when they won. Even Bayern Munich. You know what I'm saying? Bayern Munich it's have two Champions Leagues um, where they decimated teams. Decimated no, teams. So my my thing is, my, what I'm saying is, I feel like we're, we're toning down, like seriously toning down what Madrid did. 
I'm like, no, nah, guys, we can't just say yeah, that. Because no, one's, no, 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 no. no one's downplayed it. Because no. everyone that they beat, that they're supposed to beat in the final, they did. They battled Juventus twice, and they beat Liverpool convincingly. He said they were all going to win. Don't, 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 give me, don't get me wrong. They own that competition. They did. They, they, they own they it. They own the competition. Yeah, anytime anyone wins the Champions League, they are just borrowing it from Real Madrid. Don't get me wrong. That is their competition. <laughs> They're is. just borrowing it temporarily it until, until Madrid fix up. So people in the comments, I, I have respect. It's insane. It'll probably never, ever be repeated in our lifetime. That is an insane run. That being said, I think when you look at that decade, I can think of three, four, maybe even five teams that were better than that Madrid team. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the only sorry, I would say the only place where I would agree when they wouldn't have done it is had Neymar not left Barcelona. Mm. I'm gonna be real, Robin. Yeah. The comment, the comments are on your side. SW6 is saying, "Nah, Madrid three in a row." And, and they were they, they were, um, they were. Don't give me uh, wrong. Lola is saying, "Sorry, style or not, you can't downplay three Champions Leagues." Um, Adrian saying, "Word a three P. Uh, they were the best team in Europe." I am sorry. Uh, for me, like, <laughs> like you have in order to be like you have to win your league. Like for me, winning your league is the most imperative, important thing mm-hmm. in order for me to consider you one of the best teams in the world. Like, context, you cannot- Con- you- context is key. Liver- Liverpool got ninety seven points <laughs> the year they won the Champions League in the right. most t- in the toughest league in the world. They got ninety seven. Yeah, and and, so, and, we, and they and they won the Champions League, and Man City didn't come close to winning the Champions League that season. We so, we had a we had a conversation Evan on this podcast the next year when Liverpool got knocked out by Atletico, but you won the league, and then Bayern went on to win the Champions League. And I said, in my opinion, Liverpool are the best team in the world. And people were like, No, it has to be Bayern. It has to be Bayern. I'm like, No, I generally look at this Liverpool team. And I think they're better than this Bayern team. It's it's like, for me, it's never about who wins the Champions League that is guaranteed to be the best. I, th- I think from that from that period, from uh, so Liverpool in in eighteen nineteen, they'd lost the, their one L in eighteen nineteen was at the Etihad that late Leroy Sané goal. Um, oh from birthday, that period on, from that from that loss on, <laughs> Liverpool got a hundred and four points from a possible a hundred and six and a Champions League. <laughs> Like that is just insane. <laughs> it's, a, it's insanity, and 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 the thing is, um, what what, know, what does but what does burn mean? Someone fill me in. What as in, mean? like forget, burn, forget, 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 forget it, forget it, forget it. Okay, can, who who, <laughs> who won? Yeah, who won La Liga in those three years? Uh, uh, what, what, is, I think they won two. I think they won two. Let me see. I'll, I'll, I'll be the Atleti and, and Barca. Come on, man. Atleti and Barca. Atleti won in fifteen. Yeah. No, what year did Atleti win? Actually, they didn't. I think no, it was last year. It didn't win in 15. No, no, it was last year. Yeah, that was 2012. That was 2013. I was ages ago. No, it weren't. Barcelona won 2013. You're on that high grade. I think they won 2014. It was 13 14 with Diego Costa. They went to the final and Real Madrid won 4 0. So it was the first of the three, Pete, no? Uh, yeah, no, no, no. It wasn't the first of three pit because it was Madrid, then Barcelona for their yeah. trouble. Then it was Madrid three times. That's yeah, yeah. I think hadn't won a league like even time, Pia. It was like, wait, how did Real Madrid win four Champions Leagues in five years? 
One at a time. So in 14, Madrid won it. They then won it in 16, 17, 18. 17, 18, 19. I'm getting you there. I'm getting you there. In 2014, they won La Liga. In 2015, they didn't. Barca won La Liga. Um, in 20, Barcelona did uh, it. 2015-15 was Barcelona again. 2017, they won it. Yeah, yeah. Madrid, Madrid won 17, won. and then Barcelona won mm-hmm. 18. Mm-hmm. So they won, they won two so La Ligas. They won two La Ligas in four years. In five five seasons. Yeah, Plus four yeah, Champions Evan, League. Evan, Come on, Evan, guys. Evan, I can't back it anymore. Listen, man. listen. Here's let's the not, thing. Here's the thing. I'm not, I am not you, diminishing them. You guys are them. not putting respect on Madrid. I, I, am, not, I am not diminishing them. <laughs> They are undoubtedly one of the greatest teams to ever do it. Ever do it. They Come are firmly guys. in the conversation. I just think there's two teams in that decade that are better than them significantly. What talk about like the dad didn't win the league? I was like, Come on, guys. Yeah, that's like what's this <laughs> I don't want to digress, but then man people the way, start bringing it, up. They'll take names. Uh, I'm, I'm not disrespecting. I'm not disrespecting. Guys, by the way, as well, I'm not Madrid finished, Oscar, one, by the way, okay. Oscar, Oscar, Madrid yeah. finished third in two of those seasons. So they weren't even like they were second. They were third. What, third? Atleti was second. Because I was, I was mm. thinking Atleti had won more, but yeah, Atleti yeah, yeah. had finished second twice. Where's your, where's your comments for the third place finishes? Where are they at? They ain't, they ain't they there. Ain't there. They ain't they there. there. I'm with Evan. I'm with Evan on this one. I'm not saying they're bad, guys. I'm not no, saying they're bad. No, but you guys were talking. You weren't respected Madrid's name. I was like, what is happening? I saw hands say, David, you were doing this. I was smelly. I said, what is this? This is Madrid. I question. Prime Prime Ronaldinho or Prime Neymar? Oh, God. Oh, come on. Ronaldinho, obviously, but we'll move Ronaldinho on. Ronaldinho all day. Oh, you're smart, brother. You're smart, brother. You're smart. <laughs> I was like, what are we doing here? I'm Ronaldinho. sorry. I'm going to be It's closer than people think. No, 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 no. no. You can't, you can't, you can't yeah, pass the ball with your back and you think I'm just going to let that one go. I'm yeah, like, Ron- that, Ronaldinho's goals as well. And no, we're not getting into I, I, the conversation. I don't, I don't, no, I don't, I don't, as Adrian, no, because you guys are disrespected. You maybe maybe we should steer clear of this one. No, yeah, yeah, let's not. Let's not. We'll be here all night, and, and yeah. Evan's day will turn into night. For yeah. we'll be here. All, says, all we were saying, by the way, man, we're acting like three CRs with league and other cups or something. No, no, I never said it was that. The chat's putting words in my mouth. What is this? All Evan said, let me back Evan on this one. All he said was, when Madrid won those Champions Leagues, we can still think of other Champions League winners that were better than all those Madrid teams. Facts. Bayern Munich's 2013 team. Barcelona's 2011 team. Barcelona's 2015 team. Bayern's 2020 team. You know what I'm saying? Like, all those, all those three <laughs> games, teams, all those three teams that I've just named in those years laid the smackdown on Madrid. Yes, and is, Madrid finished third in the league. I, I, I never, ever looked at that Madrid team like, wow, this team is never. amazing. It was like, never. they've done it again. That's what it was yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's seriously, it's, no, it's literally, it's seriously. I, I remember watching Madrid. Each, each time I'll support the other team. Each Madrid. time I'll support Madrid, yeah. Madrid would be getting clapped by Juventus or Bayern in a league. And I'm just like, I wonder what they're going to get a penalty for this time. Like, it's literally that. It was literally that. I was just like, Damn, no, I can't that, wait Juventus for one, that Juventus one was a oh. farcical situation. It's, it's dude, oh dude, honestly, when 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 Buffon took his red card for dissent, oh. 
I was like, good for you, Buffon. Good for you. Because that was bullshit. Like, honestly, that was bullshit. We, like, you know, it's them was like, you don't, oh, honestly, that, that, I, 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 I Madrid. I can't okay, believe we're not, we're not says you guys are basically saying uh, a oh, we're not. We're not. We're not. Fraff is actually mad. No, we're not. Four champs in five years. Teams have better individual season, but over time. This, this is the question, right? So it's all of uh, all of Madrid. Madrid's three-peat, right? It's it's impressive because it's a three-peat. We can all agree that that is unprecedented and, and great, and it solidifies them in the conversation for one of the greatest teams to ever do it. Undoubtedly, no disrespect. However, there are teams who won the Champions League in that de- in that same decade who, in see, on an individual season basis, had a better season. Right? That that's what we're saying. By far. By far. Yeah. Yeah. And. And here, it's just context. It's just context. That's all it is. Wow. I, I didn't expect us to elicit such a reaction. Um, Lola said, uh, same way back-to-back leagues are loved. Don't act like three UCLs uh, in a row isn't basically the same. Um, it's loved. We're not, lo- we're not, we're not, not loving no one it. Said, yeah. we're, we're loving it, by the way. We are loving it. We just it said, hello. Loved. If you play, if you bring... Like, Bayern Munich is such a... They're so weird. Because <laughs> it's, just yeah. Yeah. it's like it's mine. <laughs> What's the matter with people? <laughs> like I look at Bayern Munich as like still probably arguably number one team in the world in football right now, right? Like arguably, but they are so they underachieve in these Champions Leagues. It's, I, it's I, so. It's I was wondering when we were going to arrive at Bayern because if if yeah. we're going to start if we're going to start talking about teams that probably should have done more, I think Bayern had teams in like just they, they were un, they, they they were unlucky to go out to Madrid in in the way that they did. Um, mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they they underachieved. Because when, sure. when when Guardiola was asked the question, who's the best team? Like, you're the best team in the world. And he was like saying, no, Chelsea and Palmeiras are playing in the club World Club final. And I know people were like, come on, what are you talking about? But then he mentioned there's Bayern Munich, there's other teams, there's better teams out there. Like, you can't, there's no number one best team in the world right now. There isn't one. I think there's a there's a question that, any of the three yeah. could be in that conversation. I mean, SW67 Bayern held quarter from Madrid uh, on multiple occasions. Um, yeah. we, we, we've dived into another conversation and it's been, it's been really, really good. Yeah, but I feel like we need to move. We need to move he directions. Said, he, said, he said they bottled it, but what did they do I, in 2013 at Wembley? No, they bo- Wembley. Bro, no, no one can talk about the bottling of 2012, though. That's disgraceful. Oh, dude. Oh, that, yeah, oh, that's, that's a huge... That's disgraceful. That's the, in your that's home. The, that, in your <laughs> home. Guys, guys, every Champions League final is played at a neutral ground. Do you know that? It's played at neutral <laughs> grounds. They play you, you, a you whole know, game. You know what's funny, Oscar, is, is you know, obviously rival fans, rival fans were saying that uh, this last Chelsea team to win the Champions League, they're the worst Chelsea, or they're the worst Champions League winners of all time. I was like, let me tell you about 2012. <laughs> let me tell you about how horrible that fucking team was. Well, oh, my yeah. God. But this is a big bro. Ryan Bertrand played at left wing. It's, it's like, bro, it's like, bro, it's not even the worst Chelsea team to win the Guys, Champions League of all time. This, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is a big part of a reason why my rating for the Champions League is high, it's super prestigious. But I'll never consider you as the best team in the world just for winning the Champions League because also 2004. I've, I've seen Chelsea God. do it twice when we weren't the best team, like, we were nowhere near the best team. I watched Liverpool win it in 2005 when they were bang average. We were we were fifth. Everton finished fourth. Everton that year. <laughs> Everton had David Moyes finished fourth with Everton. Guys, and striker was Marcus Bent. They finished above <laughs> Liverpool. Stop it, man. 
Jim Cahill. Oh my god. Stop it. So so Oscar, so, I'm, so you know so Porto, what Roman watching, watching, is amazing. Oscar, watching a final between Porto and Monaco in 04, I couldn't believe what I was looking at. With, we went unbeaten. That, we went they, unbeaten and they went and th- that was the final. Monaco went to the oh. final with Fernando Morientes and Dada Perso. <laughs> Perso! Jesus Christ. Perso! To face Oscar. Wait, wait, wait. Do you know who was the centre-half of Monaco in that team? You need to bring up something. Do you know who was the centre-half? Sebastian Squilacci. Peter, who was up front for Porto in the Champions League final? I want to say, mm, who's up front? Yes, yes, yes. No, it wasn't Nuno Gomez. It wasn't Nuno Gomez, and it wasn't it wasn't. I, you know, to, to judge how 2004 annoyed me, because we should have won that Champions League. Like, oh, uh, a pipe uh, down, also, pipe down. It should, should have been us. Won. It should have yeah, been United. us. You know, you know. Yeah, what was it We let Porto to the final. Uh, no, bro. You, 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 didn't get, you weren't in the semis. You didn't go out in the semis. You weren't in the semis. You weren't in the semis. I'm saying the fact that we went out of sight. Oh, my gosh. You know who... You know who was oh, man marking? Oh, yeah. You know who was man marking Shevchenko in that 05 final? It's Jimmy Traore, bro. <laughs> Jimmy Traore was man marking Shevchenko. No, I do. I, I I watched Shevchenko miss from two yards out. Do you guys remember bro. that save from Dudek in extra time? Yeah, I do remember that save. From two yeah. yards out, Shevchenko yeah, missed. Fake save. Fake save. That is insane. <laughs> it fake was save. a fake. By the way, by the way, I've just googled it now. Benny McCarthy didn't start. He came off the bench. But Benny I'm McCarthy sorry. in the Champions League final. I know. I know. What a joke. I know. But although he was hot fire that year, like he was he was really good. Those Man. last couple, you know those Champions League guys that are like Walter Pandiani, you know what I'm saying? Any any Deportivo people out there? Like th- there's some people who are really good, like in in the Champions League. Oh, oh we've boy. gone far. We've gone really Liverpool, really far. Liverpool, Liverpool won at Turf Moor, a nice gritted uh, away victory in the in the reign of the Burnley Lancashire. Burnley. No, Burnley. Well, Burnley, 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 Burnley. What are your Burnley, thoughts, Kevin? It's, it's Burnley's time uh, to go. So, are, sorry, I cut out for a second. Are you, are you saying who I think is getting relegated? No, 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 no. I was talking Liverpool. <laughs> you, you, you won at Burnley. You won at Burnley. You won at Turf Moor oh, this weekend. Gotcha, gotcha. So we're talking Liverpool very, very quickly. Okay, um, yeah. So it yeah. was a horrible game. It was a horrible game. We burnley Burnley at their own backyard. Just a scrappy set-piece goal. Liverpool were not very good. Um, burnley were equally not very good. Um, but I've also, even though they currently sit 20th, I've learned that it's kind of pointless to hope that Burnley get relegated because they never do, even though we all kind of want to see the back of Burnley. Um, I respect that there's some crazy, like, mad scientist formula to what Sean Dyche is doing. Like, in, in a way, in, in a way, in their own way, Dyche, Allardyce, Pulis, they're all geniuses. You know what I mean? Like, there is a genius to what they do. But, yeah, it, it was a shit game with shit conditions. Um I don't know what's. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the this new Roberto Firmino has I, done with the old Roberto Firmino. But David, uh, the amount yeah. of bleeping you've got to do today, impossible. <laughs> oh, Lola, see, 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 Lola's gonna jinx it. Lola, you're gonna jinx it. Like, I'm sorry uh, to say, no, Burnley will be here, guys. I don't know what you lot are thinking. They're gonna Burnley, find a way. They Burnley always find a way, bro. Burnley, you, you, Burnley yeah. are gonna be. Uh, really if, 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 if Burnley are still here, if that, my love for them. Listen, I'm I'm gonna tell you who's going down. I'm gonna tell you who's going down this season. Okay, are you ready for it? They go by the names of Watford. I think we can all agree. Yes. They go by the name of Norwich City. I think we can all agree. Yes. Now I can't pick between these two teams, but here's here's who. who, uh, What's it called? Burnley's not one of them. 
Leeds United and Brentford. Oh. Those two are in the you mixture, think, the cement you, mixture. And it just depends which Burnley one Burnley will get uh, nine points. Listen, and we'll listen. Get above them. Here's Burnley the thing: will finish, that, we'll finish 16th in the league. If Burnley, if Burnley win their games in hand against the team, the three teams in front of them, they are only two points safe. So even if Burnley cash in on on the games they have, they are they are in the mixture firmly. I think it's Watford for sure, Norwich for sure, Everton are in the conversation. Absolutely. Hey, why are you trying to play my boy? Hey, stop, stop, stop. Why are you trying to play my boy? I, 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 I said. <laughs> Evan, I said this a few weeks ago. I said, listen, guys, Everton are in trouble if they don't get anything right. But I was hounded out. They said, no, 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 no. They they got it right on the weekend, didn't they? They got it right on the weekend. Uh, guys, yeah, all, all, all I'm saying is this, yeah? I just want one thing. I just want one thing to be clear. I just want one thing to be clear, right? You guys can have your predictions, and I'm not mad at your predictions. I do not think Everton are going down this season. But all I want from you guys is to remember that this was your prediction. You thought Everton were going down. I said. When Frank Lampard keeps them up, don't run it back and be like, he said Everton were going down. Oscar, respectfully, respectfully, respectfully. That's what they're going to do. They're going to run it back. No, respectfully. Who said they should go down? My words, my words. I said they were in trouble and no one believed me. Look, guys, I, I, I said they, I, I said they were in the mix. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, say they're yeah. going down. I said they're they were in the mix. I think they're Watford. I, th- I think Watford are a shoe in to go down. Norwich are a shoe in to go down. Any the rest of it is a crapshoot. I'd say Burnley are still the most likely. Knock on wood. Don't want to jinx it. And Everton, Newcastle, Leeds United, Brentford are all in the conversation. But it it's tough for Everton. Like Oscar on paper, Everton should be finishing like. Everton, Everton are they, not in the no, conversation. They, I'm they, so they, sorry. They, they're, they're not, not in the conversation. We had this conversation last week. But Everton will finish 12th, 13th, man. They're not in this conversation. Yeah. My dude, they have, they have 22 points and they've lost four of their last five. I, I will say this, though. It was shocking I mean, to see them lose to Newcastle. Yeah. That was a d- bizarre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was shocked. I, I was shocked too. I was shocked too. I don't think they're in the mix. But where, I where, where they currently are, they are in a weaker position than both Leeds and Brentford. And if no. we're gonna put if we're gonna I'm put Leeds and if we're gonna put Leeds if we're gonna put Leeds and Brentford in the conversation, then no, yeah, no, no, wait, wait, wait. When you say weak position, listen, are you talking about their Ever- league position today? Yes, guys. Yeah, I'm, the gonna, I, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I don't, guys. I don't, I don't, when I, when I have these conversations, I don't put much more stock in that. Oscar, you know when when I told you my three teams, go look at Brentford's situation right now. Look at their situation. Huh? Brent, okay, so you're saying Brentford going now because I, I, it's a toss up between Leeds and Brentford. Fact, I, let me, do you know what's crazy about um, Leeds United right now? Yeah, Leeds are a grenade that's about to go, and what I mean by that is either Bielsa just says, you know what, screw this, I'm out of here, and he just walks because he tends to walk. Um, he, you know, he gets itchy feet wherever he's at, and also the fact that Leeds United need to get the, they, they need to change the way their football is, but they're not going to change it. Right. I the thing is, Everton, are, Everton, Everton are not in this conversation, <laughs> um, uh, and Everton and Newcastle will be home and dry. But Watford, Norwich City, and then Leeds, Brentford. I'm going Brentford more than Leeds. They're the ones going down, and Burnley will survive. Burnley will finish I, 16th. In fact, I think it's important to point out. I think you're right, Peter. Uh, Brentford, one point from their last 15. Crystal Palace uh, only have one game in hand on Brentford, two more points, and they have three points from their last 15. Evans, so, Chris, please tell me, please tell me what's going on with the bottom three or four situation and Brentford's games. How many games in hand do the bottom four have on Brentford? 
The bottom Five, four. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle have played. Okay, so let's just out. Brentford have played 25. Newcastle have played 23. Norwich have played 24. Watford have played 23. And Burnley have played 21. And Burnley have points. played the fewest amount of games in the league up until this point. Guys, but, look at those points. 24 to 21 is that three points separates Burnley from being 17th place. The, the, only, the only team out of all these relegation candidates that are objectively in good form are Newcastle. They are unbeaten in their last five, and they have, they've, won, they, the they've won three of their last five. So, and they've been unbeaten in that time, as I said. So, Newcastle are the only team in good form. They also have games in hand on Brentford. It's hard to see Newcastle going down. At, in the current form, it's hard to see them going down. Um, the form that Lampard walked into. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Lampard, Lampard is... Uh, it's, it's, a really, it's a really bad situation. It's a car crash. But, but you know what? Look at that Brentford form, people. Pay attention. Guys, I've told you said it best. F Brentford. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you know what? Uh, good, good thing you brought up the striker because I look at Burnley striker in Veghorst. I'm I'm liking what I see. Watford, they can't get as consistency in terms of in terms of like goal scorer, like a top goal scorer. Norwich City, I think Ida or Ida, however they pronounce him, he's injured. Newcastle United got Chris Wood and and, and obviously Wilson. Big up him. Richarlison and Calvert Lewin at Everton. Leeds again, who's scoring their goals? And Brentford again, who's scoring their goals? Le- Leeds have United next, Brentford have Arsenal, and Norwich have Liverpool. So some tough games coming up. Oh, West Ham have, uh, against Newcastle next. They, they deserve to be spoken of in that breath as well. So tough games. Tough, Find out tough, a lot about it. Games. Do you know um, what? I, I'm, I'm interested in Burnley-Brighton this weekend. It's perked my interest now. I wonder how that will go. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's tough for Burnley. I mean, it, I, if you listen to Burnley fans... You know, obviously they needed a striker after Wood left, but man, they needed so much else. I mean, they needed a midfield upgrade. They, they needed some help at fullback. They they needed quite a bit. They're, they need they're money. I'm not going to lie to you. It's it's a very exciting league. There's so many stories going on right now in in the top four race and the 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 lower uh, relegation race. Yeah. I'm watching. I'm watching a lot oh, of oh. games with like yo. We're in February, and this game means something big for everyone in the I, game. I wish it's just for the season. Both, both as a Liverpool fan and just for the sake of the league, I wish Liverpool had lost one less game so that we could all collectively agree the title race is a little more interesting. Because yeah. then, if, if Liverpool had lost one less game, with, with, if, they, if they beat uh, City at the Etihad and win their game in hand, then it's even. And, then, then, and we all think Liverpool are capable of doing that to a certain extent. Yeah, so. Man. Yeah, man. I wish I wish Ben Chilwell never had an ACL, but yeah, you know, it's what it is. If sands and butts, but. <laughs> I wish we had a Bamiang. <laughs> and Alexis, uh, <laughs> I could have yeah. done with those two. Uh, All right, Pete, we, we've been going for a long, long time. Where where should we move to? So well, to I move to let, towards to, the end. In in fairness, we we diverted from the Liverpool talk into Burnley because they played Burnley. So I just want to let Evan, you know, finish his say on Liverpool. There, there's there's nothing really to say uh, about that Liverpool Burnley game uh, to have to go and do to do you know two hour long podcasts about it. You're exhausting topics. So I guess maybe I'll just talk about. I guess, yeah, I mean it's just what can you say? We scored a scrappy goal and we got out of there. Um, yeah. I guess I'll talk about individuals. Um, Jordan Henderson has fallen off a cliff this season. Um, uh, listen, and it, it's it's tough because the the recent context is that we've just handed him basically his retirement contract. We, we gave him four years up front. You know, he's a 31 year old guy. 
Um, and it's, it sparks a, a big debate in the fan base. Uh, is Jordan Henderson declining or is our new way of playing midfield, which is drastically different than how it was in, in previous years, is it just unsuited to him? I think it's entirely unsuited to him. Uh, you can point to midfield as the reason Liverpool are not fully in the title race at this point. Uh, it's been a bit of a revolving door. The fitness of Thiago has been a, a, been a huge, uh, a huge factor. Um, the context you need to apply to Thiago, though, is that two of his big spells out, his three big spells out for Liverpool have been terrible contact injuries from horror tackles that happened in-game. So to, to call him injury-prone for Liverpool is a bit disingenuous because he's only had one of those, like, fragile injuries where he, like, tweaks something and he's out for two months, you know what I mean? So it, it's it's been tough. Uh, the, the midfield is opening up a big conversation right now in the fan base. Uh, we haven't really adjusted well to a post-Wijnaldum world. Uh, we used to be a more conservative team. We had a more conservative approach uh, to midfield. These days it's a bit gung-ho and reckless, but I, I think Liverpool are due for a big midfield overhaul in the summer. It'll be a really interesting summer for Liverpool because as you guys know, Mohamed Salah is not signed anything yet. There's an offer on the table that he likes, but his agent, you know, is obviously doing agent things. So we ha- we haven't arrived at a, an announcement yet. Um, but it's going to be an interesting summer for Liverpool. And But it's crazy because here we are in mid-February and Liverpool are in all four competitions with a chance at them all. And I can't remember the last time I said that because Liverpool have had such early exits in the domestic cups in the Klopp era. Uh, so, um, you know, we got to care about cup final in what, Oscar? Is it 14 days? Uh, it's thir- uh, exactly two weeks. So exactly two weeks. I'm I'm right. going to be there live in the flesh. So if if Liverpool no. win, what you're off to Wembley. Um, and I I, I will say I will say this about the Carabao Cup and just my my two cents on domestic cups. I think for clubs the size of Liverpool and Chelsea, it does absolutely nothing for them. It's it's something nice to win. Players like lifting trophies. We you guys like going to FA Cup finals, and and that's great. And it does good things for like the English league, like power pyramid. I respect that. Um, but I think just in terms of w- how Liverpool and Chelsea will look back on the season. Waste time. The, yeah, re- respectfully. And I, I, I've been I, want, I want to be respectful. To get rid of the I've been thinking to get rid of it. I, yeah. I, I, I think it's a waste of time. I, think I want to be respectful to the domestic yeah. cups because I'm just some American dude sitting out in California. <laughs> and I, I understand how vital it is for League Two clubs to have uh fa cup matches against liverpool and chelsea and manchester united and arsenal it's vital to their sustainability as a team so i want to be respectful but respectfully if liverpool win both the fa cup and the carabao cup this season but don't come close to the champions league final or giving man city a serious run for their money that's that's a a, an underwhelming season uh for liverpool by my own standards so I, it's a shame I, because I understand, I, but it, yeah, I'm, I'm with Pete. I think it's, it's a shame. I, isn't it? I love, I love every cup. I don't care what it's called. Um, for me, you know, I, I'm, I'm so vexed that I'm not in the Carabao Cup final when I thought we would be there after our great result at Anfield. And I don't know, maybe I don't know if it goes back to like childhood, maybe because my first ever trophy mm. I saw my team win was the FA Cup in '98, and then we went and won the league literally like two weeks later. And I don't know whether it's that case of there's those memories of when we beat Newcastle in the final and then, you know, we won it again against Chelsea. We won it, we played Liverpool in the final. Like, we're, we're always there. And 
I don't know, like when you the way you just spoke about you know Liverpool being in four cups in you know middle of February, I'm sitting here so jealous. Like, oh absolutely, my God, that is yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, you know, I'm I'm going gun ho to win it. Like, if I, I, w- I wish I was a, I say I wish, but if as a Man City fan. <sighs> If you're watching that, you you guys clean up those domestic trophies because they clean it up well, mate. I will be living in heaven. Yeah. Without Champions League, by the way, like I'm, I want the Champions League, but the fact that I've lost them, but I've still got three trophies, I've got four domestic cups to boot. I'm not I'm not kicking and screaming. And you know I, I'm with you there. Obviously, you know I I don't feel it the same way because I didn't grow up in the UK. But I, I've lived through Liverpool winning the FA Cup when it was more relevant. I, I remember what that was like. We won it the year after we uh, beat AC Milan in the Champions League, and that that was considered momentum for Liverpool. That was considered two really successful seasons in yeah. a row. But these days. It's just it, it's. I think we can all agree it's it's not the same. Yeah, no. I, I, I think the first time I noticed that was uh, in 2012. I think Chelsea beat Liverpool in the final, and mm. it really was nothing. Like it really was like this game. Like the game didn't feel special at all. It was on the same day as other Premier League games. Whereas I don't know why I remember it in my kid was as a kid. Sorry, the FA Cup was its own day. Yeah. Is that just me? No, no, yeah. it, it was, yeah. yeah so, even, so even we, we played we, you. It was a, we faced yeah. Liverpool, and it was on the same day as other Premier League games. And I was like, well, this is weird. I was watching yeah. a three o'clock kickoff, and then I watched the FA Cup final. And it was just like, it was a crazy. Big... But also, one thing I will say, you, you mentioned this about, Peter, you mentioned childhood, and then Evan, you mentioned you didn't grow up in the UK. Mm. For me, as a kid, if you ask seven-year-old Oscar, what is your dream? My dream was to score in the FA Cup final. Like, At never... Wembley. I, yeah, yeah, Wembley. Like, I never yeah. cared about the World Cup. I never cared about the Champions League. Th- those things weren't in my radar. The FA Cup was the biggest thing that I wanted to mm-hmm. either do or go to. Like, it's so the oldest cup in football. It's crazy how much it's fallen. It's crazy. <laughs> it's the get, oldest cup in football. Yeah, is, get, you know, it was given how competitive it is out there, I think it would be great if the FA Cup was on the same level as the Premier League. Because there was a time, like my, my dad said when he started watching the game, in the 80s, winning the FA Cup was as good as winning the Premier League, you know? Mm, if yeah. Liverpool won the league, but, you know, Everton were able to get the FA Cup, that was considered a huge success. And I, I would love, I, I want more than anything for the FA Cup to be on that pedestal again. I think that would be great. But for whatever reason, it's just not. You know? I don't yeah. mean to disrespect the Champions League in any way, but I remember the FA Cup used to be spoken about in such high regard where people, like, everybody outside of the UK spoke about the FA Cup final. Like, when 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 Arsenal won it, you heard Wenger talk about it. He said, I watched it as a kid in France. Uh, yeah. Dennis Burkamp watched it as a kid in Holland. Like, er, this FA Cup was what the Champions League is now in terms of its globalisation. But also, right now, I think, you know, the way marketing has gone and everything else, yeah. we sensationalised the Champions league and to the point where it's it's put like a dent in the fa cup but also the fa didn't help by making semi-finals no. at wembley no. and all this nonsense oh, right and, 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 and as oscar said we, there's an fa cup final between liverpool and chelsea by the way and it's on the same day as premier league fixtures that's just yeah. not on they moved it to 5 30 when it used to be a three yeah. o'clock kickoff just little things like that where they keep tweaking it a bit too much and now the Champions League is the Super Bowl in football at the moment. Between that and the World Cup. That's how yeah. crazy mm-hmm. it is. Interesting. I remember I told you guys I was watching that documentary called Fever Pitch, which is all about the invention of the Premier League. And I don't know if you, it's on iPlayer. I don't know if you can get that, Evan, in, in, in the Wait, States. what's it What's it on? It's on BBC iPlayer. 
Oh, I'd, have to, I'd, I'd have to do a VPN. There's just no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's called VPN. But there might be, maybe if you Google yeah. it, there might be an American streaming service yeah. that carries yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, it's a documentary about the how they built the Premier League, what the plan was, the marketing strategy behind commercialization of it. And everyone's talking about now the Super Bowl because they had the halftime show and people are going, oh, should we have halftime shows in oh, the Champions League no. or this and that? No. And it's like, no. Maybe no. that's not the right way to go, but... The FA Cup could do with some commercialization. You know, absolutely. Uh, you know, <laughs> I think you're right, Oscar. I think you know the uh, FA Cup could use like a fireworks show or something. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> it's just, it's, it but just it, needs something. You know, the I mean? FA has not marketed it. But mind as you, the biggest oh. competition in, in England. You, you know what you said? Does, it kind of does do that. I was, say, I was about to say yeah, we, bo- we game, boo yeah. it. We boo it all off. Like Tiny Temper had a had a thing um, at yeah, a FA Cup final. No, but like, but, I'm saying, but the culture in England, in terms of English fans, when English fans turn up to a game, who mentioned it on the pod? Somebody mentioned it here today. That Evan. in America, everything is like a, it's like a great entertainment thing. It's vibes. Whereas when it's Burnley against Liverpool, we do not need songs. We don't want no glaring PA. We don't want nothing else. All no. we want, all we want, is literally just give me the let the let the fans chant their songs. Don't drown them out. We want to sing and chant all day long. And I don't think the British. No, but, um, culture will accept it. Will accept no, no, it. I think, I think, well, I, think and I agree with you. I, I, agree no, no, with you. I, I think you're taking that too literal. I'm not saying let's have a singer in at half time. I'm saying let's build up the brand of the FA Cup through advertising, through marketing, mm-hmm. through various yeah. different things. Absolutely. I, as as a guy who kind of has his 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 foot in both pools here, like I can say there's there's a bunch of things. Not a bunch. There's a few key things that I think. European football and world football could take from American sports. That would be uh, welcome additions. However, you guys should be taking nothing from the atmosphere of American sports because it's dead. It's, it's dead. Yeah. You, go to, you, go to, you go to NFL game, something exciting happens, and then you you can feel they just, the, they the can crowd collectively them. go to commercial. Like you can feel <laughs> it happen. The, 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 the Premier League does not need any to borrow any things about atmosphere from from mm. our sports because it's just not it's not comparable. Like I I am aging a year every time Liverpool. Watching watching watch NFL and I only really watch NFL when it's the Super Bowl. Like quite literally, I I don't get excited until the either a at the halftime show or if it's the last quarter. Because the last quarter is when it actually really counts. You can win something back. That's interesting because I like the story. I like the story of a whole game. Because even the first quarter, second quarter, like there's a there's a storyline. If that makes sense, it's like it's. I like that too. Yeah, yeah, I I do like it. Like I I appreciate that American footballs. It's a bit like a chess match played out over like over like a four quarter. It's great in its own way. But don't it's get so me wrong. Cool. The the atmosphere and the tension and the release of tension that is world football and specifically the Premier League, that is a formula that you do not need to touch. It is perfect yeah. the way it is. It does not need fi- it does not need a halftime show. It does not need fireworks. <laughs> it does not need you know anything. Maybe maybe for maybe for another show. Maybe for another show, I'll I'll tell you guys what I think they should adopt, but it has nothing to do with the atmosphere or anything like that. But it depends on who you think. So for the Champions League final, I think it was Liverpool. If I remember correctly, either Madrid, Liverpool, or Liverpool Spurs. It's Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. No, not that one. Oh, imagine dragons. Yeah. That one yeah. slapped, bruv. That one was. Did they do it before? But 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 like they, they could be like 
there could be like the the whole opening ceremony vibe and the whole like, yeah, yeah, no half time too. Yeah, half time. Everyone's gone for their pints, man. So that is not going to yeah. work. Also, so half time in half time in the Super Bowl is how long? It's half an hour. Well, they extended yeah, it to exactly. half an hour now. Half an exactly. hour. Whereas, whereas half in the football, football, you know, football, football, just, football, just football, just football, football, football. And then when I when I watched it yesterday, they were speaking about how because uh, on on the BBC they had that guy Osei. I don't know what his his real yeah. his first name is. Yeah, he was talking about how when he was in the Super Bowl, like you had to mentally prepare yourself for the extra break, and it's completely different to a normal game because yeah. you don't you yeah. never rest for that long. Half an hour. No, yeah. it's I mean, like it's like here's the thing, like let's the Super Bowl, like it's marketed really well, but at the end of the day, it's the capitalism Olympics. Like, do do you really want that? Like in you know in the Champions League final? No, you don't really need it to be like that. It's uh. It opens up a, a, a interesting conversation, I will say. And I, I'm all for the opening ceremony stuff. That's cool. The Olympics do that. And they've been doing it for 2,000 years. So it's, it obviously works. But, <laughs> you, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big I think, fan I think of... there's um, always a way to make it better. Probably. No, probably. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a big fan of Formula One, right? And I've watched it for decades. And now I'm seeing, like, it's, it's been overtaken by, like, American ownership. And yeah. now... The growth spur in that sport right now is that is that it's all time high, and they've done so many things outside of the racing. Yes, that has absolutely mm-hmm. blown it apart, like absolutely taken it to another level. Uh, exactly my so, point. Yeah, it, it, it just like, made me when think you look at it. when you look at the Netflix documentary Drive to Survive, when you look at um, all of these uh, what what are those things called all or nothings where all the NFL players are doing it. And now you see, you're seeing the, the Premier League teams the football and the ones, yeah, football yeah. teams getting involved in that. But the commercialization of the around features of the game is something that the UK hasn't really tapped into. And I don't think it needs to be something that takes away from the essence of the atmosphere. It can be yeah. something that's just like, okay, more coverage, more things, allowing yeah. players to express themselves in interviews, allowing players to be Let themselves. Go behind the scenes. It, 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 it can be things entirely, it can be things entirely separate from the match day experience, yeah. right? It can Absolutely. be entirely, and I think I think you're totally right. You're totally yeah. right. But the, the, the Americanization of the Premier League here, like the America has done a good job with the Premier League here. It's night and day. Like for, for example, for... If you have just a normal TV subscription, cable, whatever, like just a very basic TV package plus $5 a month, so we're talking about maybe $40 max, you can watch every single Premier League game in America for for, for, for roughly $40 to $50 a month. Every single game. I know, and, and, and it's a joke. Everything. Like things, things like the whole three p.m. kickoff rule. Been that? What? What the fuck? What is that? Like, what does it mean? I've had, I've had it explained to me by like five different times by five different people, and it still doesn't make any sense to me. Been that? I don't. I don't it's, care. It's, 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 it is dated. It's, it's dated. It's, it was, a, yeah. it was a rule that was made in the sixties. Like it was made at yeah. the invention of television when it was being introduced into people's homes to make and, sure people and, and went to still, games. Yeah, make sure. And it still exists now. It's crazy. Yeah. Whereas it you know, we crazy. know full well if you're playing at three o'clock and it's and it's on TV, we're still going to the stadium. I'm not yeah. staying at home because yeah, like, you know what I mean. I'm not staying at home. Oh, I, 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 I go to Sunday games when they're on TV anyway. Like exactly. I could stay home, but I think that the issue is other other teams, isn't it? So I think people people always ask me, how do you wake up at like four a.m. for the early kickoffs to to watch the Premier League? Because I was like, hey, I, was like hey. I was I was like, yeah, I love my team, and it's a small price to pay to have a guarantee to watch every single game, like absolutely. knowing that there like there's absolutely oh yeah, and the Champions League is free as well. Like, every Champions I I, I, do, you know what, do you know what I can't believe? Listen to this. Do you know what I can't man. believe. 
I grew up as a diehard football fan, and I didn't, I didn't get to watch all the games. That that that's obscene to me. Like, like when, you when don't I, get to watch all the games. When I'm that's on Twitter, dur- when I'm on when I'm on Twitter during the game, and I see people like who live five miles from the stadium of the football club they support asking for a stream. Anybody got a stream for this game? I'm like, what are you talking Yo, about? Where's the stream at? Yeah. Just go look at you know, stick your head out the window. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what's going on? You asking for a bro, stream? It's so funny because that's, bro, that's Oscar, what our, our group Oscar chat that. is like. That everyone's like, "Yo, who's got the United stream?" Someone says, "I know." That. Fuck, you know, MG, MGR is like, "Where's the stream at?" I'm like, "What are you talking about? Where's the stream at?" <laughs> what do you Honestly, mean? It's only oh, when Oscar just put because like, by the only only Oscar the way Oscar just put that as well. We were diehard fans like in the nineties and early 2000s and we were not getting that like the oh, coverage we're getting e- now Evan let me like, show you something <laughs> carry on the story carry on the story yeah you know the coverage that we've got now because even now the Sunday games we used to probably get like one game a week right oh man and now you get like I think there's like six now <laughs> like six of the ten games are on TV right but like we, we would we, we wouldn't even we wouldn't even go to the games because it was impossible to get tickets for the games and also like you know at the same time it's not on TV but I know Arsenal won 3-0 at home to Portsmouth. And it's like, yeah, man, did you see Anelka? And I was like, well, no, but <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like match of the day. Everybody lived on match of the day at 10.30 p.m. Evan, can, so... I, can, I, can I show you what it was like being a kid in the 90s and early 2000s is this the super? To... Is this the super soccer Saturday I thing? Oh, it's, 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 oh, what I'm about to show you is worse. worse. Do not pull out than that. Text, bro. It's worse than that. It's worse than. It's worse than that. So basically, this is. I don't, I don't know if you had this in the states. What year was this? Oh, look at it. All throughout the 90s and up until about what? What year would you say? I'd say. I'd say. I'd say. Now, further, yeah, because I remember, because I, I remember seeing names like Henri on this up until like t- uh, 2005. Evan, I don't think you so, understand, bro. No, no, so, this so, was so, a lifesaver. So and we would the TV, and if you see the TV, Mario Pahas. I look at the names. Yeah, oh, Gerard's God. playing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is Gerard. This is yeah. Steven Gerard. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. so, so what, what this would be is it, it's a page. It's basically like going on a, on a website, like on the internet. Wow. You'd go on this page on your TV and we would sit there and wait for the score to change. Me and P.O. would sit waiting. Yes. Like, oh did, my God. Did, did Burkamp score today? Let's find out in three minutes when it changes. <laughs> it was, it's a joke. Oh Dude, you guys, you guys were watching games on a Super Nintendo. <laughs> Literally. What is this? You're watching the games on a NES. Evan, look at the bottom, yeah? And then when you had to read, we didn't even go on Sky Sports. Like, look, you type in 304 to get the report, bruv, and the thing, the report comes uh, up, this is what yeah. happened, bruv. This is crazy, because uh. th- this is like the late 90s, early 2000s. Like, Gerard's yeah. playing. Yeah. Like, that this, is wild. This, this, I could tell you what season this is. This, this, this looks like a screen from, like, the late 80s. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. This, like, this, I mean, dude, season, it's, it's like 8-bit. It's 8-bit text. I want to say, Oscar, that yeah. was 2001 season. 2001, 2002. Probably, like, probably. But yeah, there's a couple quite like... Ipswich were, Ipswich were in the league. Look, oh, uh, uh, SW6 is loving this. He says teletext. Adrian's oh. saying, I think it ended in 2016. Uh, SW6 said, last minute losses on teletext was oh. horrific. 
you know you're, you're just Hella waiting text, for it. You're you know. waiting for it to say full time. Like you're waiting for it to you're say full time. It's playing. refreshing every like thirty seconds. It refreshes, and then it's just like go. The only the only struggle that me and my dad had trying to follow Liverpool in that time period is we had to tape games like on the VCR. We had to take a right. blank fees. That was wow. it. All it, all we had to do was remember to set the VCR, and we were good. That's all we had to do if we weren't watching live. That's all we had to do. The pain in that comment from SW6, bro. Oh, Oh, dude, yeah. And yeah, yeah, Adrian said Reading beat Liverpool one year, and I followed on Teletext. Yeah, I remember the game. game. We'll leave it at that. Reading. Oh my! They God. had they had a good run. Reading, <laughs> shout out Reading, shout out Wigan. Just weird vibey teams. Anyway, the, the the point of this to wrap it all in a big bow is that the way that the Premier League and the FA are marketing their competitions could be better. It could there could, there could be work for to sure. make it easier, more accessible, and more enjoyable. And you fans. you know what's crazy is that it, but it's specifically to a certain market of people. The market of people being people in the UK, like the mm. way you the way you guys are doing it is still dated compared to the way I do it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's still out yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this. Like I remember Mo one time was describing to me the packages that you have to buy. Like, yeah. what What does it cost? It's obscene, right? If, if you're not... It's 100 bucks. 100 pound a month. Sky, Sky Sports and BT Sport to get Premier League and Champions League. 100 pound a month. And, and you, and you and still... And that's not every game. That's not yeah, every game. And, and that's not every game. You, there's, you still miss 3 p.m. kickoff. On, it's on literally Sunday, a government rule. Like, on Sunday, I was watching, I think... What was the game on TV? Newcastle versus Aston Villa. And then I pulled up on my laptop the Liverpool game because I wanted to see what was going on there. But that was not illegal. <laughs> that, was, that was not a legal stream. So, Imagine. and then the other game was not, also not on TV. So yeah, it, it's a shocking, shocking yeah, yeah. system we have. And listen, that, that type of system is coming for me eventually because the Premier League's growth in the States right now is just exponentially in this By direction. the way, by just the way. It, yeah, go ahead. Just one thing. Um, it doesn't apply just to Premier League football because all football across the world between hours oh, yeah, yeah. three and five fifteen pm. So oh, imagine, yeah. imagine yeah. like if El Clasico was on and it started at five, we missed the first fifteen minutes. Yeah, like, clean and it's in Spain. Clean, <laughs> yeah, it's in Spain. But yeah, you know, it's a farce. It's an absolute yeah. farce. I, honestly. Um, Oscar, we need to be wrapping this up. Yeah, radio was LVC Five Live, Alan Green, oh, good times. Who said radio? Yeah, radio. We still used to listen to games on the radio. On the radio, bro. 100%. What a joke. Um, There's been a goal at Highbury. <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen, who is your player of the week? Yes. Raheem. Darlene. Raheem the Darlene. Darlene. Perfect hat trick. Left foot, right foot header. I don't want to give it to him. Uh, Why? It's not nice. I, like, I'm with Evan, man. I can't. I don't even damn Batman City. Like, I just don't care. We're watching greatness. Read it. Yeah, they no. beat, who did they beat at home? Norwich. Away Norwich. At Norwich. Norwich. Yeah. Played away. Fair, fair enough. That's, that's better than. I yeah. Thought. Raheem the Dream Sterling. Raz, <laughs> give it. Give it Raz. Wait. Let me. Let me just have a look at the fixtures. Give so it Raz till the end of the season. Give it Raz. The only, uh, the only, the only other person I could think of is Allison had just an incredible game for Liverpool. Oh yeah, no one, was, no one was really shining like that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but other than that, Liverpool's best player was Naby Keita, and all he did was not fuck up. So ours kind of, ours kind of low. Uh, Everybody uh, else had a howler. Um, kind of. Uh, I, 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 I just realised this, but I will mention it. I do not that guy. We'll go on now. Okay. Um, yeah, everyone's saying Raheem for Player of the Week. So Raheem Sterling is your Player of the Week for this week. Team of the Week, guys, guys, guys. 
Is it time? Is it time for who? Team of the week. We've got Super Frankie Lampard. Oh, he knows yeah. exactly what. Oh, I'm going. Everton gave him the business, man. Come on. Man. I'm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Um, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Oh, do me. A I'm going, man. City. I was like, come on. Come okay, on. anyone but C. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's easy, easy to be fair. I'm, I'm, but everyone I'm, had a think of. I'm gonna give it. Actually, to, I'm. I'm gonna give it to Southampton who capped off. These were their last three Premier League games. City, Tottenham, and United. And they won oh. one of them and drew twice. So, yeah, again, certainly fixtures me. fixtures they were expected to lose. Yeah, They they have uh, emerged out of undefeated. So, I'm giving it to Hassan Hootl and, and, and Southampton. Well, and By the way, well. Hassan Hootl's post-match interview, did anybody have a butcher's? What, did he cry again? No. He laid the smackdown on Manchester United because he still hates Ralph Ranić. Man said, yeah, man said. They don't like each other. Oh, the, bro, what? No. Them two um, hate each I'm, other. I'm under a rock. What's this story? No, 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 no they don't like each other no. at all. So, Hassan Hootl, remember, you remember, like, the, remember the, 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 the rise of RB Leipzig? Leipzig. Hassan, Hassan yeah. Hootl picked them from the, from the third division and brought them all the way up to the Bundesliga, finished second. But what, what um, Leipzig were doing, especially under Ranić's like, headship, was that he kept touting um, Nagelsmann. And to the point where Ralph Hassan was like, you're disrespecting the thing, and then walked. He just walked away. But do you know what's funny? Then... So, so what was yeah, post-match? It... Yeah. So his post-match was like, you know, Manchester United, they're, ne- they're never, they're, they're never going to sort of like live up to the energy. They're never going to give the effort. They're, they're always going to, you know, they're never, they're never really that good. So we always knew that going into the game. So they were surprised that the first half for Man United was good and the second half wasn't was um was 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 terrible. But it's the fact that you no manager ever comes out and talks about the opposition about how bad they are because <laughs> that's that's literally what he did. But yeah, it was people, more so, people don't like it was more people so, don't like Ragnar. No, no, because they literally. It was more so that he hates that he doesn't like um Ranić. That's where that all. But the thing from. is though, he literally they had an interview both of them literally before the game talking about. How great they like each other at Leipzig. I was like, really? Ranjik yeah. left. What's it? Hassan Hutt left on bad terms at RB Leipzig. Um, SW6 says he thought. I thought they were good friends. Though. Yeah, literally. Maybe, maybe, I maybe I everyone be. does. I don't know why. Maybe at one time. Maybe at one time. It was publicly time. bad. Like, by the way, SW6 is at a howler. By the way, it's an absolute howler. One. He says Evan looks like Timo Werner slightly. You know that that's weird because I was on Grizz's stream <laughs> the other night. I was on Grizz's stream the other night, and people said I looked like Fabrizio. Oh, it's a shout. Romano is a shout. I'm hearing it. It's the scruff, because Fabrizio always has the scruff, right? And the longer it. hair. Yeah, so I, I kind of see I it. Need, I need the accent and what transfer is happening next. Come, 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 come here, here we go. <laughs> All we need to do is hear, here we go. Team of the week is Southampton. He's like, yeah, here we go. Southampton um, is definitely the team of the week. They've had a fantastic week, by the way. And and on paper, I just want to point out Southampton should be like in sixteenth, but they are in tenth. Because honestly, if player in terms of player quality, this is Southampton's worst team since twenty ten, in my opinion. Do you think so? Player for player, it's their worst team. Think about how stacked they were in the Poch days. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and stacked, even right. even Claude Puel had some better players. You know, but know. Th- that that Mark Hughes period, I was looking at this team and the Pellegrini or Pellegrino, what's his name? I think it's Pellegrino. It's just a bit like mm, I don't know. I don't um, know. Yeah. 
any any chance for Chelsea? Uh, I mean, went away. Champion. On one two yeah, games on, on the he, continent, he, he, champions yeah. of the world. Gets, yeah, we are, get, we already, we already had two, we already had two nice gold champions of the world. So yeah, you get a nice gold badge. Congratulations. Yeah, no, we're, we're we're not we're not team of the week. You, you guys are correct. Mm-hmm. Um, Adrian says he sees the Verna. Oh yeah. God, I really hope not. Good. Uh, goal of the week. Goal uh, of the week. Nil more pie. Uh, no, 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 guys, 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 guys. Can I come see more pie Oh, please. I beg. Oh, guys, we have to go to Manolovsky. 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 The Atalanta. Oh, that goal, I jumped out of my seat. It was absolutely sensational. It was, it was a, how you say it on English? It was crazy. It was a golazo. Like yeah, it was, it was a golazo. Yeah, that's what it was. It was a golazo. Um, Atlanta drew one-one with with Juventus, and and their opener was quite a shot. I'd recommend all of you going to have a look at it. SW6 that's six. Atlanta versus Juve. Banger. Any other good goals in the Premier League or elsewhere? Um. There was another. I uh, check Adams with that Thierry Henry like finish. Right. Who did Who did Brighton play Probably. for that Mopai goal? Watford away. Watford. It was he should have. He, he had no right to score. I didn't see that game. I didn't oh, see that it's game, a good so goal. It's a bloody good goal. He had no right know. to score. Mopai's already equaled his uh, top goal scoring record in the Premier League for Brighton. Yeah, I'm. I'm happy to give it to Manolovsky. I, 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 there weren't that many. Manolovsky. I was like, yeah. What, are we, are we, are we, are we giving it abroad now? Yeah. Is that what we I mean? I mean, to go. what, what, Mopai? Okay, look, yeah, SW6, SW6 is saying Mopai. I haven't seen the Mopai goal, but I'm watching The Mopai right goal now. was good. Five Peter, you need to watch. watch I'm watching, I'm watching Manolovsky. I'm watching Atalanta's <laughs> one now. Yeah, watch Manolovsky, bro. Oh, tell me, tell me Dusan Vlajevic scored again. Or he didn't. No, it wasn't. No. Because he's got two in three now, which is frigging annoying. It, it was Danilo. No. <laughs> Okay. Um, Abdi said, uh, "You're not seeing me again till further notice." I constantly get ambushed on here. Bun this podcast. Abdi, <laughs> I I love having you as a commenter on this podcast. I really do. But you have to stop saying things that get you ambushed. I'm a, yo, I'm gonna be honest. Mo, Mopai hit, miss hit that shot. <gasps> he miss hit that. He miss hit that. He shins that. I'm sorry. Oh Shinner. my god. Is it a shinner? Let me have yeah, a Yeah, it's a shinner. shinner. It's Come a on. tecker. It's a tecker. It's a technique. No, he's not he's not lifting oh, that into the top corner. He fluffs wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. Fluffs wait it. Pete, didn't this happen with Mopai earlier on in the season? Yes. Where he scored a he scored a goal and I was like, he didn't mean that, did he? Peter, why why are you why are you, why are you riding out for Mopai? Don't you, doesn't he beef your entire club? Doesn't Listen, he beef Bob, I love it. Club? I love it. The thing is, yeah, here's the thing. Pete, 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 it comes Pete off his knee. Guys. It comes off his knee almost. Come on. I like Hold on, I'm getting a better angle. I've got he shins to... that, bro. Comes off got... the top of his leg. Come I've got on. a soft spot for, for French centre forwards. I don't I'm know what it is. I mean, I, I grew up. Uh, uh, that was my it's diet it's in 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 the late nineties and early two thousands. So I've got a soft spot for them. But yeah, I like Neil Mopai. I think he's good. Yeah, I um, think he's good too. But uh, you know, because it's funny because all that screaming about they need a striker, they need a striker, which they do. But like, I feel like Mopai is still pretty good. But hey, oh, P.S. Stop it, man. Stop it. Stop well, it. He, he's, he's not good enough to get yeah. them into a European place, which is I where their XG says they should be. Blue 1905. He said, I didn't know you have a YouTube channel, Oscar. Yes, this is the top four podcast um, every Monday. Redneck. We're live. Is that um, another American? 
He he's actually Russian, but he lives in America. Big up Alex. Oh, oh word. I'm going abroad for Golden Week. I can't lie. I mean, Manolski's goal was good. I'm sure there was a better goal than that this weekend, though. If we were going to go all around here. Manolski's goal was good, but yeah. Love, bro. Love, Andy. Um, All right, so... uh, So, yeah, who's the... the, Is it Shea Adams? Is that what we're doing? Or are we going... Yeah, why not? Yeah, I'm confused. Domestically, for me, it's Shea Adams. Uh, Abroad, it's definitely Manolski. Yeah. By the way, Leeds, yeah. I was watching the Everton-Leeds games. There was two shots. I think Rodrigo and... I think it was Rodrigo twice. Hit the bar. Rattles the bar. And I sat there like, yo, this was going to be a goal. Yeah, yeah, that was tough. That was tough. Shea Adams. Um, Everton were playing some nice stuff, though. Could I... They, they they looked all right. They looked all right. I'm hoping um I'm hoping that continues. I'm not, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> David, David, who's not that guy, man? Um, who's not that guy, bro? Uh, can we first start off with all these sponsors that come out of the woodwork? <laughs> um, trying trying to 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 get things cancelled by Kurt Zuma, bro. So we uh, why is it? Well, by the way, did you hear Graham <laughs> Sunez? No, I need to oh, laugh. I need you guys to laugh at me. Graham Sunez <laughs> was basically like, you know, from the video, it looks like it, it didn't look like the cat did anything wrong. <laughs> I died laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, said, yo, Graham. <laughs> he's talking about it. He's talking about it like it's an on pitch incident. <laughs> Doesn't appear to make any contact with Zuma there. <laughs> Like there's possible room that, you know, should oh. we really get mad at this? Uh, it's can I, so can I, funny. okay, okay. Let me give my, let me give my guy, because oh, yeah, 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 he's come out with Vim, bruv, yeah? This gentleman. Mm, please. Second of oh. May 1981, in it, yeah? Oh, wow. He's an English football coach and a former mm. professional goalkeeper. Yes. Oh, in Darwell, England. Yeah. He's played for Coventry City, Liverpool, went on loan to West Brom, Wigan, all them things there. I saw this guy used to concede bad goals, but I don't even know how his career. Yeah, yeah. he's a shocker. It's been a shocking career. Then he decides to go on, um, is it BBC um, Breakfast? Yes. Talk a sport. man had the, 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 the what? He, he, so first, it was, he first went on TalkSport. Yeah. He yeah. did so well there, they asked him yeah. to go on the BBC Breakfast show. Oh, right, right, right. And then and then he comes with all the energy, bruv. He's saying what Zuma did is worse than racism. <laughs> did he say worse or was like? He said worse. He said worse. worse. Yeah. So he, he, it was an escalation of things. So he was saying, he was saying that, oh, you know, the treatment of Zuma needs to be severe, needs to be horrible. Obviously, players have done things that's been racist on the pitch and said horrible things, and they've got eight game bans. You know, Suarez has bitten people, but this is actually worse oh, because the, because the animal is defenseless. That's basically what his argument was. So for that Hall of Famer, bruv, you, you have to go in there, bruv, yeah? Mm. Christopher, <laughs> Hall of Christopher, Fame. Christopher Edmund Kirkland. You're not that guy, bruv. Sort it out, bruv. As a, as a former <laughs> Liverpool goalkeeper, Evan, how do you how do you respond <laughs> to, to, to Mr. Kirkland? Uh, yeah, he's a shocking player. I, I'm not I'm not <laughs> sure I'm not sure how you could be injured that much as a goalkeeper. This guy this guy would. <laughs> This guy would take a goal kick and get injured, and then he'd be gone for four months. Uh, uh, th- th- those are those are my only memories of Chris Kirkland growing up. Uh, funnily enough, his uh, he and his dad got in trouble for 
a betting offense because his dad uh, laid down a cheeky 10,000 pound bid that his son would represent England one day. Um, and they got in trouble for that somehow. And that bled over into Liverpool's bubble somehow. I don't know. Those are my only members, uh, memories of Chris, uh, Chris Kirkland. Nice to see that he's found a, a new way to be disappointing in, in the modern era. <laughs> So, so good job, Chris. Even, even got, his apology was Take it. I've got one more. One sec, David. Take, one sec, David. One, one, sec, one, sec, one, sec, one sec. One sec. One sec. One sec. Take it from me, goalkeepers union. Any goalkeeper that wears a hat has to be questioned. Has to be questioned. Exactly. Exactly. There's no sun in the UK. What's he wearing a hat for? It's not <laughs> sunny was, there. He was at Liverpool and Wigan with a hat. Are you no kidding me? Yeah. I went to Liverpool. I didn't see the sun once. So he's anything, wearing a hat for another reason. Anything north of Watford doesn't. Sun doesn't exist. Yeah, I didn't see it. Um, I have one more. Okay, I, I, I've got one after you, sir. Another, another Hall of Famer. Hall of Oscar, Fame? you can't Ooh, Hall of Fame. That one action. He has to go. Oh, no, no. He's, but, but he's, uh, he's been too brazy with I, it. I think, I, think, I think he's a Hall of Famer for sure. But I don't think, I don't think this week, week, this week he can yeah. go in. I don't think yeah. he can go in this week, David. <laughs> who is, who is this? Go in. I have evidence. I have evidence. Okay, I okay, go, go on, David. Go on, David. I'll keep no, it short and sweet. It's 11 o'clock, so... He's born the 7th of December, 1980. Very yeah. decorated... Where was he born, actually? Barking. He's an East Londoner, bruv. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's an East Londoner. Uh, <laughs> decorated. <laughs> I can't believe he did this. <laughs> he's been named UEFA Cup Defender of the Year in 2005, 2008, 2009. PFA's Player of the Year in 2005. Just, he's just a decorated guy, and uh, he got done for for but he got banned uh, by the FA and got stripped of captaincy for being a a, a, a little bit racist, blood to 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 racism to, one of, the, to yeah. one of the Ferdinand brothers, yeah. <laughs> so he's retired. He's going about his business, and then so this year, this year twenty twenty two, bro, uh, this gentleman has decided to be brazy. On Twitter, bro. First of all, there was a random monkey picture. I don't know <laughs> oh who... my god! <laughs> Something about Tammy Abraham. I don't. Was it linked to Tammy no, Abraham? No. Yeah. So, so he's basic. He's got a range of NFTs, <laughs> and they're all monkey pictures. And he's like, he's doing collaborations with ex Chelsea players, like legends. So he posted a picture. At first, it was Willian, and it was like this NFT monkey. And it was like, hey, this is Willian. He's joined my NFT club. And it's like John Terry posting Willian as a monkey. It's just ridiculous. Let me see if I can uh, find uh, the picture. Bro, and then, dude, and no, then no, he... no. Literally, it's it's like if if South Park did a, did an episode on like on like John Terry, and they're like <laughs> an NFT collection of my former <laughs> black teammates as monkeys. <laughs> it's literally like a fucking South Park skit, oh, bro. Oh my god, it's, it, it's it's horrid. I'm gonna I'm gonna screenshot it so you can see oh, it. No, god. I've seen I've seen it. it it's and it's, then yeah. and then the then the following day. Not the following day. When was it? I don't know if it was yesterday. After Chelsea won the World Cup. No, no, it was Chelsea won the Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, literally straight after Chelsea won the Club World Cup. He has tweeted. He tweeted, yeah. Chelsea's dressing room last night, realizing you've won it all. A blue heart, the trophy, and dancing. And then he types, how good are these kids dancing? (laughs) And he's got these kids. I don't know what country this is. 
Ugandans. Are they Ugandans? I thought they were yeah. South African. No, no, no. They're, they're like a famous, they're like a famous. That kid is like no, a famous. No, I have to. See, I have to see this. What's his ad? Oh, like you John, haven't seen it's, it. It's it's you like John Terry and like twelve numbers, right? Oscar Terry. Oscar Terry. Oh, he changed it. Okay. Go on Twitter. Type in John Terry. It's the first one. I need. I need to see this. It's the first one. It will come up. Yeah. I and see it this. was so it was so random. I'm like, rah. <laughs> this guy don't care anymore. He's just trolling. No, no. Let, let me tell you what the worst part. I've just pulled it up. Let me tell you what the worst <laughs> part of it is. Because in the video, in the video that he's posted, there's a watermarked at that says at Ghetto Kids T F U G. So it there's literally uh, a watermark that says Ghetto Kids on it, and I'm like, oh dude, <sighs> oh dude. So induct another Hall of Famer. John George Terry. What's the lo- what was the slogan at Chelsea again? The banner? Captain Leader Legend. And you need that guy, bruv. Sort it out, bruv. Add that on top of that. This is a man who Ooh, parked in a disabled bay. I won't get over this. This is this the video. Guy is by mental. The way. Oh dude. Scroll up just a little bit. <laughs> so we can what, get you see the, the caption. Wait, give me a second. Oh what you can't. Mm. Yeah, you can see it now. Oh, this is ridiculous. Oh my god. Is it Chelsea just to realize that? Do you know what the do you nah, know what the, scroll yeah. scroll down so you can see the yeah. watermark? You gotta uh, yeah, look at yeah, uh, No no, but do you know where we need to scroll down to? It's the comments because people, <laughs> people were saying some crazy wild thing. Okay, there's hella videos in there now. But when I first checked it, oh my goodness. <laughs> What's going on? Was, yeah, so uh, pe- people are very happy that it's it's Ugandan. Like people are like, yo, these boys from Uganda are getting all their shine. But not, not this Oh, the, the comments that I saw are no longer there. Jeez, there was. Some I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried that you might scroll onto something. So I was like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm stopped. Stop I've stopped. I've stopped. I've stopped. <laughs> there was, there oh, was a. Yeah. Boss like Endo said, "You can't embarrass yourself again." <laughs> <laughs> Shut what? up, Boss like Endo. Um, no, there was a comment. They said, "Oh, he looks like a young Callum." I said, "Oh my god, a young Callum." <laughs> they were like young Callum yeah. and Chalaba. That's what they were saying because, oh, horrible, horrible. Um. I'm going to be very, very uh, quick and swift. Uh, I've got a not that guy for us. Um, this gentleman was born in September 1971. He played for Chelsea, Celtic, Derby County. 100 appearances for Chelsea, over 100. Um, he, but from the years of 1995 to 2003, he made 46 caps internationally for Scotland. Um, now, this gentleman is also employed by ESPN. And hosts a. Oh, but he played for Chelsea. He played for Chelsea. I had no idea. He played for Chelsea, and he hosts a mediocre show <laughs> on that channel. Uh, I mean, is that fair to call it mediocre? No, 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 no. Steve Nichol. It's mediocre. It's a poor show. It's a poor uh, show it, it, alongside Shaq Hislop and Frank oh. LaBeouf and oh. other other ex Premier League players and whatnot. But um, he had the nerve to come out this Saturday and say that whilst Chelsea were winning a plastic cup and lapped it up like it was a World Cup win, Man City were raking up a 16-point gap on them in a competition that really matters. Let that sink in. He also, so that's a tweet that was, I just read. He also went on his channel on ESPN FC and berated the competition, saying it's nonsense, the competition is not worth playing. It's a Tim Pot Cup. It's plastic. And they're celebrating it like they've won the World Cup. And I just want to say, I don't even need to get into why what that is, why that is all complete nonsense. I just want to say, 
Um, Craig Burley, you're not that guy. You're bitter, you are sour, and you have it's... a lack of respect for a competition that celebrates all four continents. Well, not all four continents, but celebrates other continents outside of Europe. Um, this is yeah, the part but... of British British um, culture I don't like. When yeah. they look at, a, a, I mean, the FIFA Club World Cup, and you're calling it plastic, and I'm sure he's going to be lording up the League Cup. I'm pretty sure he will. Yeah, Do you know he's going to be like, oh, you got to win the League Cup against Liverpool. That's the most important I mean, thing, you isn't know, it? And, you know, he, yeah, he, 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 he played in, he's a Scottish lad. He played in Scotland, and they have a tournament that ends in November. You know, the, we, we could be here all day. The disrespect he has, but it's, it's that... What, what's the term I'm looking for when you're looking your nose up at something? When you sort of like, you're above this. Like, it's almost like, ah, oh, this, this DBDB thing. And it's a bit like, you know, I hate that culture. I hate that thing where people just write off, the Club World Cup, bruv, I want to I wanna win that. Yeah. Apparently he's really bitter because uh, Chelsea got to an FA Cup final and uh, Rude Hullet dropped him from the squad. And know, ever I didn't since know he played day, for Chelsea. That, wow. was his last, that was his last sort of game for Chelsea. He left that, that summer and... Apparently, people Yo. think he's bitter because of it. Oscar, this is the same Rude Hullet who dropped Alan Shearer when he was at Newcastle. This guy's a oh, yeah. savage. Let me tell you, Rude Hullet was an absolute savage. Okay. Um, I'm going to fix something very, very quickly because I just think it was hilarious. Uh, a very honourable mention of Leicester City, bottling 2-1 at the very end at the death. Oh, Brendan Bolling again. That was very, very funny. Guys, but, I, mean, I, saw him, I saw him bringing mm. on Vestergaard at, I think, 89 minutes. And I said, he's going to drop this game. And and some people here last week were talking about how Vestergaard is, is better than Pablo Mari. I'm he so is. sorry. We bring Sometimes. on Pablo Mari, we don't drop the game. We don't drop the points. Yeah, but you start him and you, you drop you the bring, game. You bring... We win games too. We're on the FA Cup, Oscar. Relax. Also, you know, I, I, I'm just astonished that because I, I saw it before my eyes, he's going to drop this lead. He's actually going to drop this lead, and West Ham are going to equalize. And lo and behold, Vestergaard, who's nowhere near Dawson, lets the man, and, and he's t- twice the size of Dawson. Anyway, Vestergaard, what a clown. What, and Brendan Rodgers is a muppet as well. Yeah. Anything else on, on Brendan? Or did you have no, anything else? No, 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 no. I just thought that was a good mention. That's quite funny. Okay, quickly Premier League fixtures for next week. Um, very briefly, Man United are playing tomorrow at home to Brighton and Hope Albion. Oh, Neil Pie, come on! Did you say Pie? I know, Neil Morpie, Morpie, Morpie. Um, yeah, man, let's have a Maybe one of the knees this my time. Eyes, my, my, eyes, my eyes will be firmly on PSG versus Real Madrid. Yeah, I'm not watching that. Uh, look, at PSG, that. look at that. Uh, he's watching PSG instead of watching Manchester United. What a sorry. sorry. PSV Madrid, Man United or Brighton. Come on, what, what game am I watching? If, if Arsenal were playing Brighton, I'm watching Arsenal Brighton. <laughs> what? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm watching Arsenal Brighton. The thing is, Brighton can play. Lads, lads. But after 11, y'all ain't seen nothing. Brighton can play, <laughs> by the way. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Brighton play some nice football at Old Trafford. I'm not watching it, Pia. We're going to be watching Real Madrid vs PSG. Okay, you will find me. You oh, the thing is, Man United's not on TV, so you're lucky because I was going to have my eyes fully fixed on that game. Pia hates United's... the Champions League, guys. I think we need to understand that. Pia hates. I'm winning it, bro. I don't hate, I, listen, I don't know. I don't know what it looks like since 2017. Trust I, I, I don't hate <laughs> it. I just don't know what it looks like. Um, yeah, Real Madrid vs PSG. That's the real. I don't even know why we're spending this long on United. Who cares? All right, fine. Nobody cares about Man United. Okay, what were we saying? PSG or Madrid? Yeah, um, I'm. PSG, I'm gonna bro. go. I'm gonna go for a PSG. I'm going PSG. 
Yeah, I think they take it to 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 Madrid. Only because Benzema's not fit, I would go with PSG. But I don't, I don't trust. Is, Vin- is Vinicius fit? I don't think so. Yeah, like, man, they're know. looking they're looking limp. I think. Let me. I don't know. But um, yeah, I don't trust PSG as far as I can throw them. Let me ask you. So, especially when I say Vinicius the... versus Hakimi, uh, is Vinicius fit? Is a question I have. I don't know. Last time I watched Madrid, he didn't play. Anyway, lads, I got an early start in the morning. Arsenal Mate. for the win. So, hey, Lacazette, you need to bang in them goals. Evan, <laughs> enjoy the sun. I'm seeing the sun is shining out there. Our weather here is just absolute garbage. What's the temperature out there right now? Uh, Like 70 degrees Fahrenheit. Hey, no, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. It's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. It looks great. Yeah, that sounds oh. great. Ladies and gents, low large FW6. What's like Endo? Stop, stop, like coming, bro. I saw that Mangala comment. I like. Yeah, I left it. I don't know why you're always coming after me, but David sends out later, people. Bro, later, bro. Call back, call back if you want to see people. Back. I can't be asked. Um, all right, so I'm gonna go. Hmm, yeah, what is PSG? Uh, Neymar's not fit, is he? No, Neymar is fit. Neymar's fit, bro. They, they saved him for this game, as they do every year. He's always injured in January, and he rocks up in February. Half half fit though, I guess. Yeah, PSG at home. I guess we'll go with PSG. Yeah. Um, Sporting Lisbon take on Manchester City. You're not being serious, PR. What? Are we just sporting Lisbon versus City? City win, man. Come on. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, in case anybody had a different opinion. Listen, have you been to the Andrade? I've been to that stadium. It's fiery. It's a lovely it's fiery it's a stadium. It's a I love it. Stadium. That's my favourite team in, in Portugal. Um, I, I hear that. I guess RB Salzburg, Bayern. We all think Bayern. Inter Liverpool. Yeah, Jesus of Nazareth. Inter versus Liverpool at the San Siro. The Giuseppe Miazza. What do we think? I... I really want him to see something, but I think Liverpool will win 2-1. It'll be interesting to see what kind of Liverpool rocks up in this. Because, you know, like Liverpool in the last 16, they, they give people... I remember they gave Bayern a bag. They gave Porto a bag. Now they could give... If they give Inter Milan a bag, then I'll really, then I'll really take Liverpool seriously. Listen, I, at, the, at, the, at the time we played Milan twice uh, in the group stage... Uh, uh, towards the end of last year, Milan were the best team in Italy at the time. They were top mm. of the league. Um, and we we made a mockery of them in their own backyard. Um, so obviously this inter-team player for player is probably better. Um, but yeah, I think we could expect, uh, I think Lucho Diaz will play. Uh, he did not see the pitch against Burnley. Obviously, you don't want to throw your shiny new signing out at Turf Moor. Um, mm. But yeah, it'll be a strong Liverpool team. Certain people were rested. Uh, Diogo Jota will play. Also, Remember now, there's no more away goals whatsoever. You know? yeah, so got now, play, who is the best? You got to play I, now. That that yeah. that's a it, it's a controversial <laughs> thing. I am personally pro this rule. I think it's. Oh, I'm very pro for the rule. I, 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 am, an, I am I am anti away goal because I think it kills ties too quickly. I, I yeah, think it's, I was going to say, Robin, you, yeah. we're not agreeing. You're not agreeing with no, that. No, no, no. I thought I thought you were pro rule. Okay, no, yeah, no, I, I, agrees with me. I, I, was, I, I was definitely... Okay, okay, okay. So, an away goal rule is Explain to me the logic of how those ties get killed and how this tie, will, these ties will be more open. Explain it to me. I don't let's get it. Say I, Liverpool I, win, let's say Liverpool win 2-0. You know, Inter needs to score three at Anfield, if that makes sense. And at Parlour. What, what changes with away goals? 
Surely, because it's, it's still it's, just a no. Because if, if say Liverpool win three one at San Siro, yeah, th- that tires over. But three one just as a base, Inter just need to win two nil. And if oh, even, to get back even, to level, even, even though hard. yeah, even though uh, Liverpool have scored three away goals, you know the game's not over. Three one, the game's done. I here's the thing, my and when I say it kills it too quickly, let's let's imagine we're in extra time in the second leg and away goal just murders the edge of extra time let's be honest because it, yeah. it counts as two I, yeah. I think uh i just don't think away goals personally what i would have done is i would have made away goals not a thing in extra time if a game goes to extra time uh away goals shouldn't count that's the first step i would have taken i was a bit so, uh surprised they scrapped the entire thing but i do think it is the way forward i just don't think yeah. it, it also promotes kind of a shitty brand of football Playing for the away goal. Do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember the? I don't know. I, but I think I think I, I completely disagree. And and the reason I disagree is because I feel like now teams like if you are going away from home, let's say you're an underdog team, you're going away from home to Bayern Munich, right? You're just gonna park the bus at the Allianz. If there was an away goal, you had the opportunity to say, do you know what? This goal is actually could be more valuable, so we're gonna go and get this. Surely now, if, if I'm Chelsea, we go to the Allianz, we sit tight, five at the back, we defend our goal, we hope to bring you back home and we beat you at home. Is that but not how boring. teams it's are going to play for, for us. It's boring for us who don't, get, saying, who don't support either side. But Pete, I'm saying if we had away goals, there's an incentive for me to score away. I see I see what you're saying. And listen, there's away no goals... There's for me to score away now. I can away just go- chill and, and draw the game. Away goals were good in, in their own right. But in extra time they kill the edge of the game too quickly. That's that's my argument. I'm fine with away goals in normal time, uh, but in Guys, extra time, it's, just, it's too away, much of a dagger in extra time. Look, away I'm, goals, I'm, I'm away not. goals is bent. I'm not being, I'm not even, I'm not lying here. It's a bent <laughs> rule because this idea that I go and play at San Siro and my one goal counts as two, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. Like, you know, I, I get it. Like, you know, it, it's just it's so dumb to me. I don't know. I, I don't understand. It, and, and also, you play thirty extra minutes at an other ground if if you yeah. happen to be drawing. Like it's not That's, there. It's you guys, you there. guys know how in a video game when there's a mechanic that works too well, they call it overpowered. Like yeah. oh, that uh-huh. gun, uh-huh. that gun in Call of Duty overpowered is overpowered. Most Salah in FIFA 22 is overpowered. OP. 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 Away goals mm-hmm. were OP. They weren't bad, but they they were too powerful in my opinion. They, they carried too well, much I think, weight. I, I, I just, I, I just, that, uh, that, that for me, added to the drama. Now the thing I is, mean. for me, here's it, my big problem: is a team will draw two two, and a team gets knocked out of the competition. That is bent. That is a farce. Yeah. How, so um, how can how can I draw with you, but I'm out because we because my goals came at home and your goals came away. Imagine, imagine it's two equal teams, basically in skill level and in all that, and they draw nil nil in the first leg because just no one can find the net. But in the second leg, they have an equally tight fifty fifty contest, and it finishes one one. The away team gets to go through, it's even though e- even though over two legs the teams were basically yeah, yeah, inseparable. Yeah. I, 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 Evan, I, I'm, Evan, I'm not. I'm Evan, not. I watched, I, Evan, like, I watched Arsenal go out in the Champions League in two thousand and seven against PSV Eindhoven <laughs> because of an away goal. <laughs> Yeah. Yo, you knew what it was when you stepped in there. In ah, ring, man. You knew what it was. The rules, the rules, the rules. I was. We, 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 we go to we go to Robin Anfield. 
We go to Anfield. Yeah, you, you know, none of you lot went out on an away goal. I, I guarantee that. I guarantee true. none of you lot went out in an away goal. Robin. Did we? Robin. Yeah, who did yeah, you yeah. go to? We, we. No, 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 I'm thinking back. I'm, 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 I'm trying to think. Now. We, went, we went to the new camp and drew with Barcelona 0 0. We came back to Stamford Bridge and they drew 1 1. That Iniesta goal was an away goal. Yeah, but. The, the, what do you mean, yeah, okay. but no, you asked no, me for an example. I gave you an example. No, no, no. What, That's I was, first, what, I was, yeah. what I was saying was that the reason that you're pro away goal, I'm, I'm thinking, you I didn't, I just away. said I'm not pro away goal. I just wanted to hear Evan's logic behind why he's not. I, I, I no, don't, you said get... you disagree. No. We made no, an no, argument no, no, for no, a no. thing. No, goal, for me personally, I just love the, I love the, I'm just going to say, I just love the added pressure it gave with it. And the more chaos, that's why I love it. Bull. I love it, it, it's 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 an element that's too random, and and it's and the fact and 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 the fact that the the, the fact the, the fact that the the fact that the away goal is just as powerful as it is in the first minute of the first leg as it is in the 119th minute of the second leg <laughs> is not okay. It, it's, no, and I I agree with you. Like I said, for me, the reason I loved it wasn't necessarily. I've agreed it's not fair and all that stuff. I just said it made another element of the last 16 forward what? more exciting. That's all I'm saying. Get going away it's, makes it's it another, more it's, fair. It's, it's, and it's I agree stipulation. with you. Robin yeah. loves a stipulation. I, I do love a stipulation. It's not WWE. For me, I wasn't pro away goals or against away goals. My thing was, Evan is telling me now that it's going to make games more exciting. And I didn't understand how that's going to work. So uh, exciting. Think, it, maybe not, maybe not as exciting because the away goal brings an element of chaos yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I do think it'll be more fair. We'll, we'll see. We'll it see. Will be 100% more fair. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll definitely see outcomes that are not as, you know, kind of like, come on, how the, how is that happening? Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't you, get me you wrong. Wouldn't, I, you wouldn't, you wouldn't get what happened to us versus PSG. If that makes sense, when they were firmly better than us, somehow we went through. In You're the still end. gonna get that though. Yeah. You're you know, still gonna get that. Chelsea, get Chelsea, that. Chelsea, we played Barcelona in 2012. They were firmly better than us. We beat them on goals, not on away goals. We beat them. We scored more goals than them. Uh, Joyce, so you're still uh, gonna get that. You know, I'm talking from a place of hurt, understandably, because I've gone out mm-hmm. like three or four times in the Champions League, drawing. And to, to AC Milan's, to to Bayern Munich's, to friggin' Valencia. Like, I've, I've, I've watched my team, Monaco. I'm watching teams go through because we drew together. It's the absolute um, ben, It's the Ben one of us. Shout out to Adam. Uh, he says, uh, you didn't go out on away goals to PSV in 2007 because mm. they won the first leg and then you ended up drawing 1-1 at the Emirates. Do you know, yeah. I forgot we lost the first leg. I, I don't know why um, I thought it was. I just remember one all yeah. that. I mean, look, look. I, I'm I'm happy. There's a change. I want to see if it what happens. I remember when they moved it to one leg for that one year, and I was like, "Yo, this one leg thing is really exciting." I uh, I think it's it's a fascinating discussion, and we could easily in like twelve months' time be like, "Yeah, away goals need to come back." That was boring. Like, uh, well, yeah. well, again, this is this is the trial of it. We're about to find out if it's good or bad, and it might take a few years to get to where we need to be. But guys, I got to run. It's been I feel you. we all got to run. Yeah, it, it's been an incredible discussion. I feel like yeah. we ticked every single box. <laughs> bro, bro normally, really normally we go on for two hours, and I'm like, two hours is way too long. But the conversation was just flowing, and we we love having you on, Evan. Yeah. Thanks yeah, for yeah. bringing the vibes. Yeah. Um, quick plug, yeah, quick really plug before you go. Yes, quick plug where they can find you. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you bring the nameplates back up, uh, you can find me at Soccer God. Where am I pointing? Oh, yeah, at Soccer God on Twitter and YouTube. I just hit 200 subscribers on YouTube. Great. Yeah, it feels, totally it feels good. It feels good. Um, so, yeah, it, um, I'm looking forward to doing stuff. Uh, as, as the transfer window grows closer, of course, people want uh, videos on new players and what, what teams are doing. But, yeah, follow me on there for, like, match reactions and things like that. Follow me on Twitter if you want to see me become entirely unhinged on match days. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's a good time. Uh, I, I love coming on here and talking to you guys about stuff because uh, it's just a genuine conversation. You know what I mean? It's very free-flowing, and it feels very nice. So, yeah, thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, man. Happy just, birthday. Just, yeah, man. Happy birthday as well. Yeah, man. thank just, you. Thank you. I just subbed to the channel. Uh, what, what, yeah. What's the plans for tonight? Uh, the plans. You know, unfortunately, as you can see, my birthday is falling on a Monday, which is not very cool. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, the reason I had so much time today is because, you know, I, I have nothing to do on my birthday, but everybody else has things to do, you know, significant others to be with. So mm-hmm. I'll be hitting up all the boys that are single, like myself, seeing if they want to be sad <laughs> and lonely together, and we can celebrate my birthday. It'll be cool. I feel that. I'd be finding a way to celebrate. And I just want to say, on Evan's channel, man, go check it out. I, obviously, I'm a Chelsea fan, and you talk mainly about Liverpool. But when I watch your videos, like you get, you give good insight and it's entertaining as well. So I appreciate them all the time. Still, I have a two-hour video on Chelsea, uh, actually. True. Uh, so true go, go check, go check that out. I did, a, I did a stream about Chelsea. Cause, Yo, uh, yeah. Can I? Can, can we? Can we do a video for the FA Cup? For the League Cup final. Yes, we absolutely can. We definitely should do a build up to the League Cup final yeah, because man. you know, listen, we gotta we gotta lead that marketing charge into hyping up the domestic cups, right? <laughs> that's I mean, that's our job. not gonna do it. We yeah, have to we. Do it. It's our yeah. I, I, am, I am definitely not gonna do it. So enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll be right. fun. That'll be fun. All right, man. People, I guess we'll just leave the rest of the fixtures alone. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just yeah. come back next week. Yeah. <laughs> And there's a lot. By the way, don't forget as well at Top Four Podcast tomorrow, tomorrow five PM UK time. There will be a Premier League stats video produced by myself. And remember, every Monday eight PM we are live. Make sure you follow at the hey. Top Four Podcast on Twitter, on Spotify, iTunes, still SoundCloud. Watching, please like the video as well. Like the, like video. the video. We don't. If you've made it this far, if you've made it this far, 162 subscribers. Come on. Come on. Come on. Under 300. Under, under 300, under 40 to go to get to 100 marks. Yeah, Come on, guys. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. Mm-hmm. Please do subscribe to the channel. Follow us on Twitter for all the updates. And we'll be back here next week. See, See you then. Peace.